Welcome to the bonus episode. This is an episode that you paid good money for. Welcome to the bonus episode. There are no refunds. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Divisive Issues bonus episode. Uh, today we'll be covering something very different from our usual weird 60s stuff. Are you sure it's different? Because, oh, for the bonus episodes. Because that's insane. We've, we already we've did covered crises. crises, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought we did Infinite Crisis. Okay, also, no, we I didn't do Infinite Crisis. It's just like the crisis. bonus episodes in that it's a single issue that I hate. <laughs> wait. Uh, wait. This is Crisis on Infinite Earths? No, it's Heroes in Crisis. Completely different. Get your shit straight, guys. <laughs> you know, I have. I was thinking about this earlier. Crisis now for comics for me is like that angry face and clash in mobile games where I'm oh. like, every <laughs> single one of them is like clash of war, war yeah. clash. And it's just the angry face. I'm like, every fucking DC thing is like crisis war. Well, it's, <laughs> it's their branding for like big events that they want to get yes. people to buy. It's pretty useful. Yeah. Uh, they're all fucking shit. <laughs> oh, you like the Death Crisis? Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, so. I hate Rise of Blank more than I hate all this Crisis garbage. Yeah, Rise of Blank is the worst. Yeah. So, to set up why we're what we're doing, we're going to be going issue by issue doing a modern event to show what it's like to go through uh, event as it's happening. Maybe changing your opinion on it as you don't know what the finale yet. We kind of did this with uh, of Ultimus because we read the first half. And we liked it. We're the second half, like, this is shit. So, yes. mm-hmm. but we're going to do it, like, as it's happening. Which is uh, a very good point because this is how, like, this medium is consumed a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Is that you don't know what is going to happen. So, like, before we take stories in, like, totality where we look at it and we're like, oh, like, this works here and it doesn't work here. Whereas here, you can be like, this is so cool. And then, like, that stays with you for so long that the, the, the disappointment hits really hard if it gets yes, bad. Yes, but it also happens the other way sometimes where even if and i'm not saying i like this but even if you love a first issue sometimes over a couple months it loses any steam that's where, why I, I have trouble buying new comics because i have to buy the trade and read it as first six issues to know if i like it mm. yeah because it, it especially nowadays with things so decompressed it's not until like issue five that they even tell you what the main premise is going to be about yeah so, and like since it's not so wordy as it was back then like 20 pages isn't actually a lot to absorb yes. like a, a feel or a style or what the writing is like yeah, so I primarily only buy single issues that are either things that, like, all my friends are talking about and I don't want to, like, avoid our Discord, or books that I really want to support because it's, like, a character that hasn't had a book for a long time, or, like, a creator. Like, right now, there's a bunch of, like, bullshit going on with, like, a bunch of female creators who are getting, like, harassed all the time, so, like, I'm buying all of their books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's that's more of, like, a business support decision that I'm making when I actually want like books that I really like to read. Sometimes I even buy the singles and then wait six months and read them all at once. Mm-hmm. But uh, so this issue is an exception because what happened and what set this off was Ryan came to me and was like, this fucking issue, Sly. Like, holy shit. I described it as everything you've ever bitched to me about. Yes. And so, uh, and the funny thing is like he was talking about so much. I was like, I'm curious. I'm going to read this and I'm not going to say this is good, but it's, interesting like there's an alternate reality where this premise could work and maybe i'll, I'll, I'll explain at the end but uh just to just to set it up tears in crisis this is a new event from dc dc just came, had a new reboot another fucking reboot after all this time called dc rebirth and I which is not the to... new 52 no it's not wait and I was... wait Flashpoint's okay. not the newest re- rebirth. No, it's not. <laughs> not a reboot at all. Yeah, old man Phil, keep up. It's basically, it's a, it's a reboot and like this is a restructuring. It's called whatever the fuck. Okay, like, it's, it's a, a rebranding and it, 
if anything, it is much more cohesive and less rebooty than they've been in like 20 years. So uh, Ryan has been loving it. Joe's been loving it. And they keep saying, Sly, you got to read this now. And I've been, I'm hesitant. Oh, we're this. not the only ones. For the record, I know, DC I know. is more popular now than they've been in a very long time. Yes. But to clarify, I've always been hesitant for the same reason why I'm like, I don't need trades until six issues have come out. Mm-hmm. I was like, I basically, I didn't say this to uh, Ryan because he'll be like, you're judgmental piece of shit. Fuck you, <laughs> so I, I didn't say this, but I was waiting until the other now. big event. The other big event that's coming out called um, Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock, which is about Watchmen. Oh, yeah. With the DC Universe. Yeah. I was waiting to see how that turns out. And if that turned out well, then I'll get into DC. Because I, I was like, I'm waiting for them to fuck up. I'm waiting for Heroes of Crisis to come out. And I was right, maybe. We'll see. Well, and so, I was right, maybe. maybe. We'll see. Classic <laughs> slide. Yeah. So, the, the little bit of backstory I want to give you. This event is pretty standalone, so far at least. But... Like, I just want to give a little bit of spotlight for the creative team. Clay Mann does all the pencils, and Clay Mann is someone I've actually been following for a long time mm-hmm. and is, I, I think, like, kind of at the top of his game right now. He's really good. And this art, this book looks beautiful. Yeah, it is. But, it is super beautiful. It's like, yeah, like it's really, kind of like the Mark really Millar really problem where I'm just like, I'm so captivated by the art, I'll keep reading no matter what happens. Yeah. And I, I keep looking at a Clay Mann print, a Gambit print that I bought at Comic-Con, like, four or five years ago when he was like selling prints for like ten dollars because he was like a new up-and-comer and i'm just like so proud mm-hmm. oh but, you're right though like it doesn't run, I, I was wondering what about the art made me feel weird and it doesn't remind me of mark Bullard, some of these shots <laughs> we have like a guy like yeah. just grunting as so now <laughs> the writer is dc's like biggest name right now a guy by the name of tom king tom king is a very interesting writer in that he used to be a cia agent and then he started writing, writing spook sp- goddamn dc <laughs> Well, then he started writing, he, he wrote a Vertigo book called Sheriffs of Babylon that was all about, like, the war in Afghanistan, or maybe it was Iraq, I don't know, it was one of them, I don't remember. But he really rose to prominence when Marvel had him write a Vision book, which was a 12-issue miniseries that was, like, like nothing I'd really read, in a, like, ever, that was, like, very, like, half horror, half, like, suburbia satire, that was, like, really, really, really good. Because it was about him and his family, right? It was about him and his family, and, like, it felt like a suburban horror film. It was just, it was really, really good. And then DC had him take over Batman, and I really love his Batman run. There are some choices that he's made that I don't particularly care for, but his Batman run has been very popular, and he's also writing Mr. Miracle, which is a very, (laughs) it's a, I know you guys laugh about Mr. Miracle, but it is a very, very serious deconstruction of the, the tragedy of war. And what it does to the soldiers and, like, how people wow. overcome that. Out of Mr. Miracle. Phil, do you remember Mr. Miracle? The Stan Lee thing? No, yeah, yeah the escape exactly. artist dude, yeah. I do, I do remember, yeah. <laughs> But, no, this is what Phil always says, like, every time you talk about a comic, Sly Ryan, you're always like, oh, this comic is actually deep deconstruction of the psychology of this war but, war criminal. He's Mr. an Miracle. escape artist with a mechanical head. <laughs> but Mr. Miracle is, is right now, is, like, pro- one of my favorite DC books. Fuck you. And it's one that, <laughs> no, seriously, it is, like, it has crossed the threshold between, like, just comic fans. It's a thing that lots of people really We're not like, doubting you. It's just dumb to hear Mr. Miracle okay, deconstruction it's always, no, that's of like war. Like, like, again, I... I, I like Daryl said too. I don't doubt that it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. more so, like it's yeah. always the same thing where it's like, um, uh, you know, Hat Dumb Man is <laughs> yeah. now like the 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 best way to interpret yeah. the psychology of parent parental trauma. Like, <laughs> yeah, this guy yeah, maybe, stacks hats like, on top of okay. hats. So <laughs> the we talk about Tom King a lot in our Discord, and he's kind of polarizing because he writes very very good stuff. But our dear listener John 
always talks about how he recognizes the king's a good a good writer but he very frequently writes broken emotionally unstable men that need women to come fix them and he finds that problematic mm. and it's really interesting so going into this event the premise that dc had been building in the background was there's this place called sanctuary where superheroes go for like therapy and like a relaxation spa and to deal with tragedy mm-hmm. i like this idea a lot by the way just this is say. a great I idea think, too. i think ptsd would be super 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 common yes. among superheroes yeah and... we were talking about this off off the uh, mic uh daryl saying we said on mic too we said during the, the, the doctor doom episode that uh these shows will be traumatized all the time mm-hmm. like yeah, all yeah, the shit like they constantly yeah. and i was really really into this premise because i'm a huge tom king fan and i was really ready but i was also cautious because he's one of those writers that as soon as they announce this event we're like who's he gonna fucking kill because he's gonna kill people like we can just you can just tell based on the marketing and everything i mean it's a crisis title you always got to start by killing a bunch of like c-listers in the very beginning and then like an a-lister somewhere in the so i'm going to keep my personal fanboy opinions until the end Mm -hmm. on why i hate this but i also have problems with it as like a more objective person but they had been hyping this where literally some of my favorite characters were like at the end of their story arc in their respective books, we're literally like put on a bus and the main cast would be like, have fun in Tom King's book. Hope you don't get murdered. (laughs) And like, I mean like literally Wally West is put on like a shuttle and Barry Allen's like, I hope that he, everything goes well wherever he's going. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh God. Oh God. So that, I was cautiously optimistic about this book. And then issue one came. I was cautious going into this because right on the cover, it shows like all the heroes gathered around and it's like Superman holding up like a gold mask. And they're out and like, you can see Sanctuary in the back. And there's two people at, at the front of the cover, which is like an interesting combination of people. On the right is Booster Gold, which yep. I, I only know him from Death of Superman. Yeah, you proud of me for remembering who he was? <laughs> yeah, you. so so people <laughs> forgot. Booster Gold is a guy with like force fields and like energy blasts. Yeah, the, uh, the he, tech weapons. Yeah, and to uh, clarify something, I don't think it was clarified before. He's actually from the future. Yeah, basically, he's like a football jock guy that accidentally became like half Doctor Who, half protector of the time stream. That's like basically his whole premise, and nobody knows that he's not just some dumb jock guy. Yeah, and opposite of him is Harley Quinn, specifically the Suicide Squad version. So I was like, yeah, the, oh, the movie, boy. Yeah, they changed the comic version to be more like the movie version because everyone was dying yeah, for not, not just more like it. It's like, it's her, 100%. Yeah. For, for what it's worth, that was her new costume like seven years ago, and the movie was based on that. Mm. I think it's a terrible costume. It's basically her in a bra, but yep. whatever. I, but I think, I think they made that costume in the comics to pitch it for a movie. Like a lot of those. Oh, okay, new- that's fair. A lot of those two costumes were very movie-esque. Like, that's when Superman got rid of his tights, too. Uh, his uh, tidy whities mm. uh, So I think they're all... Because that was before Man's, around Man's Steel time. Like, they all were, like, pitching movie costumes at that point in the comics. Okay. So, like... And, like and I hate it, and I still hate it, and people like it now, but fuck them. Uh, I hate the sexy Harley Quinn. I liked her yeah, when she was just a actually in the fucking full body. When she's dressed like a Harlequin? Yeah. Like, because I was trying to think about Harley Quinn, because she, she's very prominent in this issue. And I, like... Do you guys have like any strong feelings towards her? Because no, some people, I, I some people like her. love her. Okay, I really like Harley Quinn when she was an exploration of a woman overcoming an abusive relationship, and most of the time, Paul Dini wrote her as someone that was like stuck under that like cycle of violence that eventually overcomes that and becomes a strong character in her own right. For some reason, DC is just like she's Deadpool now. Yes, uh, mm. and I also I hate because a lot of people are like, "Oh, I like this character." 
therefore she must be an inspiring heroic character like ignoring that this person took part in like mass murders and stuff like that yeah she's so, only like, good as like a yandere hentai version <laughs> like, <it> just... <laughs> i hate you threw an hentai in there when you didn't need to <laughs> but, but, but i hate when people uh whitewash characters history and they, they, i feel like people did a lot for holly quinn to make her more heroic than she actually is just because they like her yeah i kind of don't like her because she just comes across a lot and i don't think as deadpool i think just as sexy joker because she's like she's <laughs> yeah, too chaotic to be like deadpool's a bit it, chaotic but he's not like but do you not like the Joker? I do like the Joker. Because then wouldn't uh, wouldn't uh, the Joker sexist? be improved if he was sexy? <laughs> not really. But the thing, like, I, I liked Harley Quinn when she was like crazy, but like not sexy. Like she was just a yeah. Like I didn't necessarily need the titillation. Which is weird because you're the guy who fucking reads like uh, deep trauma comics because you're it was about my lesbian experience of loneliness. Yeah, and you're like the lesbian part. But that wasn't. <laughs> but that wasn't. We didn't read that because it was titillating. We read it. Because <laughs> I know Daryl said he, he was depression. hoping for some of that. Daryl admitted he was hoping for some of that. So hey, yeah, I, so, I, I, I like titillation. I, know... I like it like in Keijo. I like it when it can apply. Like when you're ready. Yeah, for I, it. I think that they're they're going in knowing it's gonna be fan servicey and silly. I feel like is better than just like having it just like look. This is an exploit of trauma but also she's in a bra and she has big stars for nipples like it's weird yeah so the book begins and it's wait you missed the cover uh, of the, the <laughs> there's like, multiple covers there's <laughs> multiple variants because they sell like one of the ways to, to get people to, to like uh like yeah uh, they get josiano to buy it like 10 times uh, so well, this is Joe. the best one booster gold flying in the air with his arms in every direction <laughs> like bleeding out of his mouth and harley quinn on his back stabbing him yeah oh. i'm like what the fuck <laughs> So the story opens with Booster Gold sitting in the cafe, and one of the things you can notice is that his costume is a little bit damaged, and he has, like, scrapes. Yeah. So he was recently in a scuffle, and then Harley comes in, and it's just this dialogue of the waitress that's pouring him coffee and stuff. She goes, there's another hero coming, and he goes, that's not a hero. And she goes, oh? And he goes, that's a villain. And immediately I think of my hero academia, like how there's <laughs> heroes and villains and, like, nothing in between. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Yeah. So she's like... Is there going to be a fight? And he's like, yeah. And then we get the, the title page of Heroes in Crisis. And then, so in between, like interspersed throughout this issue is tapes that people recorded at it's Sanctuary. It's like a talking heads kind of. Like, reality show, like confession, like, oh, I don't like this this guy. He's a fucking dick to the camera. The, yeah, the reality show or like the office style of just like yes. scene and then character talking about something. Yeah, where, where she talks about, like... I don't believe in trauma. I, I, everyone thinks trauma is something that's real. It's not. And everyone cries about their mommy oh, and their you, dad. You know, you know Harley Quinn, the registered uh, yeah, psychiatrist? Yeah. And she says, I should have just been beating their fucking heads and fuck them. And she, but then, as she's saying them, I would beat them with a sledgehammer. Bang! And she actually says, bang, bang. And she starts crying and mm -hmm. she just keeps saying it. And then it cuts back to, like, Booster Gold and her talking. And <laughs> this this opening scene was so weird because all I could think about is it sounded like a joke where it's like, Booster Gold and Harley Quinn walk into a bar. This whole scene feels so surreal. So surreal. Yeah, where it's, yeah. it's like the waitress asks her if she wants pie or pudding. And she goes, I'll have pie because I've always hated pudding. And then she stabs him. <laughs> Yes, and that's the thing is, I, I I need to clarify this or confirm this with you guys one more time. <laughs> Harley Quinn, she is just crazy with a knife, right? She's just she a woman, powers, crazy right? woman. She has no powers, right, yeah. at all. You saw yeah, no Suicide powers. Squad. You get, and, you get and the idea. Booster Gold. Just to just to restate this, future spaceman <laughs> with high technology. He shoots beams and it has force fields, right? <laughs> yes. 
Okay. And he, and he was prepared for a fight. He's like, I'm waiting for a fight. Like, it's I, like, can't, I could not understand the scene. I'm like, I must be missing something. Yeah, she's stabbing him. Like, he's not prepared at all. This, he says, this matchup is so amazing because there no, is not no just, way it works. Not just is, he, is she stabbing him because you can, okay, maybe he's so dumb he lets a sneak attack happen. But as they fight, he's shooting beams at her and she's dodging all of them. I'm like, is she, she's a regular human, right? <laughs> yes. But, oh, but she's, ac- she's like acrobatic, kind of like Batman. Where it's like you're you're so good. But I don't know. It does, that's he, he like does an AOE effect and pulls him fucking diner. Also, Batman is like a trained ninja. Yeah, but yeah. she's a trained psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's one thing. That's one thing I want to talk about. A lot of shitty uh, stories also have like Joker go toe to toe with Batman. Whereas if you see like if you see like good good ones like The Dark Knight, Batman '89, even the original appearance, a lot of times when Batman and Joker go toe to toe. It's after Batman got into a vehicle crash and he's fucking like beat up yeah. and shit. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's how you have a fight. Like, uh, like we could say Booster Gold. Like Booster Gold, like doesn't seem to be that injured. Like he's uh, no. And and she like she in in even just fisticuffs when they're like going like at each other. He can't keep up with her. Like yeah. she's like shoving his face into the ground, stabbing him repeatedly. Like he's just crying on the ground basically. <laughs> and I'm like, he has some fucking superpowers. <laughs> He has super tech, not superpowers. He, that's okay. the reason why. That's the reason they're why strong. Hate, they're really strong. Like that's, what, that's, what, that's the reason why I hate like modern events. Like even though like uh, people hate like the events I like, the ones where weird shit happens, like fucking aliens come from Mars and like say I'm the uh, monitor from Earth two one two. Modern events always have characters uh, elevated based on their popularity. Yeah, which is why like, Harley Quinn is here fighting him essentially. Yes, and I hate this shit so much. Yeah. So well, while they're fighting, it cuts back to Superman flies over, he, like he's coming over to Sanctuary, and he noticed like there's a bird on the ground that pulls up like the, the spine and entrails mask. of this. Yeah, it's very clearly ripping apart a shrinking hero named Blue Jay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he, he cuts to Blue Jay giving his uh, confessional, yeah. saying, "I shrink. I'm Blue Jay." Uh, he says he uh, when he f- sleeps, he wakes up shrunk, and he's drowning in, in, in the bed. And it's because he has a trauma where he was drowning or something like that. Now, one of my problems with this is we talk a lot. We talked about this a lot in the Identity Christ episode where we're like, oh, they just kill a bunch of characters without like giving them character moments. But for this, they're like, I guess he's trying because we see Blue Jay's dead. And then he talks about it. And like, I don't give a shit about Blue Jay. Like, he's not a character that I care about. Mm-hmm. But like, they rip him apart. And then they're like, here's a character moment. I guess I don't know if I hate that more. Or less. Is, is it just mean, or is it just? Yeah, I think yeah. it's just mean. That's why I'm, I want to see how this goes. Because if this is Bujay's last confessional, it's shit. It's fuck this. That's what. I'm, that's why. Because when you tell a story with Booster Gold, usually it has time travel shenanigans in it. That's like built into the premise. But, but even if even if they have a, uh, like an arc to Bujay's character, they keep having flashbacks where Bujay. Like, like they have to uh, keep show what happened to the, at the sanctuary eventually. They killed the, a. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. Blue Jay. Blue Jay's yeah. gone. Yeah, Blue Jay's no, gone. But, but the guy, sorry, the guy, it's sorry. Like, what Superman sorry. says during the big splash page, where he's looking at like all these dead people laying on the ground in your sanctuary. He says they're but, all gone. By mere flashbacks, if they have a flashback, <laughs> no, they're show, not. It's not. You're, I'm sorry to disappoint. This is a flashback. <laughs> Fuck you. What are you saying? It's not. They're having a flashback right now. I'll, you're I'll a punch myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, oh boy. <laughs> Why would they not have flashbacks? They're having flashbacks right now. And I'm they, saying they, if Blue Jay comes back, I will be shocked. But they have, he has to go back if they're going to show what happened at Sanctuary. How can you show what happened at Sanctuary if Blue Jay was at Sanctuary? They have that Blue Jay come back. If he's just back to show how he dies, it's bullshit. If they show more about his trauma, I think it might have potential. Phil, how are you so good at pressing slide buttons? <laughs> oh, no. He grew up with them. He's a nice reality. He's taking the flashbacks. <laughs> well, there's a flashback happening right here. Slide, he's doing this just to get you mad. <laughs> 
Fuck you. <laughs> it's taking the bait. Because I'm, I'm just trying to defend something that I'm, I'm not sure in. And <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's, that's what's prime, weird about like, you arguing so <laughs> hard against them. It's like Sly raises a Sly raises a really valid point here, and this is why like I hate this issue so far. But I haven't like said like I'm not going to read this because it's depending on how it goes forward, it could fix a lot of the bad faith that I have in it, but it could also make it way way more egregious. So mm-hmm. like. It's that's one of the things that's interesting about reading event month to month is we have no idea where this goes. Yes, and and, and I and I agree with Ryan and everyone that this is probably gonna go bad. I am, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm just saying there's a chance there's still an opportunity if Tom King is as good as everyone says he is maybe he'll take that avenue. Yeah, maybe he's listening right now and he'll write Blue Jay in. <laughs> so if we get some more flashbacks, like one of one of the dead bodies on the ground is Hot Spot. He's this like young black kid that has the power like firepower. And he's just been saying, like, I'm hot spot. I have a catchphrase. I'm just warming up. And he, he uses Which it. Which is also gets, the name of the issue. Yeah. He, he gets, oh, like, yeah. scared in fights. Yeah, and in flashback, yeah, in flashback, he says, like, I say that because I'm scared and I don't know what else to say. So it's just to suck myself up. Yeah. And then we get, like, a sad moment of Superman standing over his body. And he's like, there's a thing he used to say, wasn't there? I can't remember. And what they like is Hotspot's his body. It shows their body and he's crying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, which is interesting to touch, depending on how they play, play out later. If he's and, uh, you know, show talks. some fucking respect, guys. It's not just Hotspot there. It's also some girl I don't know. And <laughs> C- C- Commander Steel and Lagoon Boy, okay? <laughs> Lagoon, Lagoon Boy died Lagoon for us. Are you sure it's, not, it's Commander Steel, not Captain Steel? <laughs> oh my God. Which, no, which Steel is this? Which, which, which member of the Steel Battalion? It, it's Man of Steel. That's Superman's oh, line. Oh, it might be Citizen Steel. Oh, yes, the Citizen Steel, Commander Steel, and Captain Steel, and just plain Steel. They all have the same exact costume. I don't know which one this is. What about. Oh, well, wait, Steel the Superman character? That's no. why I had to change it, because originally he was just Steel. <laughs> then the Steel Superman character. Oh my god. I, okay, please but, get my, me out of hell. Is, before I read this issue, people in our Discord were like, listen, I don't get why everyone's so fucking butthurt about Lagoon Boy. And I was like, why would they bring back Lagoon Boy to kill him? <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing about it. Like, you can say like no one cares about these characters, but they brought him back just to kill him. If you were a fan, it's like fuck you. <laughs> it's it's like we we've had this talk so many times on this show where it's like, <laughs> where do you draw the line between like uh, effective like grittiness and like just mean spiritedness? To yes. me, it's mm-hmm. if you're gonna use a character, use them for a reason. And like, I feel like if you're killing a bunch of people, making it where it doesn't actually matter what character that is, <laughs> yes. to me is like that's when it's mean spirit. Uh, you don't like, know. Lagoon Boy could have done something at the end of his no, life. But that's what I'm saying. Is like okay, so like I don't actually care that much about Lagoon Boy a little bit, but like <laughs> Blue Jay, bit. Blue Jay was on the Justice League right before this. He was mm-hmm. on the Justice League America team. If that is like part of like if that's part of the plot that like he was on this team and like one of his teammates is a character in the book that's avenging him or whatever to me then i'm like okay you pick this character for a reason mm-hmm. if it's yeah. just because i wanted to kill a dozen characters then why not just make new ones and kill them well what one, one defense of that is this whole setup is it's a place that all heroes have gone to if it's only heroes no one have ever heard of that's yeah. true that's then true. Him. like i think i, I want to defend this because the premise of this point. The premise of this is fascinating. It, it, that's why they're probably gonna fuck it up. But this could be like, if this was a graphic novel one shot, it didn't have to tie into anything. If it was an Elseworlds, I'll have no no qualms about this. But obviously, since it's canon, it's uh your reservations because it's fucking up these characters yeah. that have potential. But also because it's because it's comics, you know, it's what is it nine issues long? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows what this yeah. is gonna look like? Yeah. So like the premise is 
the final is a bite. It's a place where people came to discuss their trauma because they can't handle being heroes without talking for psychiatrists, basically. And something happened. Now they're all dead. And now Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman are going through the bodies trying to figure out who killed them. I think that's an interesting murder mystery setup. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be someone that it couldn't have been. Probably. <laughs> you probably. It's going to be Gene Lorraine again. She's going to be like, Superman, I I how did you do this? <laughs> so while there's like all these bodies on the ground, Harley is fighting Booster Golden, like singing while she's fighting him. And then he, they rocket up into the sky. And one of the weird things about like their fight is that he just won't take the knife away from her. I don't know if it's yes. that hard to get it away. Cause she's yeah, like, well, that's the thing is he, he gets her on the ground where you're like, okay, so he's he's been being nice, but now he's like, I'm gonna take you to the Hall of Justice, but he literally just like puts puts her on his back. It's like let's <laughs> go. Off. Yeah, he, he could break that knife if he wanted to. Like, yeah. what the fuck? He can break these cuffs. Yeah. <laughs> can he put her in like a fucking Force Field bubble or something? God damn! Yeah. And he just flies away and's like stabbing in the back while we're flying. Yeah, because he's, he's like, like okay. I gotta take you to the Hall of Justice with knife in tow, and she's just stabbing <laughs> yeah. him. This thing goes stabbing spree with the security at the uh, Hall of Justice, and I'm gonna. Do it it definitely reeks of like they just needed to fill pages with violence. No, to what they him. wanted is for Harley Quinn to beat Booster Gold in a fight <laughs> yeah. somehow, and it's like the only way. The only way is if he's like la la la, keep stabbing me, help, help, help. This is not a destruction scenario where yeah. Was, what was yeah. yeah. Okay, I want to talk about this next page real quick. Okay. I'm, and I'm going to get a little mad, but Good, only there a is a nice touch. Superman enters the sanctuary, and it's like a farmhouse in the middle of a big farm. And it's, and it's Ryan's like, most traumatizing scene I've ever yes. seen. <laughs> he said, no sign of the greeter, no reaction, so he goes inside, and he finds two bodies. <laughs> this is Roy Harper, Arsenal, and Wally West, The Flash. No! The, thing, the thing that I, the, the touch that I really like if Superman goes to say it's Roy, Roy, and what, what, and he stutters, and then he says Arsenal and Flash are confirmed. He can't, he can't break himself to say uh, their names. He has to yeah. make it cold. Make it cold. And that is something I really like. Yeah. Now, the, the only, this is the most fanboy complaint I'm going to make. And, like, it's not because they killed my favorite character. It's it because, is partially, at least. Okay, it's partially. <laughs> but for both Roy, who's one of Sly's favorite characters, and Wally, who's my favorite character, DC fucked them up real bad a few years ago. If you listen to our very, very early episodes, or the Cry for Justice episode, the, the back issues that we did, Roy had his daughter killed, he had his arm ripped off, right. and when they rebooted, they just made him, they undid all that, and made him just like this dumb jock. And they made him a fucking bro, and that's one of the reasons why I haven't been yeah. into Arsenal since, because he has the fucking bro hat and glasses on. Yeah, right now, it, look, he's on his body. And Flashpoint and the reboot completely erased Wally West completely. Now, with Rebirth, what they did, one of the big things that they did to, like, win back a lot of good faith was they brought back Wally West as a Flash character and had him, like, really become a major character and the, like, heart of the Flash family again. And they established Roy as a team leader for his team of Titans, and they made him much more of the classic Roy. So they have been spending about four years rebuilding these two characters that fans were clamoring for and really... Like, they were doing a very, very good job at fixing all the things they fucked up, and then they killed them both in the same panel, and I'm just like, what a waste of years of storytelling to fix things you fucked up in the first place. Mm -hmm. That is my big fanboy complaint about this, because it just... It's like, why did you spend three years building them? Just leave them gone or shitty. It's just, That's, to me, it seems like Tom King is shitting on the other writers, one of which is Dan Abnett, the creator of Death's Head 2. <gasps> <laughs> How dare you offend him? 
Uh, well, Nessa is... 2 didn't die, so at least we're there. We yeah, that's the only thing that matters. <laughs> he's safe. But this is, this he's, is he's in Sanctuary still. That, that's what Ryan's mistake was. He had faith for DC, and I didn't. Yeah. It was it, just to me, it just seems like the classic event move where it's like, fuck the other writers. Nobody cares. We want to sell books. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always disappointed. <laughs> that's why, uh, that's why uh, when I saw this. I, uh, if I was following this and I saw uh, Roy getting fixed, because I haven't read any of the post, I, I saw Jock, bro, Roy, I'm like, fuck this, I stopped reading. <laughs> uh, but I haven't seen him getting fixed, maybe Ryan's right. But uh, I haven't read any of his fixing or while he's fixing. So I've uh, so to me, they're already dead. They're basically already dead. I'm finding the bodies again. Like, okay, dead guys <laughs> are dead again. So like, But this is also one of the reasons why I think a lot of this is going to get undone. Because, like, I feel like that's so callous to the other writers that have spent literally 50 issues building these characters. So Ryan still has faith. DC will shoot him over and over again. He's like, I still trust you, DC. He's optimistic. He's like, he's like Booster Gold flying there, and DC's Harley Quinn stabbing him in the back, and he's like, maybe she'll stop. I can't tell. Maybe. So, so and we have Roy's flash uh, flashback, and he says, I'm Roy, uh, I'm Arsenal, I'm a superhero, and an addict. Because uh, Arsenal was a drug user back in the 70s, mm-hmm. um... And he says, like, the reason why I started uh, doing drugs was because... He, he has no superpowers, so... Yeah. And he says, you tend to get hurt in this game. So he started yeah. taking painkillers, and then uh, he had to keep getting different pharmacists to keep supplying him with painkillers. And then he realized he's killing his kidneys, mm-hmm. so he starts using a needle instead. And he's, he's like, oh, so that's what you do. You, you go to, to a needle to save your kidneys and maybe some money. But really, isn't that what superheroes do? Save things? Which is a kind of a weird line to say. This is my favorite page because it's like, it's such a, I feel like this is a realistic like spiral of problems yeah. that you're, and it especially is. because it's especially focusing, now. it's focusing on a guy that doesn't have superpowers, that isn't like, can't go up to par with all these other people. And it's like, once you're taking like painkillers to stay alive in the game, then you're killing yourself slowly. It's, it's like, it's this worth it? It would definitely happen. It yeah. actually reminds me a whole lot of, I've met a lot of athletes that have become addicted to opioids mm-hmm. for basically the exact same reason. And like, that's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. And then they show there's three dead robots. It's like Mom and Pa Kent for some reason. They yeah. like them, yeah. I didn't understand, but I'm like, whatever. Yeah, and I don't know if this is part of the mystery, but they said the puddlers are all dead, and puddlers are those that uh, skim the molten metal off of swords when they're making them. I don't know what that is either. I, Ryan, Ryan okay. follows the stuff more than I do. So I, don't <laughs> I don't. I. I've, I'm not familiar with the puddler. I don't well, know. maybe it's part of mystery. Yeah. If, if it's a good story, we'll be part of mystery. Like, what's a puddler, huh? Yeah. Well, they're saying so. It's they're so the puddlers are the ones that skim the molten metal and remove the impurities so that the iron's strong. Yeah, you kill so the shitty I, heroes that have PTSD to so make the yeah, stronger. Yeah, I really think no. that's probably gonna be it. Yeah. 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 That, that's what I. I don't think that this is like a mystery. I think they're yeah. they're mocking these people that they killed. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you're the weak, so eat shit. Maybe, maybe there will be like a Deville name, where where uh, the puddler's name. Then, then we get like our, our twist at the end of the book, where it's Booster like bleeding in the water, and Harley's like on the ground near the fence, and they're both like really like tired. And he he's saying that he was trying to save her even after everything that happened. And she's wondering, how deep did you crack, Goldie? I saw you with all... with. I stupidly ran from you like a coward or a freaking clown. But uh-huh. she was saying that he's the one that killed everyone at Sanctuary. Yeah, so, and then we get so, like a page of Booster Gold being like, I'm the greatest hero you never heard of. And you're Sanctuary. And like, I'm great. Okay, I'm here. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm talking. Yeah. Help me. And that's the first issue. As as the mystery is, um, everyone's worried at Sanctuary. Booster thinks Holly did it. And Holly thinks Booster did it. Who did it? This, this See, could be the- good. The reason why I think this sucks 
is because <laughs> the mystery isn't is the worst part. Like the premise, the idea is the most interesting part, but it's not a story about the PTSD. It's a story about a murder mystery. I was thinking, but I think if the if the, the PTSD ties into it, like if one of the people snapped, at that's what I thought. It, that's what I thought yeah. was going to go. I think it's what they're implying with boosters that he snapped so bad he ended up killing the other heroes. And the person who did it obviously has a judgment call on the hero. They're saying they're weak, they deserve to die. So the trauma is going to factor into why they were killed. Mm-hmm. So, like, it has all these potentials to be about the trauma. Plus, plus you can't do, like, nine issues while not talking about the repercussions yeah. of trauma. It's just, it's one of those things, like, Identity Crisis, the reason why I liked it is because it was much more about the family than the mystery. And I just hope that this follows suit and is much more about the emotional fallout, which Tom King usually does. Mm-hmm. It's just. He really, there's a lot of gore in this issue, and like so much. And to back up your case, I also the worst part of this for me is the dialogue between Booster and Harley, which is supposed to be the central driving force, and I can't stand either of them in the story. So yeah, I didn't even think about like how you said that it could have been Carly that did it as like the murder mystery. I'm like, how can she do? Like, how can she kill all those people? But I guess she she did fight Booster Gold, so who knows? I know the idea is supposed to be like Booster wasn't going hard on her because he's trying to save her. But it's like, you still don't have to let yourself get stabbed in the yeah. kidneys for 10 minutes. And <laughs> yeah. also, like, what we complained about at the beginning is, like, how could Harley beat this guy with the force fields and stuff? How could either Booster Gold or <laughs> Harley kill any of these people? Or the especially the Flash. <laughs> Who killed the Flash? He's so strong. Yeah. That's part of the murder mystery. <laughs> yes. It was the Flash himself. He went back in time and, like, just I just feel like himself. this is just asking for a bunch of plot holes in it. And, and also, there is... Uh... Prove that there's gonna be flashbacks. Why he didn't talk in this issue? And he's definitely gonna talk. He's not just fucking dead off pants. Flashbacks. What if Tom? King, what if Tom King just hates me so much? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. And as as he dies, he goes, "Fuck you, Ryan." <laughs> <laughs> if you look right. in the panel, it spells out, "Fuck you, Ryan." <laughs> Every <Yeah>. page. <laughs> the the final page is just like the puddlers were Ryan all. No, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, fucking Malcolm Malara. This is my face when I'm fucking with you. The puddlers is actually them peeing on Ryan's face. Like you put around him. Uh, pee on I'll Ryan's bag. <laughs> pee on Ryan's bag. I'll let Tom King pee on me if he brings Wally back. If he pees on you, I'm peeing on you. <laughs> I'm jumping on I'm going on his boat. This is not going to okay, be a Okay, enough of this. Let's goodbye. Let's goodbye. So, let's goodbye. Thank you so much for backing the Patreon. Uh, we're curious on if people like this whole issue by issue thing. Uh, we're kind of committed to it now, so hope you like it for the next couple months. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, as always, you know, let us know any ideas, and thank you for the support. Yep, thank you all. And we'll see you all next time. I've been Sly. I've been Ryan. I've been Phil. And I've been Daryl. Stay in Patreon mode. <laughs> Supporting us. <laughs> it's pretty good. Hello, and welcome to the Vice of Issues Patreon episode. Uh, we're going back to Heroes in Crisis. That's what we call ourselves now, the four of us. So, we're doing uh, Here's a Crisis issues number two and three. And we have some controversy. Uh, there's, like, uh, there's, like, there's like a British guy who said controversy. Oh, it's such a controversy. I think that's a funny way to say it. My professor in college would always say magnetism and integrals. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah, so we have a lot to cover. Let's just jump into this shit. Uh, but spoilers. We're doing issues two and three. Yeah, but spoilers. Uh, Ryan fucking hates this shit. I will defend some of it. Oh, I will. Okay, I like some of it. Okay, but, okay. so but we might be all... Not. We, I, we might more be on more even footing than we suspected when we when, when I texted Ryan saying I like some parts and he said fuck you to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I did also our our usual. There's a difference between 
capital F U C K and lowercase F U K. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. you. Lowercase is like no, fuck you though. Yeah, not yeah. Not like you, you okay. know what, Sly, you need to fuck off. Yeah, that's fair enough. Fuck, I, I do deserve a fuck you. Uh, you know, uh, from that. Okay, so issue two. Uh, uh, the cover is Harley Quinn standing over Batman with her lasso of truth around his neck, which is symbolic for what will happen. Oh, I pro- have a variant cover with Bane. Uh, that's, that's some cool shit. Bane, for some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> so the variant covers for the series are like tragic events in superheroes with like Polaroids. I so like this that, is like actually. image 805, spinal fracture, sanctuary file. And like, that's a cool effect. Yeah, I think that's like it's, it's yeah, it's Bane breaking Batman's back. So speaking of selling books, Harley is here just to fucking uh, show how awesome she is in sub books, and it opens with uh, Poison Ivy giving her testimony, and she's like, uh, "I'm a terrorist. I fight Batman with vines and kisses." And Harley comes in and say, "Yo, what's up? What's up, dog?" Yeah, and, and she keeps booping her in the cheek. <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, Harley and uh, Ivy have a history of being together. So yes. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. I think this isn't as random as a lot of the other yeah. times Harley shows. I've watched the TAS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the TAS, the the animated <laughs> series. ATM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this is actually a logical way for her to be introduced to a Sanctuary because Poison Ivy is filled with all this guilt and she wants to go to it. And Harley's like tagging along basically because she's, I guess, I guess it's hinted at the lovers, I think. Yeah, and, and, and Tom King previously in his Batman run did like explicitly establish that they have been together. Yeah, and they're always teased in the anime series and stuff like that. Yeah. So the story opens uh, with the title page, Harley goes to the Penguin. Uh, the penguin, uh, I, uh, man, this yeah. is just such a confusing, like, plot thread thinking about it in retrospective. Because she goes to the penguin to get a place to hide out, or like, hide out in quotations from the Justice League, even though she wants to get found. And she gets caught like, almost immediately, so this whole scene could have been caught for time. And... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's just, like, weird that she shows up and she's like, yeah, yeah. God damn. <laughs> it's dumb. Also, is she like in the Arctic? I, I guess Penguin's in the Arctic. He probably has a biome. <laughs> but then he, like, they're holding a guy hostage. Like, they, they're holding a man hostage in this Arctic, like, ballroom. Yeah, I. Oh, so it's probably the Pe- Penguin has, like, his own, like, uh, fancy resort. The Iceberg Lounge. Yeah, uh, so, so that's probably it. Uh, it's not so he goes the there and takes his workers hostage. Yeah, so it's, yeah. not, it's not clear for, uh, for me really what that is. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, the Trinity will come from now on, just for simplicity's sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're all doing autopsies on the dead people, and, Batman, and Superman's like, you got, you got it. You, you know about this. So Richard Batman, you know everything. Batman's like, no, this <laughs> sanctuary is sacred. I would never peep and pry into sanctuary. Yeah. And, and it's framed where Superman's like, you probably have kryptonite hidden in your bat belt. And he's like, I don't. I prepare, but I don't have kryptonite in yeah. my bat belt. How, how could you, Clark? Accuse yeah. me of that. <laughs> it cuts to Batman giving his testimony. And well, first like, they, they find out that he was killed. Commander Steel or Citizen Steel or whoever this is. <laughs> I, oh, I he's not one of your favorite characters. Yeah. I, I love him, but I forget his name. <laughs> no, yeah, there's, there, there, this character basically because Steel, the Superman character, got created... They had to keep. They had to give him a new name, and they couldn't decide what it was. So yeah. first he was like citizen, then commander. He keeps getting promoted. Yeah, Steel himself was a golden age character, and then they were like, "Gotta keep changing his name." So I don't know what he is in this fucking timeline, but he <laughs> fought. They find that he died, even though he had an impenetrable skin. He died because somebody made him swallow those like fake teeth that hop around. Yeah, the chattering ones. Yeah. And because of Batman talking about um, how his partners all died, which is very weird. He, like he has like four, f- five partners in like uh, five years, 
or something like that. Yeah, all, all uh, he says, everyone else has like a lot of talking during like the, the nine panel page, but all he says is, I train partners to work with me, they become my family. I've watched so many of them die. I'm sorry. And then, he's, then, then he becomes quiet, and mm -hmm. then like three panels of silence saying, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, cuts to Booster talking to his robot buddy. Like, Has uh, Booster always been like a, a male Harley Quinn? Because his <laughs> dialogue here, when he's like, yeah, you know, I got stabbed, and then uh, I watched Harley Quinn kill everybody, but maybe me kill everybody, because that's what she say. Um, um, Booster has always been, like, uh, I don't know how to compare him to, but he probably knows the archetype, the pompous, like, uh, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, Adonis male hero kind of character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like... we call that the Ryan, right? Ooh. <laughs> but like, you, you, see, you, see, you see him in like, uh, sometimes in fantasy, they'll have him be like a pal. They'll be like, oh, I'm the great whatever. Like, Booster's pretty much dead. Like, he calls himself the greatest hero you've never heard of and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, here, it's like, for me, it seems like he has like a cognitive dissonance where he's like, not uh, really reacting to what's happening. And like, the robot is kind of saying like, are you okay, Booster? Like, talk I, th about I think like... King's trying to play it more like the insanity factor of him, where he's like, I'm yeah, so like... crazy, I don't even know what's real anymore. Maybe, like, yeah, so whatever happened, like, just had it made him have a breakdown. Yeah, and he, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I mean more, like, now he's, like, not really confronting what happened. He's just like, I'm crazy now, whatever. And then it comes back to Harley, and she's talking to Penguin. Playing what? Cards what? With what? No, what? not what? the Penguin. She's playing cards with a Penguin. A Penguin! Very good <laughs> A Penguin. What? What? Why did she change outfits to her Because she heard us complain. We complained that she was wearing the sexy outfit. Now she's going back to... But why? <laughs> so she's, she's in her old classic, like... Uh, Batman, the, the Harlequin stuff. outfit. Like, here's it's the thing: one. is what's gonna happen next is almost normal to me compared to this. <laughs> so uh, the Trinity shows up and they're like, "We got you," uh, and they try to arrest Harlequin, but she's too OP for them. Uh, <laughs> she's too she, OP. She literally oh, just no. goes over and hugs Wonder Woman, and she's like, "Oh, Wonder Woman, uh, you know." Booster kill everyone, and, yeah. I, and I'm so sad, and I I killed him for doing it. And while she's doing this, she's She's lifting the lasso of truth off of Wonder Woman secretly, and, and course, nobody knows this. Batman's like a yeah. fucking trained ninja. Superman has actually vision, and <laughs> no one's no one suspects the fucking suspected murderer of doing this. <laughs> yeah, and she takes it from him, and then she like hits Wonder Woman. She wraps the lasso around Batman, and then jumps over and it's holding him back. And so now Batman can't. And here's the stupid thing: so Superman wants to jump in, and she and Wonder Woman says she'll break her neck before you break the lasso. Superman. <laughs> fucking it can out can keep pace with the flash you can break the speed of light also sound. she jumps and kicks wonder woman someone who's so strong that her skin is bulletproof yeah and she just like oh uh, not over. feet proof eh? also a ninja getting caught by this pretty like obvious move where he had a glowing lasso you can't miss he, he had distance on her he was watching her so it's not like this was from behind yeah. and yeah. still he gets lassoed from behind like yeah I, i'm not sure how this like if you had to portray this in a, like a video sequence i can't imagine it <laughs> happening yeah and uh, again why couldn't just like a fucking acrobat pretty much um yeah it, it should cl clarify at least for phil you can easily do this in like a movie thing you can't portray it from like if you zoom out the camera and you show what superman's doing the whole time this is occurring yeah like yeah, him yeah, just standing around like with his fists like clenched being like do i go in now yeah, he's like, he's like the fucking. You know, we have a, a, a five-on-one fight, and everyone's hanging on the sidelines. He's doing that. Yeah, uh, yeah. While Batman. Well, because he says Batman's like, uh, "Don't step in, Superman, because you'll you'll knock down the warehouse that we care about for some reason." 
Yeah, well, and he's it, like, "I got her. Don't worry." Mm-hmm. And so, uh, well, Harley Quinn has last her at Batman, so she forced him to say the truth, and he says, "I've crept my bat belt," mm-hmm. and she uses the kryptonite to hurt Superman, which wouldn't hurt Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman still is unable to stop Harley Quinn <laughs> as she's <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, cool because Wonder Woman's like nursing Superman to hell. Yeah, yeah like, that's the okay? priority. This is this fucking <laughs> this potential murderer. It's fucking run away, and they're like, "What? I gotta protect Superman for some reason." And also, like, she ran away with the kryptonite. Like, she, they're like, "I guess." this is not that important <laughs> and also like think about how fast they are where did she go and she's yeah. just gone yeah they didn't even pursue oh, her <laughs> just which i like one of the things i was thinking about after reading this where i'm like this is so unbelievable that the only way it's believable is if she has like superpowers or something right like this isn't harley yeah. this is like a doppelganger that is there's got to be someone out there that's like the strongest doppelganger in the universe. I thought you were gonna go the opposite direction. I thought the one you this issue is shit. When I, when we, when, we, when I read it, I was like, I'm sorry guys, I was wrong. What's fucking serious? It's clicker trash, and I'm, that might still be true. But um, I just I think it's impressive that he found a fight worse than the Deathstroke Identity yeah. Crisis fight. Yeah. Because that one, the only one you really had to buy into was just like the Flash was dumb enough to run over to like a Claymore mine that Deathstroke had placed or next. Or Green Lantern will come in melee range and let's... Yeah. We don't have to re... re yeah. 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 <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of wrong things. You just have to be okay with the Flash running the speed of light into a sword because he's too slow to not see that. <laughs> yeah, but, wait, but here I was like, there's, only like two, there's, there's, there's another possibility, but like one of the only possibilities that'll make sense for here is that she has psychotic... How could have psychotic break and this is all in her fucking mind. That's the only way it makes sense Oh, yeah. Oh, like that a... could be it too. Yeah. Wait, no, because then like everyone's dialogue when they talk to each other has to be wrong or something. I don't know, and but because uh, yeah, like it's so unbelievable because Superman goes to Batman after she escapes, and she's like she's good as good as you. Yeah. Uh, so that means the hierarchy is like <laughs> the League of Shadows, like Lady Shiva, Deathstroke. Batman can go toe to toe with those guys. Yeah. You, you have those guys, and now like. Harley Quinn is above like Lady Shiva and like Ra's al Ghul. Like Harley Quinn is now the premier fighter in DC. Fuck you, Tom King. He's such bullshit, and you fucking know it. And that's a capital F U C K. Yeah, that's <laughs> a capital one. She's good. So, so the hierarchy of fighters in DC is completely fucked up now. Is it, or is it back to its rightful place with Harley yeah. Quinn near the top? <laughs> So, so we cut to uh, one. First, we cut, we cut to Wonder Woman uh, at the sanctuary, mm-hmm. and she's just like, uh, "We don't talk about our problems with Amazons. We just save people." So fuck this bullshit. And she walks out. Basically, I appreciate the work you give me. Uh, you're giving, but I rather keep my. Wait, no, my she luck. opens up first. Yeah, she opens yeah. up a little bit, yep. but she says like she talks about when she was a kid. There was this big fight that was outside. And she stayed in bed and bit her lip instead of going out to help the fight. And she's been, like, ashamed of it every, ever since. She yeah. has nightmares about it. About, like, just being powerless and hiding. And that's why she fights oh. so strong now. And she says, I still, others are suffering more. So I prefer to bite my lip still. And she walks away. Yeah. And we cut to Booster, who's going on his own, like, uh, this is dissociative mental And disorder. he's like, hey, I know. I need someone who knows about bodies. And who knows about bodies? The Flash. And he's like, hey, Flash. Not not uh, the dead Flash, the alive yeah. Flash. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, the alive? I don't even know which Flash this is. So this is Barry Allen, the forensic okay. scientist. He goes to and, Barry Allen, and he's like, hey, you know, what's up? Uh, Harley killed everyone, including Wally West. And, and Phil's not exaggerating. Like, Booster's story like, is really like, hey, guys, what's up? Yeah. Everyone's dead. <laughs> oh, you know, and, like everyone who was there with Harley that got killed. Killed. <laughs> and, the, and, and the robot, but, and uh, this is why I think it's kind of on purpose because the robot is uh, connects the dots and he's like, Booster, shut the fuck up. Because like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. this was this is Barry's uh, nephew. Show some died. respect. That's Skeet. He has a yeah. name. 
<laughs> so uh, Barry's nephew, Wally, was the one that died. The, the Flash that died. So Barry's like, what are you talking about? He runs away. And like this scene is funny because it's like comedic timing. Ba- Barry runs away and, and like a, in the panel, he's back. He's like, what did you do? And he's and crying he can... and punching Booster in the face. Yeah, I just and... don't get how the Flash could ever lose to anyone when he's this fast. <laughs> I, I, I'll never... Speedsters will never... I, I'll never not have a problem. Uh, we'll find out in a little bit. As we see how Wally was killed in the next. Who issue. could be a speedster? Only the most OP character in DC. Uh, so, uh, speaking of most OP characters, DC Harley Quinn says her goodbyes to I guess Poison Ivy. Anything Poison Ivy's dead? She throws off a rose on uh, top of a bridge, saying, "I shouldn't have run from Mr. J. I shouldn't have loved Mr. J. I shouldn't have helped Mr. J. I shouldn't have let anyone change me. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have let anyone hurt me." And it ends with Lois Lane. Oh, well, some we have message. like a stinger of like Lois Lane receiving a letter from the person killing all the puddlers, all the, the superheroes. Yeah. It's just like fucking Identity Crisis all over yeah. again. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for it to be like I know who your husband is. And also, the puddlers is a ridiculous sounding name. I like oh, it. Watch, watch out for the puddlers. It's a unique. It like a, it's a unique. Thing. Not to go off of your joke though about like I can't wait for them to say I know who your husband is this scene is then bookmarked with Clark telling whoever the interviewer is in the sanctuary who we don't know at this point that he is Clark Kent and he is Superman which I I actually this is my favorite page of this comic because I I really like the idea of Superman being like I don't know if I'm more Superman or Clark Kent because he had to keep differentiating the two as it went on and it's like he's like Clark Clark is weak and, uh, and shy and uh, Clark was you know, clumsy. Superman was reliable, and he's like, "Am I Superman pretending to be flawed, or am I Clark trying to be better?" My, my problem with this kind of scene, though, and like, I get why it, it stands out to like for like newer fans. Yeah, but like, Superman has been Superman for like decades. He's married. He has a kid, and it, they act like this is the first time he's ever thought about this. Yeah, and I feel uh, like for him to get this far into like continuity like that that scene would make more sense in an early superman story but this is current day see if batman's like I, I just i never thought about it all these kids are like my family and they're dead it's like yeah you've definitely thought about this before it's more like it's more like having a place to talk about it yeah which i is like it, is that yeah, they're able to like discuss it openly with a, a camera and here's mm. the here's a complicated part because i don't know what the continuity of superman is now this is the old old Superman from the old dimension, right? Yeah, Ryan, this could be the first time he's thinking about this. <laughs> no, okay, this is an established Superman who's been around for a long time. He's the he's from, he's from the old Superman. He, he's a pre-flashpoint Superman. He, yeah. So like that makes him. But that's, that's the thing. Like it's a, one thing. One thing this event does well with the next issue is it explain. It, it goes into these really weird premises for new fans, but here it really had no way to. Uh, like how I guess I mean you could explain also for that. what it's worth they like combine both the, it's a complex thing to explain but right now it's just this is this universe of Superman it's always been this universe of Superman take it up with Mister Mixapolitic if you got a problem with it slide <laughs> okay so that's the thing like, I don't know like what, if, if it isn't oh, just no, 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 it's you Superman guys are missing the best part of this issue actually is the page after where <laughs> it says. Uh, the Dark Knight's strangest case begins when his parents are found murdered again. And it's zombie <laughs> parents dragging Batman down to hell. What is this, that's that... I don't have that. Yeah. It's oh, ad. yeah, it's an ad. Yeah, it's uh, Peter J. Tomasi's run. It's, it's, it's his parents are killed yeah. again. <laughs> Poor Batman, yeah, catch a break. Poor Batman's, Poor Batman's parents, you, come, you keep coming back and dying in every single fucking continuity. When, when I saw the ad, I was like, this is the perfect way to end. Uh, Sly, when you're dead, you don't suffer. <laughs> okay. 
let's do issue three. Wait, first let's. Uh, uh, so I know what your thoughts, Ryan. This is shit, right? Uh, yeah, it doesn't. None of it makes any goddamn sense. What What are your thoughts, uh, Daryl and Phil? What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I echo Ryan pretty closely. It doesn't make any sense. I'm still like interested in where it's going, but like as a murder mystery, I'm like. Uh, it's, just, it's just impossible. You can't... I didn't buy when Harley fought Booster. I don't buy when she fights the train. It's like, I'm just like, all right, whatever. Like, we're going with made-up rules now, so sure. Also, what happens that matters in this issue? Nothing. Oh, uh, We learned that Harley Quinn's power level, true power. No, but, like, that's that's nothing. Like, no, I feel we like... Get, we get the fact that the Trinity is flawed, <laughs> I guess. Okay. You get some power level... I mean, power level character development. <laughs> And to fill that character development. <laughs> when Goku goes through yeah. so much fucking character development, Dragon Ball Z, it's off the charts. <laughs> uh, okay, but my thoughts were uh, when I read this, I wanted to stop this Patreon bonus stuff. Oh. I'm like, uh, it was a mistake. Uh, there's nothing sad about the series. It's f- fucking trash. Um, yeah, so everything that else that's too nine. That happens a lot. First issues of events are good sometimes, and then like they just go off the rails right away. Yeah. So that is but, indicative of what we're trying to do here. Yeah, when I talked about uh, in the first issue, why I thought this is the potential to be and what it, what it could probably like most likely will become, this is what it was likely to become. Mm-hmm. And the third issue was more like what it should have been or mm-hmm. what it should be if it's going down this path. That's but, fair. Uh, That's a fair yeah. analysis of a thing I hate. So issue three, uh, the cover is uh, Batman holding the sanctuary, uh, the mask of the, one of the sanctuary people. People this wear like, like cloaks in the masks in sanctuary in order not to be seen by each other, like to know who's like at this lodge with each other. Except half of them have like fucking X-ray vision. Which, yeah, which I was just thinking, some have X-ray vision or you have like photo You might have lead uh, lining on the walls. That's how you can't get past X-ray vision. Uh, telepathy, right? It's like yeah. Yeah. people's thoughts, whatever. You could just have a psychic, I don't know. Yeah, it, it wouldn't work. You couldn't have these people at the same place together but keep yeah. going <laughs> it's like a D, it's like when you, it's like when you dm a campaign and you have all these op spells and your dm's like you just can't do it fuck you, you can't <laughs> fucking out of here. and so the sanctuary mask by the way are like these gold faceless expressionless uh things and they have like robes on, on top of them the alternate cover who's this m lord dude that wonder woman uh, my lord <laughs> it's maxwell lord <laughs> do they call him a lord <laughs> no okay we might oh this is spoilers we might do this fucking comic one day we but, probably will yeah oh okay so uh so spoilers yeah <laughs> this is what this is like one, 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 one of wonder woman's biggest like moments mm. yeah uh so it opens with like all oh, different characters saying hi sanctuary we got lagoon boy we got lagoon wally boy. west we got booster gold mm-hmm. yeah and we cut to each character uh, doing weird things like Lagoon Boy keeps getting shot over and over again. Why With West... like a laser beam. Yep. Yeah. Lagoon Boy. Why West, Why West is putting the mask on his... I like that Sly's like, all these characters are doing weird things. Lagoon <laughs> Boy getting hit with lasers. Wally West missing his kids. What a weirdo. <laughs> oh, wait, he's putting the gold mask on his face. This is a flashback when he's alive. He's putting gold mask on his face. Come on, Jay, don't be scared. It's just a mask. It's still me. It's still daddy. So he's talking to his kids... Uh, also, I think in, in, in he's reenacting fighting alongside them, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so first we see, see Booster arrive. It's his first. The day that everyone died was his first day. It turns out he shows up, saying, "Hey, I'm here for a good time, guys." Yeah, I just realized uh, actually every page is alternating who the character who it's discussing. Yes. So it yeah. alternates between Lagoon Boy, Wally, yeah, and Booster. Yeah. And for so Lagoon Boy's whole oh, yeah. thing as this is going on is that he is um he's keep, he keeps getting shot with these lasers in like these woods but it's because he was what shot with a laser back when he was with the titans and so was like power boy and little barda 
Yeah. And he says, I see it so many times every day when I wake up, when I go to sleep over and over and over. So for you, I guess I've been shot with a laser 337 times, but for me, it's like always. Yeah, yeah. and he's hoping that one time he'll get shot with a laser and it won't hurt and he won't be scared. Yep. And then yeah. he thinks he'll be over his nightmares. And like, this scene actually, like, Lagoon Boy's plot in this issue, like, really hit me pretty hard because he's basically like, I am so afraid of pain that I have to keep hurting myself until I'm, like, scabbed over. Mm. And like, that's. That's I, I thought it was pretty. I good was picturing stuff. more like like the laser represented like the traumatic moment of when he got shot with the laser. Other people suffered as well, mm. and it's trying to yeah, get like, over that by being like the laser isn't real. Like it's gone. It it, it already happened. Kind of like P- yeah. it's, it, I thought like yeah yeah it's it's a yep. PTSD type thing. Yeah, yeah trying exactly. to get over a, a specific event by over like desensitizing himself to it. Yeah, and why why was his family? He's with his family, but uh, you could tell uh, his kids were had superpowers like him, and he had a wife too. Poor Wally. Um, and that's what I like about this issue is uh, Wally's history is very convoluted because it has Guys, to do with. Wait, real quick, is this Captain Cold? Yes, yes, that's Captain yes. Cold. Okay, <laughs> I know uh, someone. So, uh, so why was has to do with precontinuity, being from pre flashpoint stuff like that? But uh, even if you're a reader, you could see his his visions here. And know what his deal was. You have yeah, to know that he has kids with superpowers, and those kids aren't around anymore. That's all you yeah. need to know. And so, uh, uh, Booster is by himself in a chamber. So basically, this is when it's revealed that it's a Kryptonian crystal chamber. That it's basically like a the room of requirement in Harry I was Potter. About to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it just it or the danger room from X Men. It just makes whatever you want it to make. So like for therapy, you could be in a field getting hit by a laser or you could just be like sitting fighting you know running around fighting crime with your kids or like but whatever you I, need so while reading this i was like this is terrible therapy that it's just like yes. you pick i'm like no you need a guided <laughs> like psych like psychological expert like not just <laughs> some some thing saying if you want to just shoot yourself in the head over and over like that's that's therapeutic it's like this can be really destructive. uh some pe- superheroes need different forms of therapy phil <laughs> I know, but like, not, <laughs> there but is not a voice. There is a <laughs> voice that talks to them, but I agree that maybe it should be a little more hands-on. Well, because yeah. he's yeah. like, "What do you want?" Asking someone, they may not know what they need. Yes. For what it's worth, though, it is Booster's first day. Mm-hmm. I think okay. that that could be useful insight to like, let's see where your psyche goes on the first and, day. And they also like with Google Boy, the voice asks him like, "Why are you to keep doing this?" And the voice, and he explains, "I think I'm doing this because of this." Like. Why, why are you gravitating towards this? And like he asked some questions, like why are you gravitating towards this moment and this image, and uh, uh, what good is it doing for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and I do think this is this is even without this, I do think this is terrible therapy. But I, I, I will I will believe that people would do this. Uh, uh, having like um, AI have I, everyone's secrets and um, be trained to uh, assault them, I think that's asking for trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, it's less uh, interesting just like if you think about like the practical nature of it, I think that's definitely flawed. It's just like it does make an interesting framing device for this issue where you're seeing how three different people choose to cope with their problems. Yeah. And when I say uh, practical, I'm not saying I don't believe anyone will do this. I will believe people will do this because people if you do view technology as a solution to their problems a lot of times. Yeah, I, w- yeah. I will believe in the world with this technology exists, people use it in that form. I'm just saying, I think it's, it's going to be, if, if, if the story's good, it will prove to be a flawed system that was inherently flawed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Booster sees himself and just sort of being the shit out of himself because he hates himself apparently. Well, first he's arguing with himself. And yeah, yeah. First and when, when he comes in here, he just keeps saying like, awesome, outstanding, fantastic. And he's trying to act like a big, tough guy. So now that he doesn't know what to do, he summons himself to talk to himself, and then basically he's, he's revealing that he's just kind of a piece of shit inside. Yeah, he's just, he's just being shit out of himself. Mm-hmm. And as it's happening, alarm goes off. 
and uh, everyone's sort of proceeds from New York's exit. Uh, Le Goup Boy steps out uh, and sees everyone dead on the field from the first issue, and then he gets uh, pierced by it looks like metal or something. And as he as he dies, he starts laughing because it's the same way like the laser hits him all the time in the same yeah, spot. Right, it's the right same the spot. Chest. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and then Flash starts running out, and he goes no, and I'm like. How can he ever lose? He's fucking Flash. Uh, how can he ever lose? Good question. So he <laughs> is uh, on the on the on the front porch holding. He's Roy. holding Roy Harper's dead body, and he's like, "Roy, why did it? The kids, I didn't want. I didn't want to be alone." And then Harley Quinn gets a drop on the speedster and just kills him by like, bashing him on the head with a big hammer. Everyone's yeah. weakness, the big hammer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, could you survive a big hammer bopping you? <laughs> I don't have super speed. <laughs> now, keep in mind, Wally, before he got better powers, he got shot in the back of the head with a gun. Whoa. And he learned, he learned that his speed automatically kicked in when something, like, almost killed him because it was his body's natural reaction to stop that. So, you know, that's the kind of power level the Flash was dealing with when he was still depowered. <laughs> yeah, but no, big, big hammer. Yeah. <laughs> big hammer, come on. He's too sad to not. The answer is she's faster than the speed force. Also, acrobats are not known for like being like brute strength, like like. Yeah, like how she, she needs a big to... hammer, otherwise she just would have punched him. It's not but... that big. For, it's big, but like, how much how much force could she? She's pretty petite. Put it's, behind... it's, it's, it's like some anime shit. Like in fucking it Sonic. really is. Like like Sonic, uh, where Amy has a big hammer bunk through her head. Like she's a frail like uh, girl. Uh, she's a petite acrobat, acrobat not yeah. a fucking uh, you know construction worker with that hammer. Guys, you yeah. keep this is what Tom King's doing to you. Every time you think you have Harley Quinn pegged down, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys are gonna keep making the same mistake. The next six issues. So, so um, she goes to, after she kills Hot Wally West. Uh, Harley turns to Booster and says, "I didn't know you were here." And Booster says, uh, "It's my first day." And she's like, neat, how's it going so far? And he's like, well, everyone's dead. Yep. And then we have a final page of just pretty much everyone that got murdered here. Nemesis, yeah. Solstice, Poison Ivy, Protector, Red Devil, Narc, Commander I Steel, Nark, Gunfire, the Tetsu Man. Magnet. <laughs> when I was seeing him, I'm like, is he the frozen guy that was flying around? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a twist for the yeah. show. Uh, so, excuse me, that guy was a uh, Neanderthal. Uh, Cro-Magnons are almost oh, like us. Oh man, I feel like I made the same mistake in the last issue, and you called yeah. it out on me. That <laughs> and, and so, as much as I uh, defend the spear behind this, like this last issue page pissed me off because it's just more sheep to the slaughter, basically. So like, this this is why I think this issue is so terrible. There is a lot of really good moments. We covered all of them, but the the reason why is because it's like you have these character moments between the three characters that we really see die we see well not we don't see booster die but like this is a character centric issue on the goon boy wally west and uh booster gold and because the issues frame that way it's a lot more engaging you feel for the characters a lot more even though i find that that framing device is very cruel because you already know that they're dead we've already seen their mangled bloody corpses and now they just need to make us feel bad for it mm-hmm. I, I wait I, hold on i don't think it's cruel because if you were going to do that this is how you should do it. you should go back and flash that's why i thought they were, that's what... well i just think it's cruel in general to show a bunch of mangled bodies right away mm-hmm. but the reason why i think it's extra cruel framed this way is cuz now we had the whole issue only focusing on three characters that we watched die mm-hmm. now we have just this last page, like, oh, just a reminder, here are nine more cannon fodder characters for no reason. 
Yes. Like, I, that's, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. And if it's going to be framed that way, we're, and like, yeah, we're laughing about Narc and like, you know, all these dumb names and stuff, but these are still real characters with established histories. And like, like Henry was so mad when they killed Red Devil. <laughs> He's like, why? <laughs> Can he just not be in this book? <laughs> and like, I don't even know who Protector is. Okay, like, no, I want to say Protector. That's, that's funny. It's actually really funny what Protector is. Uh, Protector was the replacement for Robin in like Nestle commercials. Because they didn't have the rights to Robin. What? And for Teen Titans. Uh, basically, like, uh, like Nesquik had the rights to Teen Titans, and, like, Nabisco had the rights to Robin. What? So they created me a protector in the commercials. <laughs> Instead of just using another character, me a protector because for the Nabisco commercials. Maybe you finally okay. ran out of characters to kill. I actually love when uh, comics take old characters <laughs> and they reinvent them in new ways. <laughs> yeah, protector could be good. <laughs> Okay, how do you know? You're judging him, but like <laughs> you're judging the Nabisco commercials, Daryl. Yeah, just yeah, just because Nabisco made him doesn't mean he's not the best hero ever made. So the, the but the issue is for me framing it this way, where it's like, oh, just a reminder, it's not just the characters you care about; it's also all these other characters are also mangled and bloody and dead. And then you flip back and you're like, oh, all nine of these are bloody and dead in the field. Why? Why do that? To me, it's just like why. So I will argue, and then I will uh, defend you. That is my purview. <laughs> the the uh, slide, so the slide method. Gotta knock me down before you build me up. <laughs> Why do you build me a buttercup? <laughs> um, uh, so inherently, I think the, the idea that everyone's dead and you go back and tell their story—it uh, could be. You could argue it's cruel. It's fair enough to argue it's cruel, but mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it could tell an interesting enough story to uh, uh, warrant that format. Also, one other critique that I have is we are yeah. now a third of the way through the story, and yeah. we have not advanced the plot at all since the yeah. first, like, eight pages. Very, very true. But I, I would also argue if the story was better structured, it could be advanced through flashbacks. But Yeah, it uh, could be, but we should not. have learned anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we did learn that the AI exists. We learned that. Okay. That's a huge, that's a huge plot. Sure. I, 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 think, I think that's probably what killed them so far. That's my theory. But we do explicitly see Wally get killed with a big hammer. I know, I know. But Booster goes beat himself up, and then Harley says she saw Booster cover everyone else. No, I think the AI. Uh, yeah. What I'm thinking is, I was wondering about this. Do you think it's gonna be like Rashomon, where we're gonna see it from Harley's point of view when Booster's killing everyone in another issue? Yes, I think so. I think yeah, I think probably. She, she, probably the AI killing Wally West. And Harley or Booster saw Harley do it because the AI or something like that. Oh yeah, the AI can mimic it. Or Maybe. does it even it, like? I feel like does it even have to mimic it? Could it just be like they're so out of they're so wacky? Uh, but I, I think for Booster's sake, whatever AI's purpose is, I think for Booster's sake they want him to see it as Harley. If there's a purpose, uh, it's a good story. If it's not, it's bullshit. We'll see. Uh, we'll but see. Um, but yeah. Uh, to back up, Ryan, though, uh, when I saw Lagoon's flash, uh, flashback, it made me care about him, and I don't even know Lagoon Boy that well. I only know him from Young Justice a little bit mm-hmm. when I watched him in it. And I, I, I thought that was, these were uh, uh, that was like a powerful sentiment that he, he wanted to relive that moment. Yeah. The, pro- the problem is, like, I'm thinking of stuff, I, I compared this to something like Lost or something where every character had flashbacks. Uh, the problem is that n- n- everyone's not on equal footing here. Like, Nemesis is not here on the same level as uh, as Wally or Gunfire or Tattoo Man are not going to get the same attention as the Goon Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just here to add up to the body count. And mm-hmm. it could have been anyone in these roles, pretty much, probably. I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. like... It, um, Why not and, Little and, Barda? Why not whoever else he said? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is just clearing up, clearing out house, which is like, well, out of these... Mass killings in comic events. But are. this just, is especially a mass killing event. I don't know if I've ever read one as a as. Uh, like... Narc needed to die, and you guys are gonna find out why. Uh, hey, spoilers! Yeah, I am Tom King. 
Uh, Narc what? is actually built up in the same book that fixed Wally West and Roy Harper. <laughs> like, um, what was it? The guy who died in the first issue uh, who kept saying, I'm heating up. Like, oh, yeah. All he died... Oh, Hot Pants or whatever? Hot Shot. All he died... The only reason he probably... I'm, I'm willing to bet uh, now that all the reason he died was just to be... That sealer servant forgot about, so Superman could be like, "Oh, he was that sealer servant." That catchphrase. Yeah, he's dead yeah, too. it's yeah. done for tragedy. Yeah, but like that's uh, all, that's the extent of his uh, purpose here, mm-hmm. and uh, all the characters would be lucky if they get that much. Yeah, yeah, I miss that shot. <sighs> R.I.P. Final thoughts for everyone. That's bad. Let's keep reading. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I don't think it's good, but I'm willing to keep reading. I'm not writing yeah. it off yet, especially because I want to see whether or not he does justify Harley being able to fight everyone. Bro, I've already Maybe spent. She's AI. I've already spent twelve dollars on this fucking book. Might as well keep going. <laughs> yeah, uh, if, if, if it was only third issue, I would have more. If, if it was the first issue and third issue, I would have faith. The fact the second issue exists makes me think, nah, it's probably gonna be shit. But yeah, I'm willing to give it at least a chance because. It's an interesting premise, mm-hmm. at the very least. And so, uh, One final note I just want to make is this issue, the other two were all done by Clay Mann on art. This is Clay Mann just does the first and last page, but Lee Weeks does the middle. And the art in this book is still excellent. Yes. And also, I should, speaking of art, have you guys, have, Ryan, have you seen the cover for issue four yet? No. It's Harley Quinn standing over YUS's corpse laughing. Great. <laughs> Thanks. Wait, I'm looking it up. Oh, yeah. Yep. What'd she say? Not so fast anymore. <laughs> oh, cool. you weren't fast enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's, it's true. She's right. <laughs> She's faster than Flash, faster than Superman, better fighter than Batman. Prepare for the new Harley Quinn man. Oh my god! Except this time she has a gun revisionist history. This is why the book uh. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So, we'll see you guys in two months. Thanks for giving us money so I could buy these books. Yeah, let us know if you like these. If you want to just keep doing it. Um, it is interesting to see this event as our expectations are shattered and fulfilled in real time. I do have to say, reading it this way with you guys is very fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's interesting right, so seeing you guys say, like, these characters I love. And, like, I brought up the Superman point where I was like, oh, I guess that's a fair point. Because it's like, as a, someone that hasn't read a lot of Superman, I always feel like that's a novel thing that he discusses whereas like anytime batman talks about like his parents or the fact that robins keep dying i'm also kind of bored of that mm. but it's because I'm, yeah. I'm more used to batman canon i can see that yeah when you get used to that's why we always gravitate toward the sea listers because we haven't seen we've seen superman batman they've dived into a million times yeah yeah, yeah. Very not true. a fucking deal all right so that's been it for the best issues patreon i've been sly i've been ryan i've been phil i've been daryl don't get murdered <laughs> Uh, hello wow. welcome to wow. the patreon <laughs> wow we are in high spirits today i guess guys you might say we're in crisis <laughs> i am a hero for doing this for you people uh nice try you got one phil what uh, <laughs> well, it doesn't even care it feels like feels like checked out he's like he's like traumatized yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I, as you guys uh, stated, I was stress reading this before we recorded. I'm like, I gotta get this done, and I'm reading this. And I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> Phil didn't know we had to record today, so we had to read like nine comic issues in two hours. And to end with these two, because I did, I did the other ones first. To we end we with did Ultimate Two to peel back the curtain a bit. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like. I just, I can't read this. It's so not good. What's yes. interesting about this is that... Daryl likes it! King gives us so much material to get mad at. 
Yes. yes. Like every every issue, you actually have a lot of things to like to like get into and to be like, why would you do this? It really feels like he's trolling. Like if this was a troll, it'll be if this is like a dream at the end of it, like just to f- hack up sales. Kudos, but that's not gonna so, be it. Okay, just in case for some reason this is your first Patreon episode, we have been doing Heroes in Crisis in two issue chunks. It's the current DC event, so we're letting Phil and Daryl experience what it's like to read an event month mm-hmm. after month. And like every event, the longer it goes on, the less everyone enjoys yeah, it. Uh, this is the point of the event where we usually start reading it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is when everyone starts going, okay, enough. Yeah. So <laughs> Wait, let me say one thing. And I, I can say this safely probably because not many uh, people I know will actually have Patreon for us. But <laughs> I hate my fans. I hate all of you. <laughs> I was talking... <laughs> Uh, well, I was talking to a coworker today, and I was like, "Hey, yeah, for our comic thing, we're reading this thing called Heroes and Crisis." He's like, "Oh yeah, I picked those. I picked up one through five, and I read them the other day." And I'm like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, they're pretty good." And I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> "I was like, are they though?" <laughs> yes, and, and, and I'm like, "You know, they're like I've only read one through three so far. This was earlier today, mm-hmm. but like the whole Harley stuff." And he's like, "Yeah, she's pretty bad." I'm like, "She's like." The main focus of this goddamn comic. <laughs> so Phil just met the target demographic for his book. But so, so what he his argument was, even just reading from one through three, is that from a new reader, he hasn't been in the comics in a long time. He's just jumping back in. It's not like the other events he's read in the past, where it's like you have to read this issue of this comic. Okay, to, that's fair. And that's fair. And I'm like, uh, this is pretty self contained. Mm-hmm. But that's but, about that's it, about it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. bad stuff. It's okay, not so. good. It's self contained bad. So Daryl be narrating it because Bill uh, fucking stretch read. It. Stretch um, Reddit. Stretch I was stretching myself like elongated. Uh, Ryan wanted to stretch Reddit, but he had to read it normally. And what happened is he never wants to touch and talk about it again. Mm-hmm. And I read this when it came out, and I don't, I, I don't want to fucking skim it again. So I'm going to be reminded what happened through Daryl. You know Darryl, what? It to me. Sly, you know how many times you fucking been like, Ryan like this thing. And, uh, <laughs> you said this book was good like two months no, ago. <laughs> I said it has potential. Don't you yeah. fucking put words in my mouth. Don't you pull on me on me, okay? <laughs> Don't you pull on me on me. <laughs> uh, so oh, it starts with some, Four, five. some drunk Teen Titan dude in a bar being drunk. Oh, that's I... Aqualad. Show some respect. Is it? Oh, oh, that's why he's like I can swim. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. His name Tempest. is Tempest now, but yeah. Oh yeah, and the photo that they show for the the, the, the like they have the splash page of like a character's trauma file. It's mm-hmm. Aquaman when his hand got eaten off and replaced with a hook hand. It yeah. got eaten off. It got eaten off by piranhas. What about this wow. cover of Holly Quinn <laughs> shooting the Flash in the face or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess he wasn't fast enough. So right. Joe, Joe, our beloved. Co-host. Our beloved Joe. Uh, our beloved our beloved ex-co-host. He texted me. I'm glad, he said, when he saw the, the cover of Harley killing the Flash again, saying, guess he just wasn't fast enough, he was like, wow, it's re- they really just hate you particularly, don't they, Ryan? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know what, Joe? I just have to say thank you because you're the one paying for these issues for me with your Patreon money. <laughs> he was like, anything I could do to ease the pain, buddy. <laughs> And we have Donna Troy. Like every every issue has just people talking to the the cameras inside of what is this facility? Sanctuary. 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 Yeah. yeah. So Tempest is passed out drunk at a bar, and Donna Troy picks him up and carries him home. Donna yeah. Troy being the original Wonder Girl. Yes. Yeah. Of course. And she talks about <laughs> Helen of Troy. Very self-contained. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 all these characters, I fucking know them all. Nemesis. Fucking Lagoon Boy. I know all these characters. I don't need to read anything else. Before. I forgot. I I wanted to mention this before. 
as I was reading this, I got to a point where I was like, why does everyone speak the same way? Is this just how Tom King speaks? Because everyone yes. speaks in sentence fragments with a lot of like periods. Like it reminded yeah. me how Jack Kirby Maybe always puts exclamation points for like Maybe everything he does. Maybe uh, it's just a mistake. Yeah, Maybe it was never there in the first place. Yeah, they look for it. They find ruins, but they don't know. It should exist. There's so much built around it. It should <laughs> See, be. Jack, Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby's a good comparison because a lot of '60s writers wrote everyone the same way. Yes. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's a problem in modern comics too. Uh, we haven't done much Bendis, but Bendis has this problem. Yeah, it's it's called Bendis speak yeah. in the comic. But chain. it's oh, it's just so crazy to me how like, like Booster's like sarcastic and quippy, and then there's points where it's like Batman's like that. And I'm like, what? And Batgirl, I'm like, what? What? What's ha- what? Why do this so, with these characters? So- Tom King first really rose in popularity and like gained like notoriety as a big up and coming talent with when he did a a 12 issue series on the vision Mm -hmm. and that short staccato robotic talking works very well for the vision. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Wonder Woman wraps the lasso around Booster and it's like, tell me everything that happened. Oh, in the even before that, Flash and Batman are both investigating. Flash is convinced Booster did the murders and Batman's convinced Harley's done the murders. And then Flash goes, fuck. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, it's a very Alan thing to say, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And Booster's like, I saw Harley Quinn murder everyone and laughing that she was hitting me. And then she, she has to bring up this, which I'd like in one of the comments from this comic, or someone said that they brought it up because this was a plot hole, that he was supposed to have a shield from Brainiac that, like, would keep him immune. And Booster Gold just goes like, I don't know, maybe it failed or she had something stronger. Maybe the writer of this yeah. forgot. That. Maybe Harley Quinn had something stronger <laughs> than Brainiac. She had a big yeah. hammer, Phil. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so this is the transition that Ryan. Made. I'm about to get real yeah. mad. Guys. About Brainiac's shield? <laughs> yeah, right. No. Ryan texted me right away about Brainiac's shield saying, What the fuck is this shield? No, that's not what I'm talking about. I know, about. I'm making a joke. I know. Oh. <laughs> but Ryan texted me about this the day he came out about this transition. So now you turn the page. Yeah. So you turn the page from Booster recount, recounting this murder scene. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a full page. Of just Lois Lane in her underwear. Like, really hot Lois With a Lane. Superman shirt She's on. posing sexually. Yeah. She has her legs out. She's like, hey. Yeah, boy. Superman shirt, red undies, full page. And the and artist saying, was like... what do you want me to do? That's all she's saying. Yeah. And book's supposed to be about trauma. Keep your fucking cheesecake <laughs> bullshit out of here. And also, the artist was like, oh, I put her in that outfit to show that it's she's vulnerable and intimate with her husband. And, like, it's it's supposed to just be like, look, she's relaxed in her natural comfort mm-hmm. environment. I'm like, make her fucking brush her teeth then. You don't need to yeah. put her in her underwear like this. That's so fucking stupid. You don't have to have a splash page of her posing. Because they have Superman next panel in, uh, in the bed. And he's not in, like, they don't have yeah, a splash Yeah, and he's page. in his undies laying in bed, but it's like it's a third of the page. Just, like, him laying with, like, Lois to the right or it's, so. That yeah, panel's... who wants to see yeah. him? They want to see her. <laughs> yeah. And that panel's even less than third of a page because her, like, half-naked body stretches into yeah. it and gets in the way. <laughs> of that panel (laughs) but all she says is that the the pud the puddler the guy who did the killings or whatever the spray painted on the walls Mm -hmm. he or she has been sending her tapes and footage from sanctuary i hope i hope that's his official name when after this year is over the puddler and he just comes back as the puddler (laughs) it's gotta be yeah and then she's like what do i do it is clark this is news i know i just don't know and then the next page is a nine-panel grid of Batgirl, who we've, ages ago, we covered the killing mm-hmm. joke, and, you know, where she was shot in the spine and paralyzed, mm-hmm. and we get her silently 
showing all of her scars. So she takes off her utility belt. She shows the scar on the front where the bullet went she through. She lowers her pants and, to show her yeah. it, and then she turns around, lowers her pants to show her it in the, yeah. in the spine. And uh, to be, like superheroes are uh, supposed to be wearing tights, but usually they show more like uh, texture to the fabric or more uh, thickness to the fabric. Yeah. She looks like she's naked, and they just drew like the Th- this is the on. one where I was like. I think it's because Clayman is such a good artist and he was specifically was either like told or like or wanted to where it's like this is a really tight suit. This is just like she's only wearing spandex and that's it. You can it. see the outline of her, of her butt, like the curve of yeah. her yeah. Uh, butt. And butt the thing that's so infuriating about this because having a, a someone who has a physical trauma like this showing her scars could be a very powerful, impactful thing. Yeah, I like the idea. Yeah, I like the idea a lot, but it's after this full page of Lois, which makes it especially like, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look. And if you look back at the Donna Troy scene from the beginning, it is zoomed in further. You don't see crotch. You don't see your ass. Yeah. So now it's like zoomed out, so you see her whole body, and it's like one of the most cheesecakey panels I've seen by anyone that wasn't Gillum March. Mm -hmm. And it's like so unnecessary, and the juxtaposition in this book is infuriatingly sad. Sexist. Mm-hmm. And I always compare this to Identity Crisis because Identity Crisis deals with similar themes and it does have a lot of problematic misogynistic stuff in it. But like this is somehow worse <laughs> so far, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, just to be my nitpicky self, uh, this fucking costume really fucking sucks. Like, how, <laughs> does, how does her dad not know that's 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 her? Like, yeah. Uh, the mask. <laughs> and also, this whole Barbara is handled and written so poorly. This whole fucking series, but she is whatever. so bizarre. Because then our next scene that comes up later is Barbara Gordon in a hall of mirrors with Harley Quinn, and it's like one of the things where it's like it just shows them like back and forth and there's all the like the images around them and the mirrors are placed so that you get very clear tit shots every single time sure yeah very annoying why why do but, this stop then they start fighting each other and barbara reveals that she's just trying to help and then we get this section where she talks about like how long is it going to be this is barbara talking to harley how long is it going to be before batman does what i did uh, goes through the old haunts and finds you just where I found you. He'll take you and he'll judge you. He'll see you the way he sees me as pitiful, broken, just another product of his failure to capture the stupid Joker, another scared, scarred girl on his conscience. And he'll make assumptions about you, what you can and can't do, who you are, what you did. And she talks about how she's hurting. And as as this is going on, like she's holding her hands, like she goes to catch her punch and then they go into like they're holding hands. And I feel like this is the what heroes in crisis this is why tom king's making it i think is i think he's trying to say that like you can be scarred but be like a full person too but it doesn't but i feel like it like he doesn't go anywhere besides that and we'll get into this in the next issue he does the same thing again where he's like you can be scarred but you can be like a still a normal person and it's like do you need nine issues to like make yeah. this your thesis like, so, statement? Yeah, this, so this, this is not illuminating. Ends... This is not illuminating the idea. Like, there's nothing about yeah. about uh, Harley being afraid for murder and now uh, Batgirl expositing all this that illuminates that concept. And it goes. It just balances between these things so much. Where it's like, it's like, look, she's scarred. Now she's fighting. Now they're talking. Like if it was about, if it was, like if it was about like a hero like dealing with PTSD, but it's not like uh, they're just saying Harley Quinn is, has PTSD. Like yeah, and like I just don't get this because like the scene ends with them like hugging and you know Harley says hey girl bat and Barbara says hey Harley how you doing yeah. and this thematically like could work, 
But it just doesn't make any sense. And one of my big problems with this is because the main characters we've been following have pretty much been Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Batman is... No, con- I, I would say it's Harley Quinn and Booster. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. are the okay. two. They have been, like, these weird, like, interjecting but, characters every now and then. It's really Okay, weird. yeah. But Booster and Harley are the suspects. Batman is sure that Harley killed everyone. Barbara, I guess, doesn't believe that at all. Yeah, because and... she feels some resonance with her. Yeah, but even though she, Harley Quinn has fucking killed people in this fucking continuity. In this yeah, we've continuity. seen, and even in this book, we've seen her murder people. And Barbara, like, also, it doesn't make sense because, like, uh, and I'm not going to get hung up on, like, continuity, but I don't remember a time where Batman was like, Barbara Gordon is this broken, useless, pitiful right? creature. I, I, I <laughs> That's will, not I, a thing. I will defend this a little bit. Um, okay. It, she may feel that way, even if he doesn't That's say true. It. That's true. In Suicide Squad, there is a thing where uh, Barbara was bitter at Batman for... A, because she was basically... She got crippled, and then Batman go fought the Joker, and they had a good laugh together. And she... <laughs> She basically got bitter at Batman for being like yeah, in between okay. between that fight. So I could see her disliking uh, Batman when it comes to uh, how he reacted to her after she got crippled. But this makes it seem like this has been like their entire characterization, yeah. Yeah, which it, I don't think is is fair. And also, it's more that. But her her argument, not that she doesn't like her dislike of Batman, comes from that he sees her as pitiful and broken. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah and there's nothing about that. There's nothing about her, him. He thinking because uh, she was very more useful as fucking oracle like there's yeah. no and, and also like i i understand too that she's talking about the stigma here when she talks about like you know people make assumptions about you when yeah. you've been through trauma when you're hurt and that it could be a very powerful poignant point because that is totally 100 percent a thing yeah but i feel like by making it barbara who is a character that her whole arc for like 20 years was she overcame this trauma and became like a, in my opinion, a much, much better character than she ever was in the past. Mm-hmm. And, like, is, like... I, I know when they, like, healed her, you know, her paralysis, it was, like, a big deal because she was one of the most, like, representative characters of, like, handicapped and disabled people in comics that, like, doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah. And since she's been healed, hasn't really existed at all. And to have her be like, well, you know, everybody treats me so different, I feel like almost does a disservice to her character growth that she overcame those stigmas. Especially because we're going to talk about this next issue, especially... This book doesn't earn it. We never see Batman and relationship being fleshed out this way yes. yeah. by Tom yeah. King. He's just telling us, this is their relationship. It's so deep. I'm making it so deep. And now she has a connection with Harley Quinn that I'm just expositing it to you because their relationship is so deep. It's, none of this is earned. None of this is earned. Yep. And on top of that, Harley Quinn is just not sympathetic at this point in the no, story, no, she... really. Like, there's bits where you can be like, maybe, but she's like really far out there. I feel like yeah, you have to be a Harley Quinn fan uh person to um yeah to be like but like are those people are like she she has so much depth she's such a troubled soul or there are people i like her being crazy no people 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 do argue that harley quinn is inspiring because she threw off pushed away the joker and she's a recovering trauma victim but those are different from trying they try to argue that she's a good person she's not a good person (laughs) yeah yeah and also this panel of them hugging yeah the mirrors are set up where you get to look at harley's butt Four different yeah. ways. Yeah, oh, yeah. Was, cool. I, I, I was point that out, too. Yeah, you can see asses all everywhere. It sucks. Uh, the ass doesn't suck. It's like that they put it there. <laughs> yeah. it it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, so we cut to Black and Eric Green Arrow. They, they say some shit. I don't think it matters. A lot of characters just keep showing up. Yeah, no I was like, why the Maybe fuck Maybe it's a show that's like, this is what I'm doing. Here's why I'm wondering. Green Arrow is knocking his arrow in, like, the first panel, and he's firing. Is he just shooting down seagulls? 
I guess so. <laughs> also, uh, there's a hat that's blowing in the wind in the first panel. Was that Black Canary's hat? She doesn't have a hat. So I don't know. Well, whose hat is that then? Why draw a hat there? Hat. Also, oh my god! What if this is a clue, guys? I'm gonna start theory crafting. I'll be right back. There was just a story that there's like millions of golf balls off the coast of California, people hitting them, and it's like destroying the whole environment. Yeah. I'm gonna think that that's uh, Green Arrow's yeah, fault. Yeah, oh, Green Arrow just tosses his hats every fucking day. <laughs> Uh, well, I was going to say bring subject because I do like the idea of the scene Black Canary they show her testimonial scene mm-hmm. and she just says fuck, fuck this and walks out mm-hmm. but, the name of the issue but but uh, this would work better if there's a character's actions uh, like if there's one character yes. in the story that you just got locked out of what their psyche was but Black Canary's not even in the story so her being blocked off doesn't matter at all to the story at all yep. yeah so good job. I, that didn't I, I, I just didn't feel anything reading any of these. Yeah. Yes, like I felt like so blank. Where I'm like, uh, okay. I felt confusion. <laughs> I felt. I felt. Uh, I realized I fucking hate Booster Gold. Um, I already. <laughs> hey! hate, I already hated Harley Quinn, but and 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 I can't blame it because I I love Booster and a lot of things, but he's okay. Good. Him in these next fucking scenes, like he has like he is insufferable in this book. Yes, I can't yeah. fucking stand. Him. He's like like five years old, like. Um, he is oh my god he is like a little kid like Blue Beetle like talks to him he's like trying to get him to fucking like wrap his mind around the yeah. mystery and try to take it seriously and like he frees him out of prison and they're like whoa bros yeah, before he- they say bros before heroes together <laughs> and he's like he's like I forget I remember the code bros before heroes and he goes dude bros before heroes <laughs> and I'm like kill me now yeah. <laughs> and like Booster and Beetle have always been like these like dumb kind of like frat boy idiots but they always had more depth to them because they were still trying to be heroes they were just like friends first so i get the sentiment but it's super dumb it is so dumb dumb. and you get blue beetles testimonial to the sanctuary television where he's like i have a friend i have booster he's easy to dismiss that's sort of what he's known for, really. But to me, he's the guy that's there, you know? You need a guy who's there. Also, that was the other thing that pissed me off about Tom King's writing, is he does sentence fragments all the time, but every sentence is linked to the last one by, like, one or two words or ideas, so he just, like, spins it in another way. Yeah. I can, see some, I can see some people talking like that, but he doesn't... You need a guy who's there, or anybody who's there, someone who's been in it, who's done things as bad as you. You need that. I need that, at least. <laughs> and, and, and if you're not reading this book with us, don't Fuck ever, you. don't ever, don't ever read this book. Um, there's a kind of bad melody to it, yeah, kind yeah, of, now that I'm thinking yeah. about the, it. The testimonials are literally just, like, almost copy-pasted scenes. So it's, the dialogue is the only thing carrying these testimonials. Yeah. If it, yeah, yeah, it felt like work. novel when you were looking at the testimonials of the characters that died, because this is giving you an insight into who they were before they were just corpses. But now we're just getting to the point where it's like, like, how, what does this tell me about Blue Beetle's trauma? nothing it just tells me like i love booster he's he's great he's my bro bros before he yeah is. yeah and then we get then the bat- yeah. <laughs> this bad cave scene wonder woman punches batman's penny off the giant the penny he has in the bat cave you watch like the cartoon or anything yep yeah and batman's it's like, so a, dumb and, and then the scene is useless yeah and, th- and then superman's like i have something to tell you guys and the batman goes i'll hide the dinosaur so it doesn't get also punched and then batman later says maybe i'll punch the dinosaur and it's like what are you doing I, I kind of like the, the it's punching. a book about trauma and I, batman's I, I, referring to a dinosaur in his lair the dinosaur i actually kind of like the penny punching joke but sure uh, I, like i'm good with that but it's like batman saying maybe i'll punch the dinosaur yes is yes just, 
Like, yeah. uh, the joke was physical because Wonder Woman just punches again and then Batman reacts to it. But now Batman is just quipping after that. Yeah. That. yeah. So now Batman's just quipping. And <sighs> the thing, this, so this point of the scene the, the, uh, is that Superman is saying that he, he's revealing that Lois has been sent these videos from Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why didn't you tell us about this? And he's like, it's her source, which first, you can tell people. That somebody's telling you something without giving up your source. That's not how it yeah. fucking works. But then they do this fucking Watchmen bullshit where he's like, <laughs> it's important. It's the news. She has to report it. And they're like, when is it coming out? And he's like, she sent it 35 yeah, seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Superman, them. yeah, tell them in advance so they know. It is absolutely an illusion to that. Because it's like it's taken from the ground up, like looking up at him with the, the news, it's the TVs well, on the like, background saying exclusive breaking news, sanctuary. And like he's supposed to be saying... Like, that I can't reveal her source, which is fine. I get that. But you could say a source is doing this. <laughs> he's, he's the puddler. <laughs> She's a reporter. I'm a reporter. <laughs> the link between those two senses is what's a reporter. And so it breaks that they that the sanctuary exists. Heroes go there for PTSD. And, 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 then... and to talk about uh, pointless pages, we were talking about Mark Millar's pointless final pages. Um, the final page should have been fucking uh, this co- the article that Lois released. What is sanctuary? Yeah. But instead, it's no. It Batman should have been said, the Ozymandias. <laughs> no, but <laughs> whatever. It should have been Batgirl being like, "Oh, I guess they're at least. I guess this is this is going to change the world." And they keep yeah. walking. Okay, great, great. Harley Quinn and the Batgirl, and then yeah. they're like, "She's like, it, it will change the world." And then Harley Quinn goes, "Okay, good. Fuck the world. It needs changing." I'm like, "Fuck this comic." Yeah, let's <laughs> listen Harley's to Harley. supposed to be our hero. If we're supposed to be How invested in her growth. Why have her hammering our heroes in, in, to death in the last issue? It's because those aren't our heroes, Ryan. They're our villains. Guys, let's end this life. We still have no, we got one more issue. issue to cover. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> issue five. And the picture here is Jason Todd being murdered by yeah, the Joker great. with the crowbar. Yeah, and the cover is Superman pointing at, at people who are mad at him. Yeah. And you, <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting these, the variant, like the file covers because I think they're kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would get those if I if I were to get anything from this fucking series just to yeah. cut out the rest of the comic and put them on my wall. And we have we have Booster Gold talking to the Sanctuary thing and it, like... Okay, I, I like know this... we're running a little long but I have to give context for the scene. Okay. The last time Tom King wrote Booster Gold it was in his Batman run and Batman was about to get married and Booster thought it would be a fun present <laughs> to put Batman in an alternate world where his parents didn't die <laughs> so that he would learn to appreciate... That he should have been Batman all along, and then Booster had to kill Batman's parents in front of him so that he would now realize, no, see, it's good that you're a hero. Look at all the people you saved. Isn't this world better with what? Batman than with your parents? <laughs> Wait, right. Yes. Is this the run you always argue? Is this, are these one of the runs you always argue is actually good? Uh, I did, but the last couple arcs, not so much. <laughs> What? This is one of the most like dumb comic book things I think I've when ever. When I told Joe about this, Joe was like, "You guys have to do that Booster Gold story." We might, maybe we, we, we should. Have, I think we have to. Yeah, no. It just sounds so funny. dumb out of context. It's very Jesus. dumb in context too. I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb and say Tom King's a bad writer. I'm sorry, okay, Ryan. now I have no faith about this ending. Well. <laughs> Okay, so, so that's uh, what he's talking about. Booster's talking about how he watched this alternate wait, universe. Oh, sorry, Batman. hold on. I can't believe not only did he write that, he referenced in this fucking book. <laughs> yeah. Try, so like, in that book, in that book, Batman seeing his parents die shoots himself in the face. That's why I was wondering when he it. said, "I saw all bat alt time Batman killing himself because of something I did." It was yeah. a whole thing. I'm like. Well, I wonder what that whole thing yeah, was. Yeah, so it's that. And this would be normally like an offhand comment. It's like, oh, Booster has weird adventures, whatever. But no, this is a Tom King story that he's referencing. 
And so Booster's talking about how like he had blood on his visor, and no matter how many times he cleans it, he keeps seeing the blood. I'm Lady Macbeth. Yeah, we get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Blood in the way is the type of book. I'm so deep. They they eat pizza in front of the fucking Booster Gold and Blue Beetle eating pizza in front of the not pizza chips. <laughs> the TV. The They're just drinking beers. Well, all Neptune's ocean washed this blood okay, from my why hands. Why the fuck? <laughs> why are they in their costumes? Drinking beer uh, and bros before hero. I think it's trying to be funny. Okay. This, we talk about the, we talk about this off. off yeah, mic. because you wouldn't know if it was just like two white dudes hanging out. You'd be like, okay. <laughs> also, they like I love how fucking Booster wears socks. Like like that just like he has a super like high tech future costume and then like ratty <laughs> like ratty socks. Just yeah. Like, um, I I, I should have. I, I mean, I said this in the beginning when I said this book had potential. Like every Booster goes. I agreed with you. Uh, every booster goal in the Harley Quinn scene was trying to be so fucking funny. And <laughs> I don't fucking get why he made this decision. This is humorous. so dumb. They're so brave. Bruce is just like, I got it. The idea, the move. Bruce like, yeah. Flash, <laughs> we go see Barry at his lab. We'll have all the clues by now. We knock him out, steal the clues, solve the mystery. WWBD, what would Barry do? And yeah. He's like, it's literally the dumbest move. Oh my God, we already did that thing. He's like, you wouldn't expect us to do it again. And then Bubio's like, dude. And Booster's like, I know. Yeah, so. You and know, they clink beers. Yeah, yep. so they're going back to to Barry because it'll be the dumbest thing to do. And that'll be, no one will suspect they're going to do it. So they go back <laughs> to Barry. Because they are the smartest people. They'll never expect the dumbest move. Yeah. And then I, this is actually my favorite thing in this whole thing is the commander seal talking about that he keeps getting killed over and over again because he's a hero and then he comes back to life and then he just like gets killed again and at one point superwoman uses his leg as a club and you can see him like kind of smiling at that and this is where i think like tom king wants to use humor a lot to be like to lighten the mood with like the booster bro scene but i think it's much better here where you're referencing like weird past things and you're kind of juxtaposing it with how weird it is where it's like my, after I died, Superwoman ripped off my leg and was using it as a club. And it's like you can imagine how that look. And then it like he gets into more of a dour mood, and he's like, "I just I don't think I'm like I'm alive again, but I don't think I'll be alive for long. Like I I doubt it'll stick." Yeah, that's why I was befuddled by the fact that Tom King's referencing his old green fucking concept with that <laughs> Batman story, and it makes me take away all credit I gave him for that fucking Wally West flashback scene where I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, this this could be accessible." No, it can't. You have to fucking read a Batman story where. Bruce Gold kills his parents. No, fuck his book. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, he passes by that comment so fast. You don't really... But, yeah, like, are you going to get significance of that? Of what that means? Uh, I no. didn't understand what he was talking about you at won't. all. Yeah. And, okay, there's an art choice on this page that I just want to talk about that's really weird. Commander Steel is so, like, jacked that he has this, like, collarbone-type vein that makes a perfect straight line across every row, and I can't stop looking at it. It's like a <laughs> shelf that his head sits on, and it's really weird. But aside from that, I think his facial expressions are good. It's, it's yeah. probably because it was copy and pasted. It's probably the same pose. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. All right, and then you have Batman talking to Batgirl, and this is where we get some just, like, And this weird is the thing, is, like, dialogue. Batgirl... She's talking. She, no, before this, Batman how... goes, he's been checked, referring to Booster's little flying buddy. Skeets? Skeets, yeah. And then Skeets goes, <laughs> oh, he skeet, checked skeet, me. Skeet, 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 skeet. Oh, skeet, um, skeet. But the thing that bothers me so much is in the last issue, she talked about how Batman judges her and makes yes. assumptions because of yes. her trauma and all this stuff. Yes. And here she's like, fine, cool. Thanks. That's cool. Thank you, Batman. You rock. And, and she's that giving is like... thumbs up. And it's like, this is. This is the scene where you can establish how mean he is to her, yeah. how he thinks of her as broken. Instead, he's like, he's just like, contact me if something was missed. And, and this is also the weird thing about comics, because New 52 Batgirl uh, being like, yo, you rock Batman with something she would not probably say before. Yeah, but if you're going to, this is pulling on classic Barbara type personality, costume, everything. 
having the new like you know like millennial and Brooklyn style Barbara doesn't work yeah. with the story they're trying to I, tell. Yeah, definitely. That's why it's, 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 it's a bad idea. <laughs> anyway, Barbara is going to take Skeets and she's going to get the information of where Booster is out of him. And then we have Superman and Lois Lane. Is Superman's, Superman's writing, writing like a, a speech yeah. the, for the press the press conference for the Justice League. Speech, yeah. speech. <laughs> you, get, you get Solstice doing her confession where she can't control her powers, which we don't know who she is. I I, I like this. I only know I only know a little bit about Solstice. I know she she's returned to like a golden like uh, form before, mm-hmm. and yeah, now she, she's now, like an old Teen Titans character, right? Yeah. yeah now she turns only into black. And she she transformed back and she she can't help it but turn back into her black uh, form again. I Mm -hmm. thought that was kind of a nice scene. Yeah, but again, like, why establish this? Because we already know she's dead. We also, we haven't seen anything of her ever. So it's like, you feel bad for her, but it's like, but who is she again? I'm adding that context to her because I know a little bit about her. But they did that at the beginning too. We saw those bodies and then it's like, this is them as people. They came here to fix this trauma and they're all dead. We don't even know why she can't transform or anything. They don't explain it. I feel so bad for Solstice because when she first showed up, 10 issues later, they rebooted the entire universe. So like, (laughs) good job. Yeah, that's, so, yeah. that's two we talked about. Where all right, so Barbara takes Skeets to a park, and then it's like, since I can't, I can't do anything to get information out of you, since like Batman couldn't do anything. Here's something that will help. <laughs> here's a crazy Harley Quinn with a hammer, and she will smash you if you don't tell us. So Skeets says, "Oh shit!" I was like, I was like, God damn, why would this little robot be like, "Oh shit"? Yeah, Skeets, just, Skeets, just like Barry. <laughs> okay, Skeets has always been like a robot with a personality, more of a character than a robot. But Batman went through all of his files. I don't think that's how computers work. They can't keep <laughs> Maybe secrets. He can. <laughs> he and, uh, he's keeping a secret now, Ryan. He's from the future. Oh, you're right. Brainiac's right. shield, right? Something. Oh, my God. This this is like the, the creme de la creme of this issue. You just have fucking Booster Gold with this smug, <laughs> dumbass face jumping into Barry's lab. Barry's in his lab trying to solve the murder. He's a primary murderer. Yeah, and he goes, hey, Barry, how's the whole mystery solving going? Did I do it? And then Barry punches him. And then when Barry says, "What is wrong with you?" Is, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking this entire fucking comic I've been reading so far. Yeah. The Flash is the only one with half a brain in this whole fucking yeah. book. And then Barry says, "Don't move." And then Booster Gold says, "I won't if you won't." And Barry goes, "What?" And then he shoots that, him. That Booster with... Gold just shoots him. Like, How like does this trick? work? If you are a speedster, <laughs> don't you see it start to happen and then move? He, I don't understand. He literally, Flash. He literally defeated him. Why look over there? Method. Like, my, my favorite thing about this scene <laughs> is the next page is an ad for a Batman Flash crossover, and in the ad, the Flash is dead in an alley covered in garbage, <laughs> and I like that he's, like, shocked, and then he falls on the ground, and then the next page is like, also, he's dead. <laughs> and also, I, I find funny, uh, they have the protector show up. I mentioned before, he, he was the replacement for Robin, because Ness, Ness Quick didn't have the right <laughs> to fucking Robin. <laughs> yes, and, and, and he talks about how he was, uh, uh, don't do drugs. He's like, oh, he said, don't do drugs kids and he's like i did drugs okay great a lot, a lot it's like you had that character tom king grab your bomb back okay i do really like the, the like i guess it's a joke where he's like my catchphrase is don't take drugs or else i took a lot of drugs i did a lot of stuff and then like everything i didn't really think words meant anything but then i i became i was my whole life was just or else mm-hmm. yeah there's there's moments where it's like i like how he like finishes this or how he writes yeah. this little bit it's just like 
it's surrounded by like the last page of just like Booster Gold somehow defeating Wally and being a shithead the entire time. Yeah, and, and also now, remember this, 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 this is a season supposed to like flesh out his characters and justify them appearing in this book and then dying. And like yep. Ryan predicted, it was not going to be worth it. You were right, Ryan. <laughs> And then this whole end makes no fucking sense to me at all. This is like eight I... pages of Superman giving a statement about superheroes that they suffer a lot of, like, trauma and they have to protect people and it's difficult for them. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't, like, fear them as it's, like, cutting around to different images of... Really random superheroes. Like, so this no, is, these superheroes this... have nothing to the story. Adam fucking Strange. <laughs> what, 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 uh, fucking at, Mr. Terrific. At first, so, at first, it, it, it reminded me at the beginning of that scene in Identity Crisis where they're talking about, like, the trauma and it cuts to, like, Barry's wife missing her husband and, like, Wonder Woman missing her mom and, like, things that you, like, Phil and Daryl didn't know the context of but got what they were going for. Yes. Whereas here we have, like, Captain Marvel with a jetpack on another Even... planet with a big eyeball <laughs> what in the tra- background. What trauma did Captain Adam Strange go through when he got teleported to the fucking ninth dimension? What the fuck is <laughs> So first, first we have uh, Blue Devil, who's crying over the coffin of Kid Devil, which is basically <laughs> just designed to make Henry, me, and no one else sad. They don't even clarify that Kid Devil's in that fucking coffin. Yeah, so like... Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I, got, I got the idea, you get big blue man with horns sad. <laughs> But then, but, and like, then, you don't know that one of the characters that died specifically. Yeah, you don't. I'm just like he's sad. I assume this yeah. was. Yeah, but maybe then we got century. Adam Strange standing on a foreign planet with giant eyeballs, <laughs> holding two ray guns, talking about how are we somehow broken or polluted? Are we, yeah, we unworthy got, of your trust? Mr. Terrific is fighting ninjas. <laughs> yeah, we got Mr. Terrific fighting ninjas with his T-spheres. <laughs> we also have the Atom, Swamp Thing, Starfire, Zatanna, Aquaman, characters that have not been in this fucking book at all. Why are they here? But it's what about trauma it, do they have? this is when Superman's doing is though you may break my body, I will stand. Though you silence my voice, it's supposed to be showing like the strength of the heroes embody. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, heroes go through a lot of shit to to stand up to evil, and yes. the fact that they're they get PTSD and other wounds should not scare you. It should show you that they're warriors who are fighting for you, and they're human. Superman can't finish his speech because he's so choked up. Wonder mm-hmm. puts his hand on his shoulder and he continues. Um, I forgot what his fucking trauma was already. Like it was like one page, like ages ago. Like, like I, I, you did not sell that Superman's this traumatized, choked up person. This fucking scene. And the only thing of note that happens here is while he's giving the speech, Booster and Blue Beetle are reviewing the footage and looking through Flash's files. And Booster talks about how like time travel cops would <laughs> test would 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 see. People, they would base them on the RNA coding to see how old they were, and that's why Booster memorized everyone's birthday. And then it zooms in on Wally West, and they realize that Wally is five days too old for when he was killed. So there's some time travel shenanigans going on. Yeah. And while he's thinking, while he's thinking that and revealing that, Harley and Barbara smash through the window. Or no, they don't have to because Booster already did it. They go in and they're like you know we're here to barbara's like we're here to talk to you harley's like i'm gonna murder you yeah and i hate these goddamn these scenes where she keeps saying i'm gonna murder him not kill him and she's like harley those are the same thing and she's like that can't be true i'm gonna make the same joke i'm gonna massacre him and she's like that's still kill and i'm like what it's the the rule of threes you always Uh, you guys may hate me but i do like the final scene where she said uh mr j is like why did the chicken cross the road and she says, "Duh, to get to the other side." And, and uh, Mr. J said, "No, to get to the moron's house." And she says, and then he said, "Knock, knock." And I said, "Who's there?" And he said, "The chicken." 
And then you start hitting me. Hit me good. I thought that was okay. Yeah. It's just, it's a weird, like, singer to end on being like, I don't know what I'm... Sp- yeah, like, he abused you. Like, this could have fit anywhere else in the comic. It, it could have. I, I, I should have yeah. that. But it feels it, like... It's her, you know, confession-style thing, like we've been seeing. Yeah, it, it, but it feels like a good, like, a Harley's off-kilter kind of approach. Yeah, yeah, it's like, that's thing. fine with her. Rather. Also, uh, by them coming in the already broken window... I didn't realize this when I first read it. Does this mean the Flash is just, like, unconscious in the corner? They didn't, like, copy his data. They're just, like, walking over his body every yeah, once in yeah. a while? Yeah, I, I think they are. I, think I feel that... like the Flash would wake up pretty fast. I feel like he wouldn't be taken out of Booster Gold ever. Um, oh, that's true. Um, I, I, and so final Wait, thoughts, I can't Harley this... beats Booster, Booster beats Flash. Oh, we already know Harley beats the Flash. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh, thoughts... there's also a person that picks up a rose on a beach. They're the killer. Who gives a shit? Yeah, we forgot yeah, to mention who, that. Very who important. Who gives a shit? Who They're gives a fuck? Well, Superman's giving his speech. The rose floats in it. It says, it's a sign. So it could be Poison Ivy, maybe, because it's a sign. Oh, maybe. Does Poison Ivy wear red gloves? I don't know. It's probably Poison Ivy. Okay, Mr. Self. Okay, we can stop reading us. No, we can't. We have to finish this Oh, God, four more issues left. <laughs> okay, is everyone on the same page that as each issue is making you like this less and less this yeah. time goes on? I never on? liked it. <laughs> At first, I was yeah, interested in the idea, and I, like, like Sly, I thought it showed promise. I really wanted to see how it was executed, and I liked the vignettes of having the confessions and everything. It got and, really fast, though. Yeah. Like, for me, like, you know me with Identity Crisis, I don't care that much about the plot twist of, like, Harley Quinn can beat everyone. I'm like, okay, fine. What are you trying... Tom yeah, King, yeah, yeah. why are you writing this story? What do you want to tell me about superheroes and trauma? And I feel like with Superman's speech and with Batgirl talking to Harley, what he's revealing is, is that superheroes aren't perfect, that they have their flaws, but that doesn't make them incomplete people. And he's done it twice so far. And I'm like, okay, I understand. But you're not, you're not treading new water. You're not using they're like history in an interesting way to discuss this yeah. you're just you're telling me something i know you're just killing a bunch of them and making a bunch of like really lame fucking testimonials yeah if you're yeah. not going to use their characterization and their history why use characters that exist like if it if they're just bodies that have like vague yeah. trauma you could use new characters that you just yeah made you, can make, you can make an El- or make an else worlds and uh like Dal said they already got the point across like what the fuck else are you gonna do for four more issues this should have been at the fucking end when it felt like it would have a point to existing but no it's right here for I mean, reason. maybe there's some crazy twist we'll get to later on where it's like and the puddler I, is sanctuary yeah, or something the puddler is definitely <laughs> one the, of my big the problems is definitely too. sanctuary it's definitely a twist we are now more than halfway through. We have four issues left. We've finished five. And I feel like we have not learned anything since, like, the first issue. Like, we knew that the public uh, was Superman's there. Mendes. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, like, even, like, we knew very early... Like, within the first two issues, that, like, the Puddler had this, like, footage, and they knew about this trauma, and all these people were dead, and Booster and Harley were the suspects. We have gotten nothing. Now we know that you know, maybe there's yeah, some time Wally travel shouldn't involved, be, but that's... Wally's body's older than it should be there. Well, I learned, thanks to but Ryan, like... that Booster killed Batman's parents. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's immediately untrustworthy, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Booster killed Batman. Oh, uh, Tom King's a bad writer. I'm gonna, <laughs> my, I'm gonna defend that argument. For You're gonna right shout now. it from the rooftops. Yeah. Okay. 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 So uh, let's wrap okay. shit up. You had a thing you oh, wanted yeah, to say, um, Sly. God damn it! Don't ask. Don't me. read this. <laughs> don't read this. No. Um. So we are going to uh, poll. We're going away forever. <laughs> yeah. We're going to start polling uh, our listenership. You guys, our Patreons, specifically because you guys Patrons. pay money. Patrons. <laughs> 
Yes, patrons. <laughs> what the fuck ever. Our uh, viewers. <laughs> uh, viewers uh, like you. We're going to put pull you guys. I to derail Sly. <laughs> yeah. We're going. He's trying so <laughs> hard. It, it, I, I forgot about this fucking comic until you remind me. And then you brought in that fucking bombshell about the dead parents. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bomb. I can't believe that was a Sly, you're still a complete person even with this <laughs> bombshell information. Uh, I need sanctuaries to make me shoot myself. Um, uh, so we're going to ask you, our patrons, sorry to uh, tell us what you guys want us to cover on the main show because we're covering stuff we want to cover but since you guys are, are paying us money we could start doing stuff you want to cover I know like Identity Crisis is a big one people want us to cover I know Ultimates and Ultimates 2 were always heavily requested uh, Old Man Logan was heavily requested but uh, usually we do that whenever it's our fancy and our whims but we mm. kind of want to reverse that a bit and you know uh, support our fans a bit more and do our whims uh, in between uh, the big events you guys want us to cover. So let us know if you want us to do books like Ultimates and not Heroes in Crisis. Uh, we're not going to do it for me show. We're never going to talk about this ever again after the series. We're going to pretend it never happened. <laughs> but, you know, like uh, whatever books you want us to cover, it, it doesn't have to be... Uh, it probably will be because everyone wants to talk, hear us talk about the big main, big events like House of M and stuff like that. Yeah. But whatever you want us to cover, we will cover mm-hmm. it. So send us, yeah, send us an email to divisiveissues at gmail.com, and we are going to eventually start taking suggestions from everybody, but we want to put our patrons at a higher, where we respect you more and listen yeah. to you more. So you should put a code word in the email. What should the code word be so we know that they're secret patrons? Um, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> bros, bros before heroes. Bros before heroes. Yeah, bros before heroes. Bros before heroes. Yes. Because yeah. you guys are our bros. We're not heroes. Yes. So yeah. yes, if you put bros before heroes when you suggest a book, then it we are a lot more likely. Yeah, to and do while it. you're at it, uh, we mentioned we asked this last time really awkwardly because uh, we have not structure anything. Like you can see through my rambling here. Do you like <laughs> us doing the Jimmy Olsen Silver Age issues? Let us know. Let us know what we like to cover on Patreon instead. Potentially, if you want to keep doing goofy shit, if you want to do more shit like Heroes in Crisis, please don't. We beg you. But uh, we, <laughs> we also, you know, some of our old Patreon episodes we had, like, where we talked about Man of Steel, you know, where we also just discussed, like, philosophical things about superheroes. Like, is that something people would be more yeah, interested if, in? You know, yeah, if like issue or, or something, like a single issue that we want us to cover, that'll be prime Patreon material. Let us know that kind of stuff. Or a single mm-hmm. topic, that'll be prime yeah. Patreon material, too. Uh, and, and and if you want to, or let us know what you want us to cover after Years in Crisis, well, uh, there's another, I don't know what the fuck's coming out next Another year. shitty event we need to yeah. follow. Something will come out probably. Oh, War Crisis, like oh yeah, certainly. Infinite Earth Hero Crisis. Crisis on Infinite Earth. <laughs> Final yeah. Crisis. Yeah, so just let us know what you to read on either this show or the main yeah. show. D- yeah. Spiritual Crisis. Cool. I'm having a crisis. <laughs> existential crisis uh, so okay so thank you for backing us as always and thank you for listening to these very fun if not infuriating at times patreon episodes i've been ryan i've been sly i've been phil i've been daryl bros before hoes guys <laughs> no heroes bros heroes yes stay in patreon mode hello dear patrons it is ryan your host And I just wanted to pop in real quick with just a little bit of a content warning. This is our regular Heroes in Crisis, part four, issues six through eight. But in this episode, we do talk a lot about mental illness and some trauma, violence, and even some suicide talk. So if that's something you don't want to hear... 
then feel free to skip this one. But I hope you like the episode. Uh, Here you go. Hello and welcome to the Divisive Issues Patreon episode. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. I'm Daryl. And this is Heroes in Crisis Part 4? I forgot, oh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So we're <laughs> we're changing it up just a little bit. Instead of doing two issues, we will be doing three issues of the current DC event, Heroes in Crisis. And you're probably wondering, how can we fit three jam-packed issues of content <laughs> to one episode? <laughs> Wait and see, true believers. Well, yeah. well, it's because one issue kind of isn't an issue. <laughs> yes. So we will be covering issues six, seven, and eight, eight of which just came out a few days ago. Hot off the presses. Yeah. Yeah. Hot off the presses. And, uh, yeah, it's still by Tom King, and uh, the art is split mostly between Clayman and Mitch Gerards. And here we I go. thought Clayman was another hero. Uh, <laughs> Clayman. Man had been doing most of the art before, right? Because I think it's his art where I'm like, wow, this is really good. Whereas I think Gerards, when like his stuff showed up, I was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, whoever does the fill-in stuff, yeah. Well, Mitch Gerards has a long history with Tom King. He did Mr. Miracle with him. And I like love, I think his art really, really works with King style. Well, most of the time, but I, uh, not to put bury the lead here, but I, I, I couldn't even give a shit about the art in the last couple (laughs) issues. I was like, whatever. (laughs) I still cared because I was partially reading this still for man's art. I was like, this still looks like really great. And it's it's just like it's hard to pair those two together because man to me stands out more even if mm. Gerard's is still a good artist. I, I'll st- I'll stick up for man. I'll, I'll stick up for man. I I think man works fine. Uh, my problem is with, uh, I thought you were referring to the film artist in the second issue, which is drastically different from Gerard. Like oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh, it might be him that I was thinking of. Yeah, him. that might be who you were thinking of. Because the thing is, like with Clayman, I think Clayman is a fantastic artist, but we've we talked about extensively how like not really a big fan of some of his framing shots, especially for women. But, yeah. uh, so let's, but you know, that's more the focus of last episode. Let's get in to issue six. Oh, I'm a hero in crisis Heroes right now. Crisis. Before we jump in, I just want to point out, they have the, those the, all the covers with like the crisis file, like, Oh, death of Barry Allen. Yeah. This kid. Who the fuck is taking these photos? This, the, when Barry <laughs> Allen died in crisis in the herbs. Like, uh, guy... Psycho pirate. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I think it's, I think as revealed later, people's memories get like recorded, and oh, okay, they, you can right. access them. So, okay. like, this is probably through the Did eyes. They of say someone. that that people's memories get recorded. Well, like, I don't think so. It's like Danger Room simulations. I guess they do a Danger Room simulation of this this shit happening. That's yeah. what I thought. It's it's the memories. When Batman's getting his back broken, who is that picture taken from? Whatever, no, but it's, 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 I feel like it makes sense. It's, they make a Danger Room simulation of it, and then I guess yeah, because they, they they're, they're reliving these, these these experiences over and over. So it's like the. It just, it's just the Polaroid framing yeah. of this. Yeah, it's like Sanctuary's taking a Polaroid shot of them having PTSD. <laughs> I, I have to say these variants, the specific DC continuity case file variants, the only thing I like about this book. Yeah, they're nice. Um, so... <laughs> I've been getting them for every issue except the most recent one. It's it's because it's things that aren't this book. <laughs> yeah. No, but I always find like those kind of like continuity things, like the like defining moments, like cool mm-hmm. to look it, back it shows on. The, it, show, it shows what this book should have been about, like... Uh, the trauma, like traumatic moments from mm. superhero, yes, stuff like that. Yes. Like, but they have nothing to do with the actual stories. He's like, heroes, the bad things happened to heroes in the past. He just make all their cover out of it. Yes, it's okay. Issue six. Who who wants to talk about this? Uh, I can I can talk about these okay. if you guys okay. don't care. Sure, you're Daryl. It's especially appropriate because I feel like you're the poetic narc of the podcast. 
Poetic Oh, nar. Nar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like we, nar. Me too. I'm like, what is he snitching on us for? My memory of everything we've done so far in this comic in general is gone. Did, did Nark show up before? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. No, but where? Was it just like a single... Yeah, it was like in thing. passing. It's just like, I'm yeah. Nark. I'm in the Titans book. Yeah, yeah. because this, this issue split between Nark, Wally West, and Harley Quinn. It's all of them giving their confessions at Sanctuary. Yeah, so in case you don't remember, Nark is like a cro magnum man that was de- <laughs> unfrozen. So he's he's like a, a fucking caveman, caveman's comic yeah. we did like he's, Batman. He's, yeah, he's the guy Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Wally West is the Flash. Whose history was erased, and he's back here dealing with the fact that his family's gone. And Harley Quinn, and Booster Gold are fucking annoying. Hold yes. Okay, so yeah. just a point of clarification for me: his family's erased because of Flashpoint. Or... Yes. Okay. Yes. I was like, why is he so like? He's like, I can't. So okay. did you well, on? Because this comes up in the last issue. So in the universe got erased. All of his family's all gone. But is Linda, his wife, still around? The thing is, she, that's all the history. It created all the history. Like, like, uh, it's like. An alternate history where none of that ha- the previous stuff happened. Like so, uh, yep. in in Dan Abnett, yeah. you know, creator of uh, Death's Head Two, in his Titans nice. run, he uh, he had Wally like with all his like you know when because Wally like was brought back into our universe, but none of his family came with it, and he was basically like trying to like find his place, and he meets the new Linda, and she has no memory of him whatsoever, and is like super freaked out mm. by him like we have babies, and she's like I yeah. don't know anything about, which is like. An interesting concept of him, like yeah. having to see, you know, almost yeah, like an if eternal your spouse had no memory thing. of you, yeah. or like an alternate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so this issue just split between them, and this issue, like when I got to the end of it, there was only the only information you get from this, like plot wise, is basically that Harley saw a different series of events than Booster did we, we, when we she kind came of, out. We got that from issue one, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> That that's true, yeah. but this time it lets you see that she's not making it up. But, like, but she actually saw different events. You could cut this out of all the comics we've read so far. You can cut down to like issue one, issue eight, and you would not miss much from this fucking. No, story. but yeah. wait, this issue is really important because Narc tells us about like uh, Hobbs and Rousseau. So if you've never been to high school before and you have no idea who these people are, <laughs> hey, intro intro to philosophy in college too. I will okay. say, like Phil's mocking you. I uh, this was my probably my favorite thing out of this entire fucking series so far. Uh, yeah. Because it's more of what I expected. Like these characters are dead. Like now they're dead, and now we get to see a little bit of their mindset. And yeah, it is just Hobbs and uh, elementary philosophy. Oh, he talks it, about it, Keats too. I like Keats. Yeah, it, it's Narc. Basically, Narc is uh, reliving inside of Sanctuary his life as the Cro Magnon man, running around bashing, riding a man. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to rectify like what was my life like before when I lived like this. And then what is my life like after when I read Philosophers and yeah, he's it, trying to find his place. He in basically the world, is like, like going too. through like oh Hobbes Leviathan, uh like life is, is without civilization is like nasty British and short, but Rousseau says also, you know, we we're chained by society and he's like, I don't know which is better. Yeah, so I mm-hmm. I, I like it because it touches on his character. Yeah. Like he's I, like, I, 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 I mock I'm mocking it. I, I enjoyed it too, but it's more like the fact that they're like, let's pick the caveman to do yeah. this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If this was a good series, this would not seem out of place. But since this is a bad series, it's like this is like one of the few characters that die that gets any exposure. It makes no sense whatsoever why 
Out of all the characters, yeah. this guy gets it. And yeah. the fact that he can recite Keats, but still is like Narc happy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Without chain, Narc know his need, and Narc meet his need. I, I like Narc that because happy. I like that because at least gives him some color to his character. It makes him memorable. Like he's a he's like yeah. me, the me, Narc, me, I'm happy. Yeah. But he's yeah. still, he's talking about philosophy, so at least makes him memorable. I remember Narc the most out of any character in the book. That, that is true. And and I, yeah. I guess if you grow up speaking a certain way, people do keep that way of speaking generally mm-hmm. so i i still right. like issue two a lot for the when it shows like all the other characters yeah. where they're like uh, yeah hey, hot this shot is, or like, whatever all their thing yeah, and this just felt like it was redoing it and it's yeah even i more agree because i'm down with narc but then it's we have wally west who we already saw we know what his problem is yeah and we see harley yes. quinn who we're currently dealing with so we don't need to necessarily yeah. know her time at sanctuary we I have agree. a good grasp on it the problem is, like, first of all, the the testimonial style is getting fucking super repetitive in the first place. Yes, like, I'm really yes. fucking sick of it mm-hmm. by this point. I just, I just, uh, like, the character moments of Norik was what I liked. And, and the same thing with Aqu- Aquaboy, what was his name? Uh, Aqualad? Not Aqualad, I forget his name. The, um, Lagoon the Boy. Fish Boy. Fish Boy, right? Lagoon Boy. Lagoon Boy, Lagoon Boy. Lagoon Boy, like, that's what I thought the series was going to be. Aqualad, like. Fish Boy, Fish Man. <laughs> uh, when, uh, when I stand for this series, I expect to be more like the stuff with uh, Lagoon Boy and Narc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's nothing, nothing yeah. about that really at all. And, yeah. and the only other, aside from the Narc stuff, the only other uh, stuff that we really get is that Wally is like he says all this stuff before, but he also seems to be feeling guilty about something by the end of the issue. And we also yeah. get a lot of Poison Ivy, where Harley and Poison Ivy are like we see more of their dynamic, and we see that Poison Ivy has been helping Harley through her trauma by like building up like plant jokers and tearing them down, like in the danger room and stuff, like p- helping mm-hmm. her like watch the Joker get like the shit beat out of him constantly. And we just yep. see, yeah, we see that interplay a little bit. And Harley, even though she, she knows, like, I'm supposed to be feeling good about killing the Joker, she still cries over it. Like, she still yeah. has yeah. feelings for him. You, you also get this amazing Tom King page of where it's Harley and Poison Ivy, like, they're sitting down, they're talking to each other, oh, and oh, yeah, both yeah. of them are just speaking in sentence fragments the entire time. It's like 30 blurbs each. Well, you said amazing Tom King moment. I thought you like, amazing moment as a writer, but no, oh, no. it's the most, like, yeah. Tom King page. Like, since yeah. And the like, thing that I hate about this is it's the bubbles, the, the word bubbles are done in, like, in, like a backwards S, and yeah. at the beginning, they established right away, like, which one's Harley and which one's Poison Ivy, but then, yeah. like, reading them back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, especially because they both sound exactly the same, yeah, you, like, yes. at least for me, unless maybe it's just because I'm an idiot, I, like, no, I, I felt the same way, I felt the same way. Yeah, oh, yeah, I couldn't keep track of which one was which because they point to the characters at the very end, so... It's like why not color the I, bubbles differently? Yeah, yes. no. For me, for me, I was following it, but the thing is, they both are like, where Poison Ivy's like, "You're not crazy," and then she's like, "I'm crazy," and then Harley's like, "You're not crazy, I'm crazy." So they're both like saying, "They're saying the same exact thing." Both saying they're both crazy, and don't worry about yourself. I'm the crazy one. It's, it's uh, people yeah. like this was a problem in like the 2000s with like Brian Michael Bendis, the, um, yeah, Rise of War Two. But it makes sure how much we've devolved since then. Because when you read Bendis, you can at least tell which character was talking because he at mm-hmm. least has a distinctive like voice. To certain characters uh yeah, this is yeah. just fucking like uh it could be you could swap the text, text around it doesn't make a fucking difference for the most part yeah 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 and the only other like superhero trauma we get in this issue is like the main framing device that i agree with you so i i find it i'm like really sick of it at this point yeah. is there the sanctuary robots are asking the heroes how many people have you saved and most of them are very uncomfortable with that question because they're like some people are like every person I save is somebody that I didn't save, you know. And yeah. like Wally's like I don't, I don't like to count bread. it. I don't yeah, Solstice is like four hundred and thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah, and that's so, it. That's that issue. But one thing to <laughs> yeah. find mention is because it's going to touch upon the next issue is Wally. Um, 
everyone was like when walking back like you're a symbol of hope you're a symbol of hope that like the past still exists and like we can like change things you're a symbol of hope wally and wally's like my family's dead i don't feel like hope much right now uh, the thing with that is th- that is actually like literally what it is because like the dc universe was in like super shambles and their sales were in the t- in the tank and like nobody gave a shit about dc during the new 52 and then they literally published this big one shot and they brought back wally and all these other status quos and their sales skyrocketed because all their fans were like maybe you guys get it i actually have hope that dc's not gonna be a pile of shit anymore and tom oh. king's like no his family's dead fuck you so like <laughs> it's just the meta analysis a little a little on the nose for me yeah oh because i was wondering because there's there's a lot of points where you kind of just have to assume or you're fine without knowing the context beforehand like in the beginning where it's like it's the death of the loss of barry allen and it's like i don't know what that is now obviously it's flashpoint and stuff but you get it it's like that there was there was suffering and loss yeah. that yeah. had happened but then a big part of this is that a lot of people tell wally you are the symbol of hope i'm like i don't know what that means yeah. yes like is <laughs> is that just like a phrase or is he actually like if he dies hope dies it's that's literally comics would just, do that. it's just meta analysis because like that's not a thing in the universe. Like, he was the Flash, but, like, since he came back, he's only interacted with, like, people that, like, were his friends. Like, it, he was not yeah, was a like, big figure in the universe. Is this a mantle he's taken off? Or is, and now it's, it's meta commentary on how he saved DC. And, like, that's why it feels so weird, because this, it, this like, using Wally in this book is, like, because, like, most people don't really give a shit, because Barry is the Flash, everybody knows. So it's just, like... Yeah. This is just to make me feel bad. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this this whole series makes me feel bad. We'll get into it when we get to issue eight. Uh, yeah. So it's just seven. Issue seven. Okay, the cover so is. The one thing I just want to point yeah. out is oh, with God issue damn. seven. No, this isn't like a thing. This is. No, just it's just to, funny no, how many times the I just one thing I need to point out. I know. I know. So this has three different artists on it. Some of them only come in for like three fill-in pages. So I think this is what we were talking about yes. about the art being a big mix-up. Is like yeah. there's one artist that looks like Batman Year One. It does not yeah. suit the rest of the style at all. Yeah, so that's Travis yep. Moore. There's oh, also uh, George Fornes. And yeah, it's like this issue jumps back and forth a lot, and it is jarring. It is yeah. so yeah, jarring. Where Batman's in his black cowl with the short ears. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Batman, you're, way if, you, if, if you know uh, Frank Miller, Batman, you're one. Like, our, not Daryl and Phil, but like our listeners. Yeah. Imagine that, like, in the middle of like a Jim Lee, like, super realistic drawing comic. How dare you yeah. assume I don't know what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, I read year one. I didn't even <laughs> listen to what you said, but I. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also to talk about things not making like uh, incongruency, the cover shows Superman saying enough. He's not in this comic at all. I, I was wondering that too. And yeah. I oh, I have I the variant that. where it's Kilowog murdered uh, from uh, Emerald Twilight. Oh, it's not in this. Oh, uh, I have an ad of Shazam the movie. That's cool. <laughs> that that that's a loss I recognize. Yeah, I don't pay as much attention to the visual uh, art of the of comics. But, like, even I was like, what the fuck is happening in between these yeah. pages? Yeah. Like, yeah. when Batman and Barry Allen are hanging out, I'm like, this can't be the same person. Barry Allen looks like Barry Allen looks like a, like a, a fat, like, middle-aged man. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's so noticeable. I wonder if there were rewrites, because that happens a lot in events sometimes. I don't know. Mm. But it I might, might, really, that like, might be sense because uh, I, I think like maybe rewrites are uh, the equivalent of, like, a reshoot in the film, because uh, all he yeah. that artist covers is Barry Allen is running around the world trying to find Booster Gold, and that's all that is to cover. So I think at, at some point, somebody told Tom King, you forgot to write like whatever else is doing at some point. Like, yeah. And, oh, and so, yeah, and that, so he, that does sound pretty likely, actually. Yeah. yeah. Or it could be something where he read up on it, where it's like, wouldn't Batman have surveillance tapes of all Booster's locations? Yeah, something like something. Some, so then yeah. he had to explain away. It's like, oh, okay. Like, he at least recognizes that. Yeah. yeah. All right, so oh, it opens with... 
It's Wally. Wally West. Yeah, he's in a field of flowers. And he planted them in the t- in the title of Heroes in Crisis. Isn't that nice Which, of him? Which, okay. Just for us. <laughs> I don't know if it's me. I, like, couldn't read this. Yeah, it's... It, I could. It's, like, pink, bright pink on, like, bright green. It, it uses it uses the only light blue is used for the text. Yeah. And the oh, pink is I was looking a bit at the scattered pink, around. That's why. It is, okay. it is it's, it's readable, but, like, you, I had to take a step back and be like, what are they writing? Yeah. I, I Sometimes I like it when it's like, it's a little more subdued so that you're not just mm. like, oh yeah, here's like just text in flower formation. Yeah. It's like, this is clever. I felt like I was looking at one of those, remember those old 3D uh, like pictures? Uh, yeah, <laughs> where you, yeah. Where you have to go cross eyes. It's a ship. That's it, what it feels like. Oh, it's the title. Here is a crisis. <laughs> I used to really love those, by the way. I thought those were so cool. <laughs> those books. I, I did too. I, I couldn't get them to work. Ever. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> so Wally is reciting a poem that Linda read at their wedding, because just mm-hmm. fuck you, Ryan, that's why. And he <laughs> uses the speed force to, like, shoot a little bit of lightning into one la- a dead rose that now fills it back with life. By the way, is that always a thing that he can use? Nope. Okay, because I was like, I was like, wow, I didn't realize he can just like zap speed force into things. But yeah. Yep, that's he not a thing. Sends it back in time. That's gonna be important. It's gonna be important for later. I can zap. Okay, uh, okay. Speed force. The, I know that that's like a joke, Daryl, but I just have to point out that I'll get to later why I was like going through a lot of Tom King's mentions today on Twitter. Okay, but oh, uh, boy. somebody was like, uh, you know, in the most recent Flash story, they said that. Uh, you can't travel through time with the speed force at all. And he's like, I know, I read it. So no, he's not sending that flower back in time. He's okay. hitting it with lightning, which makes it come back from the dead. Because I guess it's like uh, well, Frankenstein. No. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not using the speed force. He's using magic. Maybe you didn't know that about him. Oh, <laughs> you're right. I always forget that the Flash is a magic based. Also, theory. if it's maybe the speed force is like a life force, he's putting life into it. Maybe it is like some some magical bu- uh, bullshit. I do believe. Listen, but... <laughs> listen. I'm not willing to sit here on this podcast and have Daryl and Phil explain to me how the Flash works. I I don't care how frazzled I am. Having read Guess zero what, motherfucker, books. that's how comics work. Since there's so much dumb yeah. shit, we can just make up whatever, and it's just. If as I was plausible. the writer, hey, hey, guess what? I would also make them zap flowers and turn them into things. It's canon now. I've read a bunch of Flash of Ryan, but uh, you guys aren't too far off. Uh, sorry to trigger you, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, but, all right, but, anyway, let's get to actually something that matters. Harley's deciding to fight Booster I was just for this, some like, reason. This is literally like issue one again. Uh, Harley Quinn beats up Booster Gold. But what's better is now their friends are sitting on the sidelines just like talking yeah, to each and, other, being like, uh, and should the we friends do are, something? Yeah, uh, Batgirl and Blue Beetle, and they're basically like, Harley's like trying to stab him through the chest, and she's like, I told her yeah. no killing, and Blue Beetle's <laughs> yeah. like, don't worry, he has a force field. And it's yeah, powered uh, by my it's, ship. And yeah, lo- powered by my brain. I hope I don't fall unconscious. <laughs> and the background knocks unconscious. And I, I want to clarify. The reason why I was like kind of standing for the last issue a bit is because it didn't have Booster Gold or Harley Quinn in it. So now <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate the series again. I hate the dialogue in every single Booster and Harley. Like, it's so fucking like we're trying to be funny and it's not funny. Yeah. And yeah, it's also like really jarring because like she's like they're watching their friend i guess try to kill their other friend yeah and like even if he's not in danger that's not fun to like crack jokes about yeah and especially especially batgirl like what are you doing yeah (laughs) and hardy is still Uh, a murderer she's literally a murderer i will say 
to defend this. Uh, Go ahead. I, I have this problem with almost every comic movie I've seen or comic things. It, it, it always has to be lighthearted, even when none of this is funny. The like, thing is, okay, but mm. I, I, I agree that's a problem. It is high in this issue because it is literally a supervillain fighting a superhero. And two, this is between actual like rated R content that will never be in a superhero movie. Like, and also true. keep the, in the mind, these are the stuff. two candidate. These are the two most likely suspects for murdering all yeah. of their friends. Yes. Like, uh, I yeah. Did, did we ever believe Harley killed all the superheroes? I guess so. Uh, actually, yeah. Yes, actually. She killed the Flash. She had the hammer, hit him on the head. I, I didn't believe it only because I knew like Harley's kind of like the Mary Sue of the series, so they're not gonna make her the killer. But like, yeah. in character wise, it makes perfect sense. Like, she'll be the killer yeah but and then so so that's when to go with what phil was saying ted cord blue beetle is like yeah it's uh you know it's powered by my ship which is powered by my consciousness and she just knocks him out and then batgirl has to like run over and actually stop harley from killing yeah remember no killing i'm serious Blue beetle is like glass jaw of the world like one she like barely flicks her (laughs) wrist at him and he just is knocked unconscious it's because it's it's, it's a funny panel of her just like bonk on the head and he's out that's uh... yeah Fuck this comic. And <laughs> uh, to quote Booster Gold on the next page, fuck everything. <laughs> they're they're realizing that like it's Harley and Booster talking, and Booster's like, whatever, just kill me. Am I worth it? I I failed. I failed the future. I failed the p- past. Fuck it. Fuck everyone. And then Harley's also like, she can't kill him because I guess like, she. That girl like gives her like the chance to stab Booster through the face. Yeah. Like she runs yeah. over to stop her, but like it's just because Harley decided at the last second not to. Good. Cool, I guess. I, I, it would have been fucking awesome yeah. if Harley just killed Murder Sister from the back row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back row's like, oh god, what have I done? I trust this fucking serial killer. Oh, uh, and, and <laughs> yeah. he's trying to guess me. I go, Blue Beetle's like, the one thing not killing him is this. And she's like, let me take care of that then. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, like, even if you think, like, you can restrain her, like, why take away the shield? Anyway, the also yeah. the the interspersed like sanctuary files for this episode for this issue is all Wally West, yeah, uh, going Iris, Iris, Iris. <laughs> we're, we're quoting fucking Mega it's, Man X out for yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Not everyone. It, it, no, it's also Barry's Iris, right? And Wally's Linda. Oh yeah, yeah. Barry's Iris, Wally's Linda. Oh. Linda, Barry's Iris is his aunt. <laughs> yeah. so he says he Iris too. Like, yeah, yeah. Iris, Iris is yeah. Wally's aunt. Yeah, all right, yeah. whatever. So this is like why he recaps his origin that like he worshipped his uncle and like, you know, and his his aunt Iris and his uncle Barry were like his heroes. He gets superpowers. So he like developed his superheroes. And then like he has to now come to terms with the fact that he had this happy, loving family and his hero, his uncle, just erased them. Yep. And one of the things I like, like the one thing I like about this comic, because otherwise I was really like. I, I also hated the Harley and Booster stuff where I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. This is just like really, it feels like out of sync with everything else. The fact that they're trying to be so funny when this whole like comic is about like PTSD yeah. and trauma. Yeah. And, but I like, cause it shows like when Wally comes in and then every week after that, where he's like, yeah, I'm ready to be helped and let's do this. Well, I know what's wrong, but I'm here and that's good. And it's slowly him breaking down over time being yeah. like, that, that nothing's working and also like the color of his suit gets darker and darker as it goes on which is a nice oh, I didn't notice that like, yeah, artistic touch uh, uh, one, yeah. one, uh, talking about things we like uh, one joke I do like in this comic is uh, uh, well, Barry's running around trying to find um, Booster Gold 
Uh, and Batman is like, uh, he keeps pointing back to Batman in between. Like, I, I just, I just covered Australia, I just covered Europe. And Batman's yeah. like, you know, be fast. You just call me on the back computer. And uh, Barry's like, uh, I'm faster than the back computer. And then he started debating, like, I guess that's technically true. And they're like, I thought that was kind <laughs> yeah. of funny. like out of place in this comic, but like, if you if you like put scan that comic, put it online, and it could become like a meme and be kind of funny. But like, it makes mm. no sense in this comic wise here. But I kind of like that moment. Yeah. So, the only other thing that's of important that happens, Wally. For some reason, I guess because killing poison ivy is a little too much, he shoots the lightning at the flower again, and it resurrects poison ivy. Yeah, uh, and then uh, they, sure. they do. Ex- they do in the next issue. They hint at why this is the case a little bit. We'll get to that later. But yeah, he shocks yeah. this rose. It grows into poison ivy, and also at the same poison time, poison ivy is important to be permanently dead. So yeah, and during this during this issue, we also get a reveal that booster. I don't know if it was this issue or the last, or maybe it was even last episode. I don't know. But just to remind everybody, if we didn't hit it. Booster does realize that the body of Wally West that they found is five days too old. That that was the singer for okay. the last episode. Oh, I okay. misunderstood that. I, and now it makes sense in the context of uh, later yeah. issues. But I thought they were like, he's still alive or some shit. Like, what? Yeah, so we know that there's some sort of time travel shenanigans. So when Poison Ivy wakes up, she's like, I don't understand. And Wally's basically like, uh, you know, I did this. This doesn't make up for the herd. It doesn't make up for, you know, you just woke up, you have life, but I need you to do something. And then... uh like past or future version of Wally shows up and Wally tells Poison Ivy, you'll see my death. So or a clone or, or, a clone, uh, or, or, me- or illusion or magic alternate universe. Yeah, I was like, this could be literally anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, we know the body, his real dead body is five days old. So we know there's gotta be some, it's yeah, five days I'm older presumably. than the other bodies. It's not a little baby. Those are the problem of stage of mystery about uh, around fucking, Super heroic shenanigans like on this level. Uh, I was reading the comments trying to make sense of this fucking issues. I didn't get it at all. The five days yeah. too late. Poison yeah. Ivy coming out of the fucking thing, and everyone in the fucking comment section of this of this comic were like, "Oh, it's supposed to be a time memory from the Rebirth issue five. And I'm like, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> and that's why it's, it's so arbitrary what the explanation could be. That it, then it could be fucking anything because comic book, yeah, fucking shit. It could be. It could be even a sanctuary, uh, like simulation. Yeah. But the thing that's so dumb about this event is this event is super self-contained. Like yeah, there's but, been but very it's not clear few... that it is super self-contained. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the thing. Is like it's not clear that it's self-contained. Like a lot of the stuff, like Wally using the rose and all this stuff. Like I expect to be covered in tie-ins. It's not. No. I've seen one tie-in for this whole series, and like it's just Barry telling Iris that Wally's dead. Like it's not like it's. It's weird because it's not doing the thing we always complain about events, which is like bringing in all these other things. But it, yeah, it, you have to read a lot of. But it acts like material. it does because like there's just a bunch of gaps that I don't understand. All right. Yeah. So let's get to the actual issue that matters. Issue eight. So I, I want to say I do like the cover. It's Wally with his family watching yes. the sunset on Sanctuary. Yes. Because uh, I want to talk. We're gonna talk about stuff we don't like pretty quickly. So now so. I saw this cover. Like two months ago, or whenever it was like solicited, because Mitch Gerard's uh, Mitch Gerard's tweeted it, and he was like, "It's such an honor to work on this." Wally's my favorite character. You know, this is difficult for me, and I was just like, "Well, I know what this is." Then I <laughs> <laughs> uh, was thinking of you the entire time. I was really yeah, insane. it's, so, it's like, worse than you think, by R- the way. So, too. Ryan, I have a question. Yes, would you rather Wally West be dead? So, okay. Well, he well he is. No, wait. He is both. He is both. Would, <laughs> would you rather be dead? Be so dead? here's the. This is the stuff that I want to talk about. Is I don't. I'm gonna save it to the end. Yeah, save okay. it. For, save like the like the thesis on this on like this entire series for episode. No, but like issue. I do really want to talk about the 
some of the things in this issue that have nothing to do with Wally, but the portrayal of mental health mm-hmm. and okay, the way I, that it is in this issue. But I want to save that to the end. So let's talk okay. about it. Okay. Yeah, so it opens and it's Wally West giving confession to the sanctuary tapes of, as with like every other issue we've ever covered. But there's blood in the background. So this is after the massacre had happened. And, and also so this yeah. doesn't have the same nine panel grid that all the other confessions have. Yeah, it's wide. Now yeah. these are zoomed in and there's blood behind them and it's folded in. So it's clear that this is not like the same framing device. Now it's, it yep. actually matters what's happening in these panels. And the, the entire yeah. issue is actually just this confession and he starts yes. by saying i'm wally west fastest man alive this is my confession so he came to sanctuary for three weeks to recover we see a lot of the characters going through their like their uh, memories, more flashbacks like, and stuff you yeah. see like lagoon boy again getting zapped by the laser and i'm like hey i remember him yep and the shrinking guy is small in his bed the narration is just wally basically talking about how that he he was having to come to grips with everything that he had to find the moments that consumed him or that maybe he was ignoring or both one thing that I found really interesting in, like, this talk of trauma is he's basically saying, like, I was getting better, I was getting somewhere, yep. but I just felt so alone. And seeing all the other heroes here, I started convincing myself that that I was the only one actually here for a reason, and they were just being heroes and trying to, like, normalize my Also, because he didn't issues. actually see them. He knew they were there. Oh, but they but were anonymous. They yeah. were all anonymous, and he kept asking sanctuary, like, who? Who else is here? And he's like, yeah. they're like, I can't tell you. So he was like, I... Don't know if anyone's even here. He doesn't or believe. He doesn't believe because you know, things like what, what is all being staged just to make me feel better. Like I'm a freak yeah. of nature. Which, like, that's. I mean, that's. A I like real that t- analysis I, of yeah. trauma. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, get I like that. that too. Some of the other thoughts he has too is he thinks like he starts subconsciously blaming Linda, even mm-hmm. though like he knows that like this is a new a new Linda. Like it's not her fault, but he couldn't help but like blame her for it and like all these like yeah. Pretty... That, that was one of the things where I was confused because I was like. So there is a Linda here. I guess it's yeah. just an alternate. Yeah. Yeah, I'll think yeah. about it. It's like, it's like if like Wolverine met like the new Jean Grey, which he did. Yeah, yeah. Like technically, the actually It's universe. one of the things where again, this doesn't. It never got mentioned before this. I don't. Yes. think. Yes, it was so, a clarifying. I I gave yeah. it credit before for not getting too much into the weeds on this issue because this is. I thought this would be more self-contained than it was, but now it, it's relevant and they didn't explain it fully, so that's just confusing. Yeah. yeah. So he need to see that there's other people here that it's not just everything was just fabricated and made up. And he's like in the Truman show just for Wally West to like get through yeah. his trauma of losing them. And so there's all the data, really all weird. the confessions are taken and put into billions of bits and scattered to billions of places. And it'd take a few um, um, person like a few billion years to put it together. And, but since he's Flash, the fastest man alive. He somehow runs around and grabs all the bits and organizes them into so, video. This, this like is supposed to be the thing that like breaks him because he says in an instant, I saw every confession, every hero, every accident, every horror. I experienced the totality of a thousand heroes in crisis in, in an instant. But I'm like, actually, I think for him it would have been like like forever, right? He's going yeah, around that's, like yeah, grabbing some piece weird by piece. Perception so, of consciousness going on here. Yeah, because yeah, he, like, like, he's not getting it like. It's it's like in the Matrix where yeah it's only in an hour or whatever but you're still living that time yeah yeah and so for him he must have put together first booster gold and then see him and so it's like it's not an instant you're like the instant thing if if it somehow plugged into his head and just gave him all of it at once I would understand it like overwhelming his brain I I think the presumption is he put them all together and then he overloaded his brain on purpose. <laughs> I don't know. It, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Because, again, you're putting... Like, I don't even know how he put all the bits in 
pieces back together and like watched it or something. And if you watch like like two of them, you would get the point. Like, oh, they're real people. I guess they don't have to keep watching it. It'd be like podcast. getting like an electron from a hard drive and trying to combine it with other electrons around and trying yeah. to form video. Of it. It's just so dumb. <sighs> just but dumb. It, anyway, it broke him. Him watching it, so he runs outside to get some air, and that's when the alarm starts going off. We keep seeing this throughout the issues, like when like the crisis event happens. We just see emergency, emergency. Please proceed to nearest exit. And that's mm-hmm. he was the one who actually triggered it by by gathering those bits or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So he while says, he's outside, like crying, he starts talking about how like the speed force, where speedsters get their powers from, is a burden that they're always having to hold it under control, and every second of every day they're pushing back against their powers. Mm-hmm. That's a new thing. That's never been a thing before. <laughs> I, I guess. was wondering about that because like, why wouldn't the villains just be like, "Let it out, motherfucker"? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's always great when you have a superhero like mystery that punishes you for knowing too much about the character, and you have to yeah. make a move bullshit. Like even someone who's not a fl- like a Flash fan, like me, I'm like w- this 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 to me breaks all speedsters even worse because it's like wouldn't wouldn't the bad guys just be like zapping everyone? All the wouldn't time? Professor Zoom because he's a also speedster, like right? so he so he runs out, he's getting air, everyone's trying to come for him, he zaps them all, they're all fucking dead now. That's how they all die. How does this not show up on their fucking bodies? Like, how are they like, oh, who can use electricity in this fucking, this fucking place? Oh, <laughs> we solved the mystery right away. Like, how is this yeah. not solved right away? Well, Harley well, Quinn could Well, no, no, this. here's why. They actually do explain that. Oh, yeah, he stages it, actually. He stages I know, he stages it, it, but how does he hide that fact? Like, how, how does it yeah, yeah. Is, no, is the speed force dumb. specifically lightning, or does it just look like lightning? And it's just like a force killed everyone. It's basically like a dimension that has like unlimited energy that speedsters pull from. But does it like show up as lightning? So is this like Psychops and punches from the punch dimension? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, comic. That's what I was thinking because I actually because before this comic, I went back because. People were thinking it's like Wally could be the villain. I was like, wait, how do how there was Commander Steel was killed in some way, and they said like he's impenetrable, you can't kill him and stuff. And when I went back and read that, they found the chattering teeth inside of him. So I was like, okay, what? Like, how the fuck is this gonna work? Yeah. So uh, speaking of which, when people, when people, when people, people try to push it together in issue one. So someone, someone already said in like the comments section of the comic I saw of the comments I saw. I, I'm I am I'm willing to bet a hundred dollars that Wally killed everyone and killed himself because like, Tom King fucking hates us. <laughs> <laughs> not you're not wrong. <laughs> so yeah, so basically what we're alluding to there is after he realizes what he did, the only two people that didn't come out fast enough were Booster Gold and Harley Quinn because they were in therapy sessions. Mm-hmm. So what Wally does is he first runs in and sets up all the VR so that Harley Quinn and Booster Gold both. What, think they're walking outside, but they're walking into a VR room where they both think the other person killed everybody. Yeah. And and he says, I have complete control over Sanctuary now because of my meddling before. It's like, what bits was he putting together that he was able <laughs> yeah. to, like... Yeah, exactly. And he said because he, he knows Batman and, and Barry Allen so well, he knows how to set up a crime scene, so what he knows exactly what they'll miss and what mm-hmm. they'll look for and where their blind spots are so he could perfectly set up this perfect yeah. crime scene. It's like the Justice League thing of Batman being like, "I know exactly what you're gonna, I'm, what you're gonna do." It's like every superhero, when needed, will know what every other superhero's well, first reaction. Yeah, would be. and I can almost like, I can almost buy it, except the fact that he had to set up the crime scene that it could either be Harley Quinn or Booster killing everyone. Now, one, of which one could shoots kill. beams, and one <laughs> yeah. is like has a hammer. Like, well, that's why you find the the chattering teeth inside Commander Steel. You're like, oh, this this is what got him. She put yeah. it, her hand down his throat, and he died. 
And then he <laughs> takes Booster's tech, goes five days in the future where he finds the Wally with Poison Ivy that we just covered in the last issue. And that five day from now, Wally tells him about a secret rose in Gotham River that if he's absent with lightning, it'll turn into Poison Ivy. <laughs> and uh, Oh my dumb. god. Coke yeah. is so fucking dumb. Yeah, and then, yeah, th- then he... Oh, god damn it. And then, Bar- and then Wally was... Snaps his own. Future Wally West kill no past. No, Wally past West Wally West kills his five days from now Wally West by snapping his neck to like balance the scales for what horrible things he's done. And then he goes back to the five days ago, finishes staging all this stuff, leaves his body there next to Roy because Roy was his friend and he would want to die with him. Mm-hmm. And then he sets up the whole puddler mystery because, like, <laughs> why not? Okay, so I the, love that. I said, like, so why good. the fuck is this a mystery? He it's, did not need to do any of this fucking it's shit. something about puddlers have something to do with, like, Ironed malleability. No, it's, I think it's supposed to be cleansing. They die from like they're cleansing impurities and taking it into themselves, which is like you know the the because the, they're breathing the it trauma. In. Yeah, the yeah. trauma that people go through. The sanctuary trying to pull it out, or mm-hmm. he pulled it out, or something. It's some kind of metaphor. It's, like that. it's that by trying to like cleanse all the stuff, he's dying in the process of doing so by trying to fix everything. But the, but the twist is like he did this so you have time to confess to Lois Lane about. I guess how Sanctuary exists. Yeah, so this is when he dumps all of the files and everything on Lois Lane. So if he just fucking killed everyone and told Lois right after, I'm sure she would have been interested to hear why, why it was. I don't think he needed to cover any of the shit off and waste all his fucking time. What's weird too is to frame Booster and frame and innocent people. I thought the same thing after where I'm like, He's like, this gave me five days to finally tell the truth. And it's like, you don't need five days. You're the Flash. Like, you, <laughs> you need, oh, like, five minutes. What was the one to hear the confessions of the killer of every, like, 20 heroes? You want to hear that. No one's going to be uncurious about this fucking facts. This is, not, this is not something you have to gain attention for. So, okay. I know on this show I have a reputation of liking everything. Yep. I have never hated any comic book as much as I hated this issue. Wow. Well, it was literally taking your favorite character and like but shitting on them. Here's the thing. Let me let me just justify. I'm not usually as I, sometimes I am. That's for sure. I have my blind spots, but usually like when a character disappears and then when like they come back, I can kind of compartmentalize them a little bit better than others. So, like when characters I really love die, I can like still like like I like legacies and stuff. Like I can usually like look at it in context and like it a little more than a lot of people do. But it's not just the Wally stuff. Like, I hate that, obviously. That, mm-hmm. I don't need to explain why that sucks. To see your literal favorite fictional character do all these things. And, and do all these things, meaning kill the other heroes, yeah. frame other people for their murders, yeah. and then kill his future self. Yeah, kill yourself <laughs> after you came back just like a year ago, too. Now, correct. Now, maybe I'm blinded by my fanboyism on, like, how much I hate this book and everything. But mm-hmm. there, I took some, like, lessons from this book about mental health. And that I find to be, like, absolutely reprehensible. So can can I just tell you guys what I got out of this? And you can tell me if I'm, like, totally full of shit. Okay. So Wally is somebody that has some severe trauma and loss. Mm-hmm. And what he does is, first, he breaks patient-doctor confidentiality and reads everybody's files. <laughs> but we, as we established, like, it doesn't make sense for him to inject them all at once. But the thing that I took is, like, okay, so being around other people's trauma makes you completely, like, have a complete nervous breakdown, which is, I think, uh, the stigma against, like, group therapy and stuff is already, like, pretty problematic. So, like, I have issues with that. 
first off. Then he completely lashes out and is super violent around everybody because of his, like, because of his trauma and mental disorder. And instead of, like, having an actual analysis of what that's like to, like, hurt people you care about, he instead mutilates all their bodies. <laughs> like, we talked about how he shoved, like, teeth down people's throats and stuff. Mm. He then yes. takes two other people with mental disorders and trauma, makes sure that they are framing each other for bad, it. Bad enough trauma that they believe that they were the murderers. Yes. Yeah. So he frames other people for it, and then... The lesson that resolves here is not only, like, lie about it and then also take everyone else's confidential medical files but dump them to the press, yep. yeah. which is horrible in and of itself. But then, to balance the scales, the main character of the series literally says, to make it right, I had to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of things in here that I cannot yeah. stomach. Yeah. So, I, the, the group there, like, the group therapy thing, I, I, I'm, I, I think that's more, like... Because uh, like it is possible to get triggered by other people's trauma. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That yeah. is believable to me. Yes, yeah, that's not. Believable. It wasn't therapy. It was it, him it, literally it, just ex watching. Other people. Yeah. Watching. Okay, so yeah. that's one. So, that's one thing that I was like. That's how I read it. But I, I, I don't necessarily like. It's the other stuff that I like. The, the suicide yeah. is. Much, that, and, that's, that's that's a very good point. Where it's like, oh, to make it right, I gotta kill myself, right? Because that that'll fix it. And, and the mutilating the bodies too. It's like yeah. he he's like. Like he explodes in a in a fit of emotion and and like which like, like we've all had I mean not not to this level obviously yeah. but like, <laughs> I killed Tony speak for yourself <laughs> we've we've either had lash outs at people we care about or seen people we care about lash yeah, out and it's hurt a people thing they love. humans do but then usually they they feel bad after and they're not like all right I guess I'm gonna spend and then the next probably in his own consciousness because he goes so fast, the next, like, like month <laughs> mutilating their corpses and framing other people for murder. See you and, later. And, 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 and the thing is, like, the excuse you can give for Wally's actions is that he is a mentally traumatized person. But <laughs> his actions are evil outside, like... Yes. Uh, yeah. That's so evil outside. Yes. Yes. Like yes. A villain, right? He is a super villain. He is a, a horrible human being. Like they yeah. fucking butchered his character. Like the, mental trauma is not excuse the actions he does. And if it does, then it, it's a horrible indictment on what mm. Tom King thinks about think about mental people mental issues. And now that actually is I couldn't have asked for a better setup than that slide. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to see because I was like really infuriated. This is and you guys know I'm a big collector. I'm very careful with all my things. I literally yeah. chucked this book into my wall in a fit of rage, which uh -huh. I haven't done since I died at the final boss of Zelda 2. But <laughs> the uh, the thing is I was like let's see how Tom King is responding because I feel like this is super bad stuff. And I looked through a lot of his replies and mentions and a lot of, he was responding to people, but someone said, someone said to him, great. Another mental illness leads to slaughter story. I, and cause there was like big spoilery, uh, articles out today about the mm -hmm. book. And he said, I've suffered from depression all my life. I've tried to kill myself twice and thought about many more times, but never have I wanted to harm another. So thanks Tom for continuing the stigma. And Tom's response was, thank you for sharing this. If you can, please read the issue. It may not be what you think it is. It is. It is that. First it off. Is, it is, yeah. And Jeez, second, hi, saying hi, I struggle with mental illness and like have a lot of triggers and stuff. And he goes, why don't you read this thing where the main character snaps his own neck? It's such a smug thing too. like, did you even read the issue? I yeah. definitely handled it yeah. right. And all of, all of his replies were, you should really read it. Somebody said, I read it and was really hurt by the way you portrayed mental illness. And he mm. literally said, I think you should reread it and read it again because I think you missed the point. 
Read until you get my interpretation of and my writing. That, the thing is, somebody's like, hi, I really don't like the way you handled this mental illness issue. And his response is, it's your fault. You're just misreading it. That's like the worst kind of gaslighting victim blaming that like, I just can't. Yep. I can't. That that's really like bizarre and that's really rude to do and it's also weird because like his best the best technical issue is the one where Superman gives a speech about how you know your problems don't make you like an imperfect person it's that everyone has like problems and you're all struggling every day to like keep fighting and that's the issue she'd read not the issue where the person can't handle things to the point that they both murder people and kill themselves yeah, yeah. and and I, I it's like one thing like I don't. Like, I understand the person saying, like, I've always, like, that, that commenter who was saying, like, I've tried to self-harm and kill myself, but I haven't attacked other people. But, like, mm-hmm. some, some people do with mental illness. Like, yeah. they do, mm-hmm. they lash out at others. But, like, him to be like, anyway, just read my book. Yeah. <laughs> or like, reread it. <laughs> when we talk about Kaiju Maddox and we were criticizing his handling of uh, rape, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to be careful criticizing writers too much because I want these issues to be tackled. And yeah, yeah. I, I want people, I don't want writers to be scared. Of, I don't want these issues, everything to be whitewashed, so no, no dark topics are ever covered, ever. Agree. Yeah, so, yeah. and we talk about how Kaiju Max, when he was confronted with the issue, he says, I'm trying to, hand, I was trying to handle the right. And we got the impression, uh, we as, uh, uh, when we heard his comments, that it seemed like he was a sincere person trying to get the issue right. And ma- you know, maybe you disagree if you got it right or, or, or wrong. Yeah. It seems like he was just trying, like, being that smug, like you just misread what I wrote about a serious yeah. topic, like somebody I got it right. Going, somebody going out of their way to talk about like struggles with suicide and depression, like that's not like I think you, you know, I think that you know you're canceled. Like that wasn't some snarky like leftist yes. Twitter thing. Yeah, yeah. Also, if you're like you miss, you don't, you didn't get it, then tell tell explain them. About, like at least explain like maybe I didn't get it right, but here's my thought process. Like I'm trying to get this motion across in the story. And I know, like, there's another issue left. So, like, maybe you say, like, there's another issue left. Maybe that will redeem all of it. I it's it's going to be it. a thing. I think what they're going to try and do next issue is they're going to try and prevent him from killing himself. And they're going to be like, it's okay. Everyone has problems. But, like, we've already seen his dead body a bunch of times. But I don't know how the timeline works Yeah. Here. Because remember in the last issue, like, Booster and Harley were both like, maybe we have to find a way for him not to this but the thing is like so so this is i was talking to one of our listeners about this uh and they if they do a bunch of comic book bullshit and undo all this stuff it would be better for the universe but it would be terrible writing like the the, the size of a point then really yeah it would make it like just like that would be so like that would just make it the most pointless shitty book ever well, it'll just be Wally West struggle, yeah. That's unless like... the point is like, unless the point is like, Wally, you shouldn't release people's patient uh, confidentiality. You shouldn't break <laughs> that. Wally, don't be a fucking mur- uh, don't cover up your murders. Wally, don't be a fucking prick. Like... And even if they do that, th- that sends an- another terrible message because it's like, oh, when someone lashes out, it's because you didn't do the right thing to fix them. That's like... true too. Wow, <laughs> but you have to try to save all your friends. If they don't, it's your fault. Cause you yeah, yeah, exactly. And like. It also, like, what, is he going to have some magic bullet that fixes, like, trauma and guilt issues? Like, that's not how it works. Uh, you, Poison Ivy. You do another flashpoint. This time you bring Linda and the kids back. Boom. That's the Tom King solution. But god damn it, guys. I'm so mad. Poison Ivy is definitely central somehow, so. Yeah. We'll oh, She's the one that's witnessing everything. But, like, even... It doesn't... It To me, it doesn't even matter if everything gets fixed or whatever because the way this issue tackled these issues was so disgusting to me that, like, even if it's all... Like, even if Wally's not dead and all the heroes are fine, like, I don't give a shit about that. This does real damage to people. I want to say, you know, you're saying, um, this is the worst 
Comic Keeper Red. Um, I was gonna say this is like the worst mainstream comic I've I've read for the series for this divisive issue show. Mm. show. Yeah. Uh, like. Uh, I, uh, I like if I feel like it's so fillery that first of all it's so fillery that it feels like it's wasting my time in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second of all, uh, whenever it gets to a point, it's always ugly and yeah. the whole book feels mean spirited, and if it tackles any issue, it's so misguided. Like this, this and the, and the premise was potentially interesting, but everything about this comic feels like it's just stretched out. It feels like it's, yeah, it's mishandled because it's stretched out to. Uh, so you read them, you want to keep reading, and it's so like uh, click. I don't, I don't know what the term before clickbaity will be, but like <laughs> it's, it's showing all these devs just to get your attention. Like it feels yeah. so cheap in the way it handles everything about it. <laughs> yeah. Edgy, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and yeah, we edgy. have twenty-two pages left. Yeah. In this whole story. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. It's, it's a very not well put together i think i think you made a lot of good points about the the way that it frames the trauma because it's funny because i was reading this and i was thinking about it not through that kind of lens like what are you saying about people that need help instead i was just looking at it kind of like as a what's the big twist why did he do it type of deal yeah like the the whole murder mystery basically like that other shit we read identity crisis like it's all fake and it's like great I mean, I, I feel like Identity Crisis was a little... You had to make some leaps that they couldn't find out who did this, whereas here, it's like... Identity Crisis cheats. Too far. Uh, this, 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 this makes no difference what the mystery is. Yeah. There's so much fucking bullshit going on. Making, the Puddlers. Difference. Oh, my God. The Puddlers makes... What a red herring. That? That's so dirty. Yeah. It's... And then if drip-feeding her the tapes for five days, it's so dumb. But that's what I mean. Like, I think the crisis cheats. This just wastes your fucking time with setting yeah. up like, anything. It, it would make more sense, even though the, you couldn't make a book out of it, if the fact that he, like, exploded with his speed force nonsense and that he was there and the rest of the series is talking to him, being like, what do we do about a guy that's so fast no one can stop him and that now can, like, explode and harm people. He, he, like, here's what I thought, and maybe it makes less sense or more sense. Let me know what you guys think. I thought when Wally hacked to preserve the fucking uh, secrets, like, the AI would try to fight him, and maybe the other heroes try to fight the AI or something to try to save Wally, misconstruing the event, and that the AI would have killed him, uh, killed the, he- the heroes, not Wally exploding. Does that make less or more sense to you guys? I don't know anymore. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I, I think it would make more sense. Okay, because like, I would way, certainly way... be less offended. Upset. By it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'd be weird to have an AI like kill people for breaking confidentiality. Like, because like Wally was like uh, Wally was was going through and he's going to try to release all information. Maybe the eyes like this is that's like a last minute like resort to stop Wally, and in, in that struggle, at least a bunch of deaths. But like, it's, it's a way, lot cleaner for Wally's character. Yeah, and absolutely. either way, it's making up shit that's like far fetched anyway. Now his yeah. Force explodes, and now it's it's just and if his Force exploded, that'd be something. But now he has to frame everyone too. It, yeah, it's just a, this. It, it seems like it was trying to make this uh, uh, shitty nonsensical ending. Yeah, yeah. and congratulations, Tom King. Yeah, we win. <laughs> Oh, All right, so we're done, right? right? Yeah. So, I mean, this is what you people wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> I enjoyed it in the beginning. The, I, I, I really, I really, 
can't wait to listen to these all together because I think it starts with me being like, I'm a really big Tom King fan. I'm excited for this event. I think it's going to be good. <laughs> it really does. And it takes you to a really dark place. And so, no, no, for next episode. Like, next episode won't be um, uh, Silver Age stuff. We'll go, we're going right into issue nine. Yeah, because it comes out at the end of May. Uh, yeah, we want to have these out like when the hype is really built. That's why we have eight with this one because that's what everyone was, is talking about right now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when nine comes out, whatever bullshit happens, we're going to want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned. Yeah, definitely. Please stay tuned. So thank you all for backing us. And I want you to know that your money goes to Tom King. Because I use it to buy these damn books. Uh. So, but it really does, I mean, it does mean the world to me that, like, we actually got a lot of new Patreon backers because we wanted to do this event piece by piece. And, like, that does really mean a lot. And, like, even though, like, when I was buying it today, I was like, it's cool that people care about our analysis about this kind of thing. Enough to, like, fund it. Mm -hmm. The fact that our Patreons grew after we started doing this... That's the only fucking reason we're still doing this. After <laughs> yeah. I issue two, I was like, we're fucking on the series. We're doing more, but people are liking it. So I'm like, okay, let's finish this goddamn trash. Yeah. But you keep the show alive, okay? Yes. So thank you guys so much. So thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for and, torturing us. And backing the Divisive Issues and Flying Machine Patreon. I've been Ryan. I've been Sly. I've been Phil. And I've been Daryl. Stay in Patreon mode. Hello and welcome to the Divisive Issues Patreon episode. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And we can finally put to rest Heroes in Crisis. It, we are we covering issue nine of nine. Put to rest or maybe like put to west? <laughs> like Wally West. Oh man. <laughs> That's good. That's, so this bad. is this is what I get for wishing upon that monkey paw that my favorite character Wally West would come back from the dead. <laughs> and we get Heroes in Crisis. I will say I, I found like a, a an irony in the fact that I'd think back to college when before Divisive Issues existed and you guys were telling me about comics and I'm like, what, Flash go back and kill his mom or whatever back in time? <laughs> yeah. And then like they're just they DC was like, That worked. Let's do that but different again. <laughs> it's interesting, like we talked about how it was interesting to read a series as it was going on. You had a lot of people living in the stages of grief with the series. <laughs> and <laughs> until this final issue, there were people making fake leaks, uh, making up shit sources saying, Oh, it's actually an alternate reality while I was showing what could have happened to Stark reality. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's I saw people talking about how Dr. Manhattan was going to show up. And... Yes, I mean, that's exactly what I heard. Like, don't get those kind of conspiracy theories. Everyone, and, and it always happens because comics have such a wide history. And, and uh, reality, when you're a comic fan, I'm like, sorry, fans, I love you, but in writing, you're just going to be more self-contained in that. Like, it's not going to yeah. call into, like, a fucking other series and issue nine. No, it's going to call into stuff that's happening in that same shit story. And yeah. that's what the series did. And if it does, because a lot of people were talking to me about it, they're like, well, what if this happens and it's an alternate reality? And I'm like, maybe that'll be better for, like, the universe and it won't, like, kill as many characters, but it'll still be, a, it'll make it a worse story. Yeah, like, yeah that's not like, how pull a deus ex machina, like, out of yeah. your ass being like, this was a dream. Like, those, those alternate realities exist, but they usually are, like, established that exist in the story itself. And yeah. then, it, like, it ties into what's going yeah, on. Yeah, like, it, it's truly shitty writing when you're like, ah. Yeah. Like, like we knew Bo- this story's gonna have time travel in it because Booster Gold is the main character. Like, yes. Yeah. It's, it, that's, like, that's, that's, that's the kind of setup we're talking about. You need to have some kind of setup before going to wild tangents like that shit. Yeah. Okay, so. Here we go. So we only have one issue, so we can <laughs> really get into it. 
meat yeah. potatoes and talk about all these fucking cameos in this fucking story. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is, yeah, I was going to say, this is your favorite thing. Because there's all these people and I'm, like, reading through some of them, like, I just kind of want to know what, like, some of their deals are. Because... I don't even know who some of these fucking <laughs> characters are. I was I was shocked at how many I knew first, and then I was shocked at how many super characters I still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Like, how do I not know who Jason Blood, the demon, is? I don't even think have been referenced. I also realize why I really hate... Like, so it opens up with all these fucking confessions. Yep. So it's still the nine-panel grid of, like, yeah. confession, confession, confession. Yeah, yeah. so uh, this, this made me realize why... So this made me have a lot of relations why I fucking hate the series even more than I was just, uh, One, <laughs> uh, these confessions are here to either say a dumb joke or, B, set up what could have been a potentially interesting story arc, but here is just retconning shit for no fucking reason. Uh, yeah. so, so one is Jason Blood who turns into a demon and his joke is I have an inner demon but it's not the one you think haha good joke Tom King 10 out of 10 <laughs> but uh, then we get to see the Divisive Issues fan favorite the, the Guardian, Guardian. <laughs> well, I, saw him, I was like yeah I don't even get what he's saying he says and that's just it right whatever it is or whatever happens I'm not Superman I guess he has an inferiority complex yeah right? he's, like, he, I mean we made fun of him it's, it's yeah. real he's a piece of shit no one likes him <laughs> this is what happened to Guardian after he listened to our Death of Superman episode <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 like, that's what I mean like there's nothing to like, Guardian the thing that makes Guardian so shitty is the story never acknowledges how shitty he is the story acts like it's like a big deal Guardian's here woo but then gets his ass kicked it's like this is a recon that, like it, it makes sense for us but, like this is more of that meta shit we talked about with, with Wally West being the savior of D- DC like this was never acknowledged previously that uh, Guardian had an inferiority complex. I don't. Think. Yeah, but no. I mean, I, I I think this story is trying to get at the fact that in a in any sense of these people being human beings, yeah. they would go through mental anguish. That I, we I just, know that have been ignored in comics. But this, I know, but if this was a good story. This would address it instead of just having it be this character had this entire time for one panel and now bring this well, up instead of yeah, having it's it to be, show that everyone has this. I know, but. I think. The whole story should have been about this, not fucking yes, why it was. Yes. It should have been about Guardian and Inferior Complex and establishing it. Now, one panel of Guardian and Inferior Complex. If you want to establish here's a mental health issues, address it instead of having one page, it ex- exists. Especially when it's juxtaposed with all these, like, dumb jokes. Like, yeah. they have yeah. Guy Gardner, and he also has an Inferior Complex about how, like, he... You know, he was tied to be picked Green Lantern and it gave to Hal Jordan instead. And, like, that would be an interesting thing to see. And even these setups are kind of, like, as deep as a lot of the, like, characters and securities we've gotten in this book. Like, if this was, like, lots of characters that we actually got to delve into their problems a little bit more than we did, like, I feel like this would be what you guys are saying, like, implying, like, there's everybody has these stories. But for the most part, it's been, like, this weird time travel thing with, like, a lot of wasted pages that, like, to me, this seems like just more wasted potential. There should not have been nine fucking issues for this fucking story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's that this tried to set up a murder mystery that, as we saw last issue didn't need to exist at all because yeah. it just ruins the character by trying to make a murder mystery. Also, a uh, quick m- touch on a mis- murder mystery. I think Zach Fig on our Discord brought up a good point. Uh, Lagoon Boy, he dies after everyone else and he gets pierced through the side while he's... He basically... He comes out after everyone's already dead and says, what happened here? And then he gets pierced in the, in the, in the chest afterwards. And it's supposed to be ironic because he was afraid of being pierced in the chest, right? Yeah. How do... Did Wally murder him after the fact that covers fine? <laughs> he left one person alive. He's like, gotta rectify. Unless that was part of the simulation that Booster saw? But I don't think it was. <laughs> How did Lagoon Boy see Booster's simulation? No, no, because we, we were seeing through Booster's eyes, so he, we might have not seen Lagoon Boy die. But it seems like just one of those red herrings yeah, for no fucking reason. It's a red herring. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is. It is. It's like, there's nothing uh, set up fucking this. So in this panel, I just have to ask, who, Sly, do you know who Madame Marie is? Or who Cole is? No. 
<laughs> Wait, okay. Who's Dove? What's her thing? She says, oh, why do Dove. I have to control him? He's not my responsibility in any way. But still, what happens, like, every time? So, Hawk and Dove... So, this, this, so this is why I'm going to write shitty. Because this means nothing if you don't know the characters already. Yeah. Hawk and Dove are... Hawk and Dove is Dove. She likes. She's like a more peaceful, graceful one. Hawk is a violent, aggressive one. They're originally created oh. by Steve Ditko, the guy who created the questions. Very political, very libertarian. Yep. To show like uh, Dove is a, a bullshit, shitty, li- a bleeding heart liberal doesn't get anything <laughs> done, and Hawk is the conservative who gets shit done. And yeah, so Dove but is th- he- they were more fleshed out during like the Vietnam era to show yeah. like the two, not by Steve Ditko, but to show like by other writers. Better writers made them more like actual. Like, what are these parallels? <laughs> While Steve Ditko was this character, Dove is shitty. He should fucking hate this character. <laughs> yeah. Dove. yeah. Also, I just Dove. I went back and looked at this Lagoon Boy issue. It's it is through Booster's eyes as he watches Wally get clonked by Harley. Is when Lagoon Boy gets shot. So it's all is fake. But then he can't even get the So it's all in Booster's head. But so that that means when Wally made the simulation, he's like, make sure Lagoon Boy gets stabbed. <laughs> In this simulation, Wally's monster, no matter how you fucking cut, cut yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, so a, a, a dumb joke by Firestorm. My head is on fire. I shouldn't take this. I shouldn't joke this serious. I'm taking this seriously, but seriously, my head is on fire. Really. Yeah. But um, even so, even okay, Black Lightning is talking about how like I'm not from where they're from, but they all expect me to be like them. How's that supposed mm-hmm. to work? And this was maybe the most interested I've been in like these mental health issues the whole book because I'm like, okay, you have a street like from the streets black character who joins the Justice League. And, like, mm. everyone else expects him to be just, like, a superhero who has, like, white middle America values. And I'm like, that's interesting. Now, it's it's not anything it, in the book. Like, it, it is interesting. But the thing is, when I read it, I assumed he was another goddamn alien that crash-landed, like, <laughs> Superman on the planet. I thought, I I like, thought he I was like, from a different country or something. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this comic is addressing this, Ryan. Let me know. Because I like, I like Guy Gardner uh, saying, why? because he was always second pick to mm-hmm. be Green Lantern and he's like sorry why, why was it Hal over me what's wrong mm-hmm. with me I like that touch I don't, there's probably comics that dress it better than this fucking comic does yeah but. Uh, ironically enough that gets touched in a lot of Booster Gold books cause Booster Gold's the one who convinces Guy Gardner to go farther away so he doesn't get the ring <laughs> oh interesting <laughs> but so that's you know favorite... that's by better writers <laughs> My favorite of all of these, because we're just, are we going to keep jumping to each of these? Uh, Actually, panels? yeah, yeah, we should just get these out of the way. Because the there's way. like four of them that just, or five of them that just cut into the, the yeah. comic. So I have the Frankenstein. Frankenstein says I'm rotting. Ha. <laughs> my, favorite, <laughs> uh, my favorite therapy is Detective Chimp. And he says, you know how many times they told a poop throwing joke about me? I know the exact number. And I'm like, you're a fucking chimp. Well, of course people are going to make poop throwing jokes about you. You're not a human being. What? Bill, that's so rude to Detective but Chimp. But my actual, my actual favorite was Katana. Because that seems interesting. She picks up the sword and she's like, the only thing I ever understood was that one day this will drip with my blood. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. I want to know more about her. Uh, yeah. I, I like Martian Manhunter because like the readers, he says, underneath everyone's screaming. Because <laughs> we're all screaming at Tom King about this book. Uh, one, one joke I found really dumb. It was like kind of amusing for her first, first page and they kept going over it. Oh, yep. Uh, uh, Dick, uh, Tim is like, Dick's the funny Tim one. Drake. Nice one. Jason's the rebellious cool one. Damien's the, cool, uh, the cute mean one. So I get it. I get it. More than I get it, but what the hell am I? And then Dick, uh, uh, Dick is like, Jason is a cool rebellious one. Tim is a dark smart one. I'm like, why would I think this? Like, what? What? This is more meta fucking commentary. Like, there's nothing to indicate like they compare themselves still to the other Robins. Like they're all individuals. Why wouldn't they? Like, I but they all, they're all, they're, they're, they're all struck out, and became their own heroes because they didn't fucking need to deal with this shit. Like, why would they still be thinking this after all these years? And if they, they are, like, why isn't that addressed in any fucking comic? Why bring it up now? I think that's uh, the thing. It's part of it's like Tom King being like, I feel like he sat down with all these characters and was like, if they had to have a problem, what? 
would it be? So he looks at it and he's like, well, all the Robins have to compare each other to them. And like, this guy's this problem, that guy's that problem. I think you can, you can argue like Tim and Dick, but Robin, yeah. but, but like fucking Jason is like a, a murderer of a gun now. And <laughs> why would he ever compare himself to Dick yeah. and Tim? Like, why would he ever? That makes also, no fucking sense. Also, I love characters like Zatanna who's like, so I was hanging out with Satan and, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like her problems are different than. <laughs> I like yeah. uh, Johnny Tommy tomorrow who's like who is like I went back in time and saved the world like what what what's is that supposed to be what I've been talking about like just saving the world like I'm cool I'm fine like uh who the fuck is that so it's like, I, I looked him up he's a guy from the 60s he hasn't appeared since the 60s is he challengers of the unknown no he's the planeteers I don't know who the fuck is that I just found it funny because he's literally stuck in the 60s like I don't get all his mind mental health stuff like I saved the world and I'm cool I don't get what you guys are talking about <laughs> Yeah, he's like a Grant Morrison character that had to come yeah. in. <laughs> and you have Mara, and she's like, the ocean is large and contains multitudes. And I'm like, thanks for making her say a fucking uh, first grade decent uh, uh, essay, Tom King. <laughs> so the thing is, with a lot of these panels, they're, I think we're getting into it that they're all very, like, different. And there are some that seem very interesting. But to me, a mm-hmm. lot of this feels very, like, exactly what you guys said is he took a character and was like, if they had to have one aspect of them, this is it. And it seems kind of really lazy to me. And, like, I don't know. I think there's better ways to do this than, like, making super deep cuts that, like, Sly and I have to look up. Yeah. yeah. It just seems to me, like, why do this? I didn't. But, I did enjoy some of them. Like, it did make I was going to say, some of them. yeah, like, so, how Sideways says, my mother on my phone, she left me messages. I still have them. I listen to them, like, too much. I should delete it, all of it. It's not good for me, but I can't delete it. And it's like every page has – maybe there's like one of them that's like, you know, this is could be interesting if Tom King chose to explore it more in this series, mm-hmm. but he clearly didn't. And, and there's also that, that there's so like one they, – they all, like we said before, do the like three words, yeah. three yeah. words, yeah. three words question. <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing that is good is this is basically a montage of all the characters that were lucky enough to not be put in this fucking book. <laughs> so you could be like, look at these interesting characters that we didn't have to watch die. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. These. So they're all alive after yes. Sanctuary reopens. That's a twist. Sanctuary reopens. Big twist. Sanctuary <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one thing I do want to mention about this is someone in our Discord posted a uh, an interview with Tom King where Tom King was like, I had the outline for the story. And editorial came in and said, you have to use Wally West, Booster Gold, and Harley Quinn. So it, uh, stuff we said from the beginning, it really was just like completely arbitrary which characters were there. Yeah. Also, uh, I thought you were going to post, somebody posted this panel of Calvin on our Discord, and it's Calvin just going, meow. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, yeah. great joke. Tom King. I'm glad you're writing the fucking Batman and Calvin series now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of jokes in here where you're just like, just don't. So okay, so we have all the interviews out of the way. Let's actually talk about the. Oh, okay, so this is this whole book. I mean, this whole this issue is basically just like one scene. It's Wally West talking to Dude, Wally West. Yourself. If you guys remember from issue eight, Wally West went five days into the future, snapped his own neck, and brought wait first his resurrected body. poison ivy because he had to, and then he snapped his own neck. <laughs> yeah, because he yeah. had to, and then and then sent that body back to the past. So now. We're back in that scene with his his arms around his future self's neck, about to snap it. Mm-hmm. There's so much dumb stuff. We didn't like. How did Poison Ivy get resurrected? Uh, the she, flower. Oh, they do mention that in this issue. Okay, plant they the do flower. Plant the flower. So yeah, we could. I mean, so basically, what happens is Poison Ivy 
Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn have always had this implied relationship that Tom King actually, in his Batman run, ma- like made explicitly canon that they have a, a physical history together. Mm-hmm. And so while they were in Sanctuary, this is revealed here in this book, that Poison Ivy gave Harley a rose that would always have a part of her, even if she died. And then Wally took that rose and hit it with lightning and it turned That's into... That's what I was asked. Like, the Speed Force can resurrect people? Uh, I mean, it's more like it. She mer- it sounds like she merged with the green. I don't know. Poison Ivy connected to the green. I mean, it doesn't make sense. No, but- I, I think I think what the Speed Force did was like speed up time so that her she was able to grow <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or whatever. It's like in a throwaway panel. We're already giving it more. So time this is not to be a Poison Ivy. This is uh, excuse me. Uh, I think actually <laughs> I wish, Force. I wish you guys could see clone. me okay. face palming when you brought up Speed Force like, <laughs> resurrecting Poison Ivy. Uh, so yeah, uh, Wally gets his Wally about to stab his stabs on neck, but he gets interrupted by Booster Gold in his time machine, being like, "Hey, we're here now." So yeah. now we have the the useless cast, uh, <laughs> who has been the main characters for eight issues, but actually have no relevance. On they anything. are so useless. No, they save Wally West, which is Batwoman. Bo- wait, Booster's, back, Batgirl, Booster's kind of the name? only one necessary here to save yeah. Wally West. Yes. the rest of them are not. Harley Quinn's literally sleeping as she shows up. She's literally falling asleep, like she's so yeah. fucking bored of the shit. So, <laughs> haha, they're still making all these funny fucking panels of while, while it's like a fucking Marvel movie. While Wally West is going to his grief over murdering all his friends, mm-hmm. great fucking comedic yeah. timing, Tom King. I have a feeling that Booster Gold is a character Tom King wanted to use, and everyone else was completely editorially mandated. Yeah, I, I, I have a, I, I call bullshit. I'm saying they asked him to use Booster Gold because Booster Gold. When is his BB? When who loves Booster Gold so much that in editorial they have to be in every fucking story? No, it's fucking Tom King. <laughs> <laughs> they keep making me use him. Uh, I don't know why. I, they made me marry I, him. I, I love <laughs> how you have Blue Beetle here. It's like, well, I uh, Flash is the killer and he's the victim and he's alive twice. It's like they're so dumb, and I feel bad for Ryan because both like. Like Blue Beetle and especially Wally West, Ryan. This is my first impression of him, and that can't go away. <laughs> like this is forever now. This book is basically like Tom King broke into my house and played with all my favorite toys in front of me, and then took a shit on them and kicked me in the nuts. Yeah. Actually, no, it's like Harley Quinn kicked Wally West in the nuts. Spoilers, it's about to happen. Uh, so th- they come out, they see uh, Poison Ivy, and Poison Ivy's like, hey, uh, I know it's a shock, but I'm here, I'm alive, let me explain, and Harley Quinn run- runs over and hugs her. This is what I realized, uh, I remember I was debating this point, but uh, Clay Mann was not the right writer- artist for this series, because... You think? Man, they the girls just look like they're naked, and they have uh, like uh, oh yeah, they just cover mm. they just drew over their naughty bits. And you think it's like naked. it's like too way too sexualized? Uh, just, yeah, I guess I guess we talked about this in like a thing about uh, mental health issues. You don't want to sexualize it. That's really weird. But also, just it just seems so weird that they just seem so. They, they, they seems like they're, they're, they have no layer of clothing on whatsoever at all. They don't. I mean, I will yeah. say if you look at this shot of all four of them, I'm always gonna. I'm not trying to be like men too, but like blue uh, booster gold and blue beetle also basically are naked with color on them. Like this would be fine, yeah. like in a fucking Death Set Two series kind of shit. But I don't. They're think all it's... so. Buff. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It just it just makes it just so off putting. I keep forgetting what the series is supposed to be about. Buff dudes walking around and then. Oh, why was he trying to kill himself in the next fucking scene? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it is. It is a weird uh, like juxtaposition there. Um, so, yeah. so Wally is saying to his other self, "I, you have to kill me. I have to kill you." Yeah. Uh, and you messed up because you're alone. Yeah. And and so the Wally from the past, five days in the past, is like, you know, five you days messed in up the past. 
right? I, I lost track of I think who it's was five who, days in the future. It's I, it's kind of hard to... Yeah. I, I lost track of who was, who, who was talking, what was happening. So you guys will have to explain this fucking issue to me. Because I, I, I stopped getting a show a long time ago. So one Wally, I can't tell which, is crying. <laughs> so, Good luck. so future Wally is sitting there crying. Because mm. he's been, like, just sitting there for five days. And then past Wally shows up. Because past Wally has to kill future Wally and drop his body off. Okay. okay. And he's like... You know, you're alone, uh, and it's pretty much everything. You know, it sounds like a lie, but you have to trust me that, like, no, I, I feel have like to it kill should be you. flipped. What? But why would? Because the thing is, if it if it's not if it's not flipped, <laughs> why would Future Wally come here to console himself and then sit down and cry? Oh, okay, and need to no, be you're right. Oh, himself. do you know why? Because in the first panel, no, Future it's... Wally didn't come here. Past Wally. <laughs> no, here's so here's here's why it's confusing. Cause why I got confused? Because in the first panel, there's Wally crying, and it says you have to kill me. I thought it was a word bubble, but it's not. It's a bubble right next to him that doesn't have that little arrow. Oh, yeah. So I thought he was saying that. No, he hears that. And so yeah. the crying one says, "I have to kill you." So that's past Wally. I don't know. Yeah, that, I, I don't no, give a fuck. It, it's good to see. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Why would you kill yourself? It's not mad. Fucking this, this is Wally. <laughs> past and future doesn't matter. This is Wally who had just killed his friends, and the other Wally is the one who had five days to think about things. Okay. Yeah. You're right. So the one who had just killed his friend is oh he's crying and he needs to be consoled by the one who had five days to think about things and it's 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 kind of interesting because it's about like him trying to help him out and be like you're not alone. Like, but coincidentally enough, me. during this monologue, he happens to have a paragraph that perfectly describes the trauma of all the other people that happen to be here. Like Booster Gold, he talks about how you try to do something good and you're a fuck up. And with uh, Barbara Gordon, and this is him talking to other Wally, yeah. but he just happens to also mention about how, like, you know, when you're defined by hurt or uh, Blue Beetle, how someone who betrayed you and, like, ruined your life forever, which is referencing a, an event where Blue Beetle died that's been completely retconned and not isn't canon anymore, <laughs> but whatever. And then, like, how Harley Quinn, he talks about, you're not the only one who felt the madness creep in. And Poison Ivy talks about, you know, you're, you've, you're not the only one who's done some terrible things. And it's just like, he wrote this speech, I guess, knowing who would happen to be there to stop him. <laughs> No, it's that everyone everyone has these problems. Like they're yeah. so specific. I know, but I think the whole point of this whole issue is that w- he's even saying while well, he's standing in front of people, "You're not alone." The whole point is that everyone has mental health stuff. Yeah, but it's not general platitudes. It's super specific. No, things. I, th- I you're think not it, the I only know, it's, it's kind of like general vagaries. It is. Like you've, you've done so terrible bad. things. That could that yeah. relates to Harley Quinn too, as well. That as relates to most people. You're not the only yeah. one who's been hurt so bad that hurt becomes a part of you. I mm-hmm. mean, these are pretty general things. Yeah. So in, c- in conclusion, the only reason why Harley is here is to be comic relief because uh, yes. you need a booster for a time travel. But Harley is yeah. just here. Yeah, no, she's useless. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's what was interesting when I was reading this because this is kind of like. Wally kind of worked through his own problems, which was neat that he didn't need to like all these other people to come in and save him. Plus, these people are fucking idiots, so they couldn't have saved him anyway. So, so not not to get into the time travel stuff. So, why is he no, killing we himself? Are, we are getting into the time travel stuff. <laughs> he the whole point, the whole the theme of this whole story, which I think the reason I'm going to defend this issue a little bit is because yeah. issue eight ended on what we said was like a terrible message, which was when you have mental health issues, kill oh, yourself. Don't worry, I think this ends on a very terrible message too. But we'll get yeah, to it. I think, but I. I think overall the point here is that killing himself was not the answer and he says mm-hmm. we can't just go back in time and redo what we, we've done yeah. and make a mistake he says we need to make up for what happened 
and and get help and talk about it. Violence is not going to solve it. We need to expose everyone's fucking mental health issues. Uh, yeah, but they they do talk about like how Wally started to make up for it by exposing everything, which I don't really get why that's a yeah. Part of I'm not going to forgive it. Fuck that shit. Like that's fucking fucked up. Wally. Yeah, Fuck yeah. It. It's the yeah. the line is he leaked the secrets about Sanctuary to make up for it. That's good. And someone else, it's. We don't know who it is because all these characters are written the same. They say, it's good, but is that enough? I was like, ah, it's not good that you leak people's private, like, videos of them confessing to things. Like, that's not the answer. The answer is to say Sanctuary is a thing that superheroes have to go to to get help. And then, therefore, now you can be like, oh, okay, they're flawed, too. You don't have to be like, here's what Superman's, like, neuroses are. It's not not terrible in the fact that it's not as terrible as last issue, but still fucked up fucking theme yeah. yeah but they, they keep going for this idea in, when they're in this conversation between wally and wally where yeah. he keeps saying like what like what do we do about this and he's like we have to basically just like own up to it and move forward and but we talk about how what we did was murder people like yeah it's, it's no, like i know it's, but, but it's but, not like, relatable wally... to most people like if you go if he goes spoilers but, he goes to fucking jail like what is that what what lesson but, regular person but wally's like I, I should die like i should kill myself i should mm-hmm. sacrifice myself i'm a hero and I want to be a hero, so I should die for this. And they're like, I know, but, 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 you don't but need like, to die. but like, if, 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 in the practical sense, he's going to jail for his, his, mur- his murdering crimes. And if you murder people in real life, you're going to jail to murdering crimes. Well, the, like, the yeah. metaphor, though, the metaphor there, and like, I can't believe I'm defending this book, but what they're going for is that superheroes are always heightened versions of human morality. So, like, he murdered people, and it's supposed to be a metaphor for when you're going through trauma and you hurt the people I, around you. I think you. it's specifically, remember, that when he murdered people, it's because it's like his energy exploded. He couldn't control something that hurt other people. He didn't want to hurt yeah. other people, but he did something bad that hurt other people that was out of his control. I think that's why Tom King used him for, like, it's that a very, reason. It's a very huge gap between hurting the ones around you and yeah. killing them. No, yes, I mean, this I is agree. like, this is like, like, you know, like the fact like, that in yeah. the story, literally in the story, he gets arrested. Like, something, like, I, I, I really find any messages that has confused and muddled to the point Oh, being, I agree. I like, agree. Like, like, I don't One thing that. that I do actually think was a nice touch is they, remember way back when in like issue like two or three, we said one of like the only good parts of the whole book was Superman's speech. Yes. About like trauma. I, I like this too. Yeah. The older Wally actually, the reason why he's here to like, why he's consoling him now is because what during that five days that, you know, the older Wally heard that speech and realized there was a better way mm-hmm. than his original plan of killing himself. And I thought that that was like actually part of a self-contained narrative that really, that, that part did really work for me. But he, but if he enacted the time travel to be dead, how, what changed to make Superman's speech work this time that didn't in the, in the last loop? Well, because this is older Wally telling this to young Wally. I know, but, but Wally the older Wally comes over young the, five days. Uh, yeah, but o- older Wally, <laughs> older Wally already killed past Wally. I didn't, I, I didn't understand that. So did he jump again to right before he killed himself? No, yeah, I, didn't I, understand I, that. I, I feel like uh, this is really confusing because I'm like. Yeah. To me, this is that he never actually killed himself. Yeah, he never actually killed himself. He did because no, his, his, body, was there. Was his body was there. Oh, no, no, that's they get it... the clone. It's a they self... fake the body. <laughs> so oh, basically, yeah, yeah, Booster yeah, needs okay. to be here because they need to go into the future little... to grab and they make a speed clone. <laughs> a speed clone. You so need to think he was dead. No, you know what? Yeah, this doesn't make sense because they only did that because he was going to kill himself. Yeah, no, but no, 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 guys, the body that came back was always the clone. That's the thing. I know, but what what instigated him to kill himself to leave a corpse behind the first place? Then, if it wasn't him seeing a corpse there, 
It's a, it's a, it's a loop though. So I know. He... What was the starting of the loop then? Oh, okay. The 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 corpse from this <laughs> this clone corpse shows up. <laughs> We're gonna have so to get So originally, originally, original timeline. Wally didn't. Wally Superman did not get. If Wally didn't kill himself, Superman did not give him the speech. So then that caused Wally to kill himself. He then he created this loop after that. No, we don't see Wally kill himself until five days after issue one. Yeah. So the body that we see there, the body that they find, has always been. I I know, clone. but what left? What what inciting event caused him to leave the body in the first place? It's a loop. This it, no, it, it's it's because Wally he needed the five days to think, so he's like, I'm gonna kill myself so that I have a little bit of time, I guess, to think about this. But he's and, saying, how did how did the body get there if he hadn't thought of five days? If five, five, five days hadn't passed yet, for him I'm gonna to think frame my fr- I'm gonna frame my friends and le- and uh, mess with my, my disagree my friends' bodies. Uh, give me some and disagree my own body. <laughs> uh, give no, it's a clone body. He moved on everyone's yeah, corpses. He was trying to kill you know? himself. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I tried to. Was dumb. I yeah. tried. I, I was so I was reading this story uh, at work during a study hall. All these kids are all just talking about whatever. I'm trying to read this and I couldn't figure out what. what so I, I take out a piece of paper. And I'm trying to draw the timeline <laughs> and I'm like, all right, future. Well, I pass. Well, and I, I'm like, I don't get it. So I just, I yeah. just. So as on. soon as they start explaining all the time travel stuff and it starts to get pretty heavy. Then, like, heavy meaning, like, not emotionally heavy, but, like, complicated and stupid. Yeah. That's when Booster's just like, yo, bros before heroes. And oh, my God, and fuck this comic. Bros before heroes came back. And then <laughs> that was Harley... a team. Bros before heroes was a team in this comic. It was just a fucking yeah. dumb joke. And then uh, Harley comes and kicks uh, Wally in the nuts for framing her. Yeah. And it's super dumb. And basically, like, as soon as they start explaining the time travel, the reason why it's such a fucking mess, even if, like, I think it's a loop and Sly does it and Phil does it, like, this, it doesn't actually matter because the issue My problem was I didn't get what caused the loop, but I guess it was Wally giving himself five days to think about it. No, but it's weird because since she kicks him in the nuts and then future five day, five, the what? older Wally what? is what? like, I remember that <laughs> happening. Yeah. And, because yeah, so, she kicked young Wally in the nuts who had just killed everyone. Yeah, and then they go into the future and they get a speed clone, which I don't really know what that is. And then he drops off that body and then they arrest him. Yeah, yeah. he's arrested. And How do you keep Flash in jail? Like he wants to be. It's like it's one he good. wants to be. Yeah, he wants to be. I, no, why, I, want, I wanted jail? to talk about I mean, this too because it, it's funny because it shows like the very like everything's dark, but you're only seeing like the light from outside in the hallway casting through the bars over uh, Wally. It looks very sad. But I was thinking, it's like why even put like bars? Why not just like put him just in a house? Because house arrest. You can't. Yeah. You can't keep him anywhere. He's the he, Flash. He could be leaving. They explicitly jail. say that in this book. They're like, you can't arrest the Flash. He's the Flash. Yeah, yeah. but I, <laughs> but they I, still put I, him in like a jail. I'm like, do you? I don't know. I was like, do you have to? Also, Sly started talking about this before, and I completely agree with you, Sly. That like to me, like the whole like oh, it's redemption, whatever. Okay, but still the idea that. Like, so, okay, so Wally's, like, the most, like, mentally ill of everybody here, I guess, seems to be, like, the theme. I, so I, I don't think of, that's the right way. I think that he, he's, he's also lashed so, pow- out. so powerful. Like, But, but yeah. either way, but either way. If Detective Chimp is mentally ill, what is he going to do? <laughs> Throw shit? <laughs> but, oh, my God, it's so mean. But either way. Like, this is why so, he's here, Phil, you asshole. So, Wally, the, so the reveal, like, you, we were just talking about the main thing in this issue is, like, it's okay to finally talk about it and be open and like get the help you need. Yeah. And then they put Wally in jail. Yes, it's not okay. That's not getting him but help. He already yeah. like he already killed people. Like is 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 accidental manslaughter. Well, that's like, what I mean. You, that's you what, still do go to jail for that. But that's, yeah. that's what I mean by this. This isn't a question of mental health. We just talk about 
now it's a question of mental health and like murder and like now you can you have to lock him up for society. I, I agree. Like okay. this got into a weird place where it's like, uh, are you saying that? Well, we still have to lock them up, but it's like, okay, aren't there then better? Have him- then have him in have the issue end with him in a therapist's office in a jail yeah. not alone in a cell in the dark <laughs> yeah because yeah, to me, exactly, you can have exactly. him you could cuz he says i should be arrested you know i should be in jail and they're like yeah you will have to be locked up yeah. like you did kill a bunch of people but you could show that he's getting help yeah. not that he paved the way for other people to get help and like had this realization and now he's just in jail alone Maybe in it's, the dark it's super progressive because it's like, look, this is what happens to people, huh? Uh, and if you, huh? By, by the way, if you think we're nitpicking, this this comic was fucking dragged out for fucking so many nine, nine issues. By by the way, this yeah. fucking nine, the fucking epilogue is two pages long. Like it had time, if you had enough time to talk about all that shit of Harley Quinn and Booster Gold, you had time. To or fucking give or a... setting up the entire like murder yeah. mystery plot. The butler, the butler. <laughs> like they had, so... they had fucking time. You had nine issues. You had time to fucking give a proper epilogue. You yeah. have time to do what Ryan's suggesting. You did. You fucking were you just fucking spread through this shit. Literally, the epilogue is like Slides is not kidding when he says it's it's exactly two pages, and some of that includes them going to the future and grabbing that body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the question that I always ask, like at the end of events, is like what. Did this story change? What is different from the beginning to the end? A bunch now, of he- are dead. yeah, because now, so now heroes are talking to therapists. Yep. That that was already a thing which in is. The beginning. Can, can I just interject and say like that was also like a weird way to end it? But that everyone's going back to sanctuary when it had a massive data breach and all that yeah. stuff was leaked out to everyone. Yeah. I'm like, I think it'd be cooler if you had at the very end of it, you had like the nine panels and it was like all empty or it was like a new facility but there's no one there but then someone comes in and it's like maybe mm-hmm. it's like nightwing or something and he's the first one to come back and be like i this is my problem type of deal uh, yeah. massive data breach there was a mass murder it was a massacre why would people go back to this yeah i was thinking yeah. This, instead of thinking about the murder of space machine murder mystery they should have had like some panels being like this all went downhill but we need this like we can't let this like yeah yeah it should be something like that but no it's just it's just yeah, open yeah, again. Can, so yeah. everybody now trusts Sanctuary as much as they did before issue one. So or that more, hasn't changed. Because yeah, there's a lot of people for, here. For some reason. But like yeah. it hasn't it hasn't established anything new about Sanctuary. We did actually more was it robots like the people the caretakers were robots? Like yeah. the, the, yeah. the yeah. Okay. So she's got new robots. She's new robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can always get new robots. Wally's in jail now, and a bunch of characters are dead. Did anything else change? People know that story people know that else? superheroes need this place, I guess. Okay, but is that talked about in any sort of effective way? It will be we in future issues. That, yeah, we didn't like, see any people... civilian reactions to this shit at all. We didn't see anyone have their minds blowing like, That's oh my god. That's a good point, too. We didn't actually see non-superheroes talk about this. So if it's supposed to change the way yeah. the public perceives superheroes, maybe put uh, anybody. Anybody that talks about that. Instead of all these fucking confessionals, all these fucking rehashed fucking joke confessionals, have mm-hmm. like Dark Knight, Ret- Dark Knight Returns newspaper, news, news reports of interviews with people saying, I can't believe this is what our heroes are going through, something like that. Mm-hmm. Or like have like Lois Lane talk to her friend or something. Have something happen. Not instead of nothing literally happen outside of this small little frame window of reference between like these six characters, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and like the three main characters. Oh my yeah. God. Is the Flash that comes to arrest Wally West, is that Barry Allen? That's Barry Allen. Okay. I was like, is this another future one? You didn't even see Barry Allen's reaction to Wally being a murderer. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Fuck you, comment. Oh, I forgot. One of the other funny things that people brought up is that they, ar- they arrest the Flash, but they let, like, Batgirl lets Harley and Poison Ivy go. 
Well, they didn't kill anybody this time. Yeah. This time, they, they still committed crimes before this, right? But it's not as bad as Wally's crimes because nothing <laughs> will ever be as bad as Wally's crimes. Harley murdered children. Um, so, um, <laughs> Did she? In canon? Yeah, she, she? In canon, like, they had a, it was like a joke story where she like fed, gave, gave poison to like an ice cream company to kill everyone. Uh, it was like a fucking <laughs> joke, but it's canon that she killed people. So, haha, Harley's so wacky murderer. Okay, <laughs> uh, she doesn't have to suffer for her consequences, but Wally does because... Morals. Yeah. But uh, I want to just say, uh, last issue set made Ryan declare this like the worst comic I've ever read. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is the worst like mainstream superhero comic I've ever read. I, um, yeah, this issue or the whole series? The whole, the whole series. Like this issue, like numbed it a bit, but it made it worse because it was so muddled with this message that it made me realize. Because um, we're reading, like we we're thinking of doing the current X Men series, which is also ass. But it's, it is like it started so good and now it's like so not good. Yeah, it like it like devolves so quickly and it's basically so ass for a lot of the same reasons this is like everyone's just fucking dying and um yeah. But the thing about it was it, it is just pure like comic pulp. Like it's just you're like, hey, your favorite characters are back. Oh, look at all these dark things happening to them. Everyone's dead. Mm-hmm. Boo. And maybe realize like it, it's like not it's like. It's just pure stupid, but this yeah. thing, like thinks it's so smart. Like if you ask Tom King, he will def- like he does defend it today he dies. <laughs> but this is fucking. This is so muddled. The message says it's so muddled. It's not focused on the right things. Enough not to give us any payoffs for like Barry Allen and Wally West. It's not to give us like. It focuses so much on Harley and her jokes and Booster Gold. Like the uh, characters it focuses on don't actually have any growth at all. Yeah, it should have been Wally West. If it was going back to murder mystery, it should have been about like the world reacting to the murder to the fucking. Or trauma. like, don't even make it the murder mystery. Just make it Wally West. Like yes. everyone dies, and they're like, "Who did this?" Well, Wally's like gone or something, and you're it like, "Did the lot- Flash do this?" It should have been like done any other way besides the way they did it. Like the only yep. thing they did right was not have Wally kill himself. Congratulations, you didn't make the worst possible ending. Yeah. But uh, everything else was done horribly, and the fact that things are so smart when it's so fucking dumb is what makes me hate it so fucking much. Mm. Because I was gonna ask, do you think this is worse because it tries to be ambitious? Like, like if Tom King were came out, come out and say, "I fucked up. I'm sorry," but no, he thinks he nailed it. He he nailed it. No, he did not nail Tom King. Uh, have you tried reading the issue again? That might that might change your <laughs> mind. You got me. I, I got to read it like fucking fifty times to get it. Uh, what do you think about it, Phil? Overall, yeah. Overall, it was shitty. Um, I I did actually. I know I said it before. I I, I kind of liked this last issue to sum it up because mm. it did some good things as opposed to most of this story, which did no good things. Yeah. I did think this one. Uh, this was one of the better. Issues. One of the better ones, uh, despite the fucking time travel bullshit. It's so funny because we were saying, like, Ryan said at the beginning, if they use time travel to fix this, this is a shitty story ever. But the story <laughs> became so shitty that time travel actually made it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because he's like, uh, why can't I just go back in time and stop myself from killing those people? And he's like, remember Flashpoint. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. You should try it. I mean, you know, you should, you should at least try it. Like, come on. Because then you can always stop yourself from going. <laughs> like, like Barry went back and undid Flashpoint. Like, you can always just go back and undo it again. Like, just try it. You know, see what happens. But then someone else's family might get erased. Yeah. I know, but then you just go back and, just, you know, No, and then you're stuck in the eternal Flashpoint loop where you you keep having to redo it, hoping you don't erase anyone's family this time. Flashpoint (laughs) was so fucking contrived in the first place. If your mom dies.
Blueberries, Barry. Everything, the worst <laughs> possible thing happens to every other character in the universe. It has to be the worst no, possible if future. his mom lives. <laughs> your, your mom has to die. You, you can't be like one person's history goes bad and you have to weigh your yeah, options. Yeah, it's, like it's like the butterfly effect. If, if this person didn't die, everyone <laughs> would be lives, tortured. <laughs> the world gets destroyed. Even though even though it was a retcon that your mom died in the first place. If you fix that retcon, your retcon will make the world hell. Whatever. Yeah. I, I overall I think the writing was very bad in general. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I like the dialogue in particular um, is very. It's, oh, there's it's so one grating. page in this issue that's just like a picture of the sanctuary farmhouse, and it's just fucking text. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot it's of just bubbles. a wall of text. The dialogue is is quite bad in this. The, most of the stuff is pointless, as they already as you guys already said. Um, mm-hmm. Like honestly. It's not a good story when you can swap out half the characters and it's the same thing. Like, yeah. uh, Wally and Booster are the only two necessary characters in the whole yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, everyone else... And they're only necessary not for their personalities or character, just because, like, Wally has a lot of power and Booster no, has Wally, a time it, machine. Wally is Wally, Wally, not story about Wally, but the thing is, yeah. Wally should have been more present in the flashbacks earlier on. It shouldn't have been... That's true. The yeah, twist comes in the end. It should have been refocused to be the story around him rather than around, like, Booster and Harley. It should have been, like... Yeah. Like, we see him and whatever. There's Could no it kind of Harley, have it be Wally and Booster are the main suspects, and turns out Twist, it's Wally, he's the main suspect, he's the actual Man, killer. if they made an event that was just Wally West and Booster Gold and it was this, I would be especially kicked in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be just like Wally West, kicked in the nuts by Harley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, 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 what, that's what Harley was here for, to give you the ultimate kick. The, the, the Wally fans represent, uh, Wally represents the Wally fans. You, you end up kicking the nuts. And Harley's the Harley fans. Yeah. <laughs> She's you, like, you, we win. Harley's a new uh, fan favorite character by DC. Here you go, fucking Wally. <laughs> <laughs> Simple of hope getting kicked in the nuts. My Obviously, I think this book is trash, and I mm-hmm. hate it. But uh, as a fan, like, is separating all the writing and the mystery and all the damage it does. Obviously, I made it clear that, like, I'm not defending this book. But I was pretty happy to see that Wally did, doesn't actually die at the end. And I'm very curious to see if another writer what they do if they actually make any steps to like redeem Wally or fix him or like if they just make him a bad guy like I'm so the rumor I heard w- w- this is a rumor the same rumor that says Dr. Man's gonna come in and save everything <laughs> uh, the rumor I heard is he's going to join Suicide Squad and that sounds so plausible because that's what they did to Roy Harper after they fucked him up they made him into yep. basically what was it Justice League Dark or the fuck R. it was called Roy. Oh, oh yeah, Teen Titans like it was made a member of a Teen Titans team that was run by Deathstroke, which basically oh made... Titans Eric Wallace's Titans yeah so oh, I yeah it... when Deathstroke watched Roy Harper bang a bunch from behind glass so, I remember that book so since Dan Didio <laughs> like wanted a lot of this shit to happen the editor of DC and he made that fucking Eric Wall uh, Roy Harper gets his daughter killed and goes becomes a fucking villain I feel like yeah. that might be what well, did Wally. That was the other thing I was, this is a side tangent, but I was thinking of where I'm like, can you really put the Flash in prison when he's, like, super powerful and useful? Like, don't you kind of need him, like, on a Suicide Squad or, like, on a team to... I mean, it's, like, one of those things that if, you know, there's the multi-purposes of jail, obviously the keeping him out of society doesn't work when he's the Flash. And then there's the punishment aspect where, like, there has to be a better punishment. Like, you have to do community service or something. Like, like No, he did. He released everyone's confidential medical <laughs> As a superhero, service. he is kind of, like, doing community service. Yeah, so he... I, it's I it's yeah, weird. That's the kind of thing that I'm curious how another writer picks it up. Are they actually going to delve into, like, the redemption of what he did? Or is it just gonna... He's gonna become some, like, edgy antihero? I don't know. That's what I'm curious about. I think he's gonna be edgy antihero. And this is my Dan DiDio mindset going in. 
uh, to separate him from Barry. So it's not just two flashes going around. Because heaven forbid we have two flashes going around. He didn't want what, what was it that flash the solo flash series, right? Uh, yeah. So I, Dan DeDio never wanted two flashes. I think this is him reasserting himself. There's gonna be a flash. It's going to be more of a, like an, a counter to a Barry, the dark flash. Uh, we have those. They're reverse flashes. Oh There's yeah. Like <laughs> Oh you become God. the first Flash. I, I felt it. I figured out the idea. Every time I'm like, this is, this is why comics are dumb, I'm like, no, comics are just dumb. They've always been dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this that's is stupid, revelation. but reverse that's, Flash. That's, no, no, that's, that's okay. <laughs> that's future Phil coming to you to tell past Phil, no, comics have always been dumb, Phil. <laughs> we, we, were talk, we were talking about uh, Game of Thrones and the, the... No spoilers for the current series, but we were, talk, we were talking about how all this stuff happens in like season five that were dumb. And mm-hmm. Phil loves the loves the books, and he he justifies it saying, "Just because it sounds dumb when you abbreviate it and have it filtered through shitty writers, doesn't mm-hmm. mean the premise is unsalvageable." And that's mm-hmm. kind of what a lot of comics are like. Even though, like, oh, Swamp Thing, the fucking guy turns into swamp. You can tell good stories. <laughs> you, can, you can tell good stories. Isn't it more like Swamp turns into a guy? You can say, and you can take any premise and make it sound dumb. The question is how yeah. you handle it. This story, fucking. Has some promise in like a no, it didn't no, it didn't. I'm fuck me, no, it didn't. Like, <laughs> you, wait, did you, like, you like this? Uh, less than Flashpoint. Yes. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I did. I, I I'd have to. Go, you know, I'd have to go read Flashpoint again. In my mind, Flashpoint is really shitty, and this had some interesting ideas, but that had yeah. nothing. Flashpoint is so mediocre. I came. I think that's the thing is Flashpoint is so mediocre, and this is like to me like actively infuriating. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But the thing is, this is because it's more ambitious. I can see yeah. some people liking it because it's like I like the ideas that were here, even if it wasn't like executed well. That, 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 this is you know this is me going against my old premise of oh I'm ambitious all the time. I think yeah. it's because no, I, I think that's fair because I was doing the same thing. Like I think you like railed against me one time for being like, well, I like things even if they're flawed for their ambition. And I was like, it depends, or at least I, I think I want to be like that. <laughs> I'm so focused because on that. I, I like this for its ambition, kind of, but I, I can totally see your point, Sly, because I've hated ambitious stories that were flawed. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think they're both bad, and we shouldn't read either of them. <laughs> I'm, I don't. I think DC is just a terrible company. They no, make shit. No. They make shit. Go, go read Teen Titans on fucking no. No. Uh, DC New. It's fucking. DC is better than Marvel. I'll fucking say. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I fucking. <laughs> rather, yes! I'd rather, watch, I, 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 I rather read modern twist. DC. I'd rather watch anything DC is putting out right now, the movies and TV show, than Marvel's pulling out. That's that's a wild claim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, a yes, fucking crazy like, man. I like I like I love T Titans uh, T Titans the TV show. Uh, uh, I'm gonna make you watch Batman vs Superman forever. Over and over <laughs> I, I like Batman vs Superman uh, a lot more. I think have uh, I think uh, have more potential. Have you realized? But um, no, say it. You're gonna say it's better than Marvel movies. Say no, it's it. Not. Why don't you say it? I like it better. Endgame. I'll say that. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that for another Patreon episode. Compare those two movies for some reason, but I think uh, this is a, a good little way to end because I don't. Wait, think we I didn't start say my final thoughts. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Daryl. <laughs> uh, you guys have summed up everything really nicely. The one thing I want to say that this why I was actually having kind of an overall good experience with this is that it's because you hate me. You fucking hate me, Daryl. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> no, it's because. <laughs> We all got to, like, experience this together, which was the only thing, other than, like, maybe talking about, like, Marvel movies, but we don't, like, read comics all at the same time. So, yeah. that was actually, it was really fun for me 
to have all of us jump in blind together and do this, even though you hated it. Are you saying <laughs> the real heroes in Crisis were the friends you made along the way? No, I, 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 no, I think what he's, what he's trying to say is bros before heroes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that that is I think that is a really uh good point, Daryl, that like this was when when Sly and I talked about doing this as like let's read an event, let's show you what it's like to read a modern comic event. Yeah. That this is what it's like. It's like they're usually bad, but reading them and dissecting them with your friends month after month like month after month is very fun and yeah. Even when the book sucks, like, that's, I think, part of it is because, like, even in our Discord and everything, we have lots of people that read lots of different books, and it's very rare that everyone has read the same book and wants to talk about it, and or it's almost always the experiencing event. it at the same time. Yeah. Rather than one person being like, oh, I can't wait till I get to this part, or I wonder what you'll think about this. It's like, we all are like, uh, it could go either way in the beginning, yeah. and then it didn't. And there is something about a serialized story like this that, like, that whole, like, around the water cooler thing that yeah. is very fun. Wait, mm -hmm. why, when they put that clone body, why make it five <laughs> days too old? <laughs> it's because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you can't mess with the 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 past, the future. Uh, he must have snapped his neck and then come and it would, tried it would to. It'd be funny if Booster Gold and because I was supposed to set Booster Gold and Harley to go into the future. It would've been funny if they fucked up Wally's plans and they ruined the timeline. Uh. <laughs> so that thus concludes our coverage of Heroes in Crisis issues one through nine by Tom King and Clay Mann and some other artists who had to fill in pages. You shouldn't have. It shouldn't have been this long. What was wrong with you, <laughs> Tom King? Yeah, I don't know. Or DC. It could be DC's fault, especially if they're like put Harley in this because she was in insufferable. Make her well, the main character for nine issues, or we will fire you, <laughs> Daryl and Phil. I would really prefer to never to stop talking about this. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I don't want to do this fucking episode, but we're done. <laughs> yeah, we're we're set. Okay, so thank you for subscribing to the Flying Machine Patreon. You bought all these issues, and now I hope you rot in hell. Uh, as long as you could still keep your credit card active. <laughs> while wow! <you're> there. <laughs> if you do that, we will come uh, to the future to to, to stop us from sending you to hell or whatever, and then snap your own neck or something, <laughs> and then go get your cloned body from the future. But like a five day too old cloned body. I go. That's fine. Like that's. Oh, we we said we're not talking anymore. Stop, please. Thank you, friends. <laughs> so for divisive issues, I've been Ryan. Uh, I've been Mademoiselle Marie. <laughs> no, you're you. He's sly. I don't know. I don't give a so fuck Marie. anymore. I'm so done. I'm sly. <laughs> I've been Phil. And I've been snapping my own neck. I mean, Daryl. Bros before heroes, baby. <laughs> I give you the incredible flying machine. <laughs>、oh, a lot of mucus came out of that. Hold on. Yeah, Sick when you recorded it last or something. No, but. I'll drink some water though. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <Fuck> Tasty. <you. laughs>
Hello. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>